Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode, episode 50 of the BJJ yeah. Foxcast. I am your host, Alex Martinez, and today we have, uh, I don't want to say newcomers, they've been on the show before. I've got Colin Opper, welcome. Hello. I've got Tojo, welcome. Mm-hmm. And Steven. Steven was, on, what episode were you on, see, 25? 25. Yeah, and we made a promise we would do episode 50 together, so guys, welcome to the what show. A shitty promise. Well, it is a shitty promise. You're like, I mean, uh, maybe you can up my <clears throat> salary... Salary. Oh, salary, well, yeah. I'll add a fucking... You're getting z- paid? <laughs> I'll add a zero. You guys are getting paid? <laughs> I'll add a zero to your Christmas bonus. But, um, but hey, man, thank you guys for coming, uh, making the time. I know it's a little bit later than we normally shoot a podcast, but I want to make sure everybody could make it. Colin was a last-minute addition. Thank you for b- showing up, brother. Oh, I'd always love to be here. He can't yeah. stay home because he hates his wife. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I just I gotta catch up to wow. Tojo. I this doesn't really count for him. Well, um, Tojo has been on. Tojo has been on a few shows. He's been on a few shows. Um, Tojo's like, he's like a Labrador. You know what I mean? Yeah. Leave the door open, he'll jump in the truck. Cute and dumb. Yeah, cute and dumb. Yeah. He did tell me he's like, if you really just want to be on the podcast, just stay at his couch and then <laughs> just show up on a Sunday. That's yeah, all you gotta yeah. do. Yep. Yeah, man. But um, I want to accomplish a few things. I want to talk about the last 25 episodes. I want to talk about the changes that have gone on with the podcast, bringing on Josh. I want to talk about Josh a little bit, give him a shout-out, and those people that are looking for... How many tables have we had? Tables? <clears throat> this is our third. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so this third. is the best setup, <laughs> yeah. though. Thank this you. so good. Thank you. Uh, but Josh is our uh, editor, yes. right, yep. for the podcast. Uh, guy out of Tucson, and he can crank them out, dude. And and the edits are good. When he started editing for us, he was editing on his iPhone. I think he did like oh, he totally seven AIs episodes. this. He's got Chat GPT fucking Chat GPT doing. doing I don't give a, I don't give a fuck <laughs> what he's using. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's so hard, a lot of work, but uh, yeah. yeah. But he's knocking them out. I mean, he, um, <laughs> last week, and I'm not the best at uploading everything right away. So I mean, it's pretty much last minute for him a lot of times, and he gets them done. So. Anybody looking for an editor, his name is Josh. Is it Kramer? Josh Kramer, yeah. Josh Kramer yeah, out of, of Tucson. Uh, Huckleberry Productions, I think, is the, the company that he just um, patented. Oh, good. So, yeah. Is that a Tombstone reference? That's, that's what I was gonna it's got to be. It might be, it's actually. Gotta be. Yeah. I was wondering about that. Yeah, no, I, I, I really like the guy, and he's he's on top of it, man. He he, he responds right away, and a uh, good, good dude. So, good addition to the team, man. Yeah, yeah thank um, you for bringing him in. He's yeah. my cousin, full disclosure. So No shit, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought I told you that. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should have known that before we <laughs> before we started paying him. That's so called nepotism, that ladies nepotism. and gentlemen. Son no. of a bitch. Yeah. No, no I, yeah, he's my cousin. And, um, you know, we've been, we're the kind of cousins who are actually, like, we've been close since we were really little. Okay, so um, kissing spent a lot of time. Not that close. No, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we spent a lot of time together as, uh, like, as kids and everything. And so, yeah, it's really cool to bring him in on this. I appreciate you bringing him in. All right, cool, yeah, man. He's been a great addition. <laughs> and it's freed me up to do the shorts and the short form content, yep. which is... Which has been great. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoy. I think everybody enjoys that. We, we've gotten more subscribers to our Instagram page than we have our YouTube channel. But a lot of it has been a lot of people are getting pushed to the YouTube channel thanks to the uh, the shorts on, on Instagram. So yeah, yeah. So um, they're really called good reels. <clears throat> reels. The reels. Yeah. Instagram reels. Instagram reels. But it's YouTube still the Instagram shorts. page. Yeah, Instagram. What did I call them? Shorts. Oh, but they're, they're shorts on, on YouTube. YouTube. Think, right? Yeah. Reels yeah. on Facebook and Instagram. Fucking and boomers, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm doing my best. <laughs> the growth the growth on Instagram has been really fascinating because I always was under the assumption that, you know, like YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world, right? Yeah. Behind Google, right? Yeah. And Google owns YouTube. So it's kind of all the same thing. So the theory that I was running on was like that we would see the most growth through YouTube. 
And what's happened with YouTube is that we are actually, I think we are just, we might hit 500 subscribers today. I right? hope so. 499. Yeah, very cool. Um, and I figured that if we just posted shorts on there, then the algorithm would pick it up and they would push it. And that's, we'd get a lot of subscribers that way. And it's like gone up to a certain level, but we've hit like a cap. Yeah. Where it's like, Every short now gets usually unless it's like a bomber that just doesn't hit for some reason. It's either like it gets fifty views or it gets fifteen hundred views. Yeah. And then the cap that we've had, I think the highest is twenty four hundred views overall. That that's all YouTube. That's all on yep. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, oh, don't worry, it's been higher on yeah. Instagram. But yeah. uh, um, the the cap on YouTube is about twenty four hundred. We just can't like break past that cap. Right. And then we're like slowly adding adding subscribers. But one thing that is interesting is that the episode views on YouTube are going up. Yeah. So we're already at 250 on last week's episode with Leslie and Andrew, mm -hmm. which is like fast. Yeah. I mean, I think we were at 150 within 24 hours, which normally it takes us like a couple of days to get to 150. We're already at 250 on this one, actually. Yeah. 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 By the time <laughs> this goes live, <laughs> it hasn't even been released. Well, um, it helps when the guests uh, repost our stuff. You know, um, uh, a lot. I mean, yeah. they, 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 some of them are cutting their own shorts and, and pointing them to the YouTube channel, stuff like that. So keep doing that. Thanks a lot for doing that, Colin. Appreciate you, man. But um, yeah, you, you didn't even acknowledge that you were on the show. Yes, I did. Oh, come on now. It was November. It was November, but that was it. Like, doesn't like it count today? Does it, doesn't men's health count today? It does. Only in November. Only in November? Yeah. yeah. Men's health always counts. Yeah. What's that? that that's right. MRA. That's right. That's men's right. rights? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get Tojo started. <laughs> All right, so we, uh, we we none of us have rights. Actually. We had uh, half the bottle of horse soldier last time we're on the show with was it with Aaron? Yeah, we're no, we polished one off with Aaron. Yeah, you polished one off. And with then Aaron and then sure. you and I you and I drank that last time you were at the house. I don't think it was a podcast. So. Oh, that's when the women were gone. Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> that their little retreat thing. Well, I guess Taylor was here, but she was yeah, gone. but yeah. whatever. But uh, let's uh, let's see what we, let's see what kind of damage we can do to this one. Colin, are you in? I'm in. Just Atta give boy. me a quarter of that. Oh boy, or more. So the first thing I want to talk about. I'm not. I'm not done rattling on about uh, writing off about. Please, uh, please. About numbers, actually, yeah, about yeah. numbers. So again, so I thought YouTube would be the biggest growth. Yeah. Um, but it has been Instagram, and so in the last two months, we've added 1,800 uh, followers on Instagram. It was something like 900 in March, and another 500 in April, and then we just passed 2,000 today. Nice. You know what I would definitely up drive up, uh, drive up uh, the numbers is if we talk about stats more okay. often. That's true. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's really interesting. Cheers. 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 All right. It's really interesting. It's not a shot. That's good. That's 115 proof right there. Ooh. Yeah. 124. Is it 124? 0.6, I think. 124.6. The last one was 115. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So this is, this is uh, what do they call it? Barrel what? Barrel proof. Yeah. So uh, depending on which <clears throat> barrel the bottle came from, it's going to be uh, different every time. Yeah, they don't water this down. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. That's good. Yeah, good shit, man. So um, anyway, um, so anyway, stats are going up. Everything looks looks great. Um, my biggest concern, I guess people's biggest concern is like, um, you know, how long can we do this, right? Because most, most of the podcasts don't make it to 50 episodes. So the fact that we're sitting here is, Pretty awesome, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm glad to share this <clears throat> with you guys. That's that's really cool. Yeah. Um, you've been talking your freaking face off, so tell me about oh. with you, man. What's going on with you? How is your knee? He, he came drunk, I told you. Did he? Oh. He had to clear out his fridge. I want to be stoic. I, was, I think I was a little bit uh, goofier my last appearance, so I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I want to... Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. More stoic serious. Appearance. More serious. Uh, <laughs> tell me about your knee. Knee is fine. Uh, I was a little sore. Uh, was, like I said, I was telling Tojo earlier, it was more my ankle that was bothering me after... After the match last Friday. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about that match. So, yeah. fight to win. Mm -hmm. We had 
I don't know, how many people out of our school? Seven? Six, seven? We had six, but then Akaika... Oh, that's right. I had to back out last back minute. Out, yeah. <clears throat> so we had six. We didn't have a great showing, but it was fun. I mean, we, we got, you know, it was pretty I, scrappy. I would, say, I would say it was good showing, bad result. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, because that's cool. I, I would say uh, Dallas and Sierra uh, both put on really good. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they fought hard. Uh, Sierra had a tough uh, matchup where I think she just kind of got caught in a triangle early. Yeah. But... She was getting the crowd pumped up with those slams. Yeah, for sure. But you don't slam a, 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 a triangle if you can help it, unless you can put them on their head. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you slam a triangle, you're making it tighter. Oh, that's what I told yeah. her. I was like, this is the first time I've seen someone slam in a triangle that just didn't immediately get finished afterwards. Yeah, yeah. She, she's tough, dude. Plus, she had her arm. Her arm was more set up for a broad plata. She than was chicken-winged, yeah. Yeah. Which so that, I always tap to that more often than I tap to a triangle. Yeah. Because that just fucks it with my sucks. shoulder. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. I mean, but I think the girl pulled her arm out to try to push the arm across because she didn't have the broad. I mean, it was, it was just kind of chicken. Wing I don't think there. she knew that what, like I wasn't going to say anything because yeah. obviously I didn't want to be like, Hey, Hey, look beware at Beware of the broad applauder. She's like, Oh yeah. Broad applaud is here. <laughs> yeah. But so. yeah, I mean, I, she was set up really well for the broader. Yeah. And it, it, is that, it feels like it's been a long time since we've had a fight to win in town. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah right. They do, I think they October? do it twice a year. Yeah. I want to say October. October. August or October. Yeah. I might have not gone to that one then because it just seems like I've been disconnected from the, yeah. Yeah. Where was I? October. I Wait, I, well, that was the one you refed, wasn't it? No. No, nah, that was the one before that. Oh. That was, yeah. uh, we had uh, Ryan, myself, Ikaika. Yeah. And then. Josh. Oh, the one that was at the, uh, that weird convention at Westworld. Yeah, at Westworld. It was like a weightlifting convention but they also had uh, they had a wrestling tournament going on like a kids wrestling tournament yeah, I missed that one there was yeah. a wrestling tournament there was bodybuilding there was it was a fucking a bunch dog, of different there was shit. like a dog show <laughs> no really there was i mean there was dogs there they weren't that ugly yeah. <laughs> like an akc kind of thing where there no 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 it was just I, I, like agility or something yeah I think okay it was, it was it was just he, no there wasn't are you just <laughs> I'm just kidding hang on know. let me take another sip <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but this um, this this fight to win it, it, it the 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 venue was like smaller than I'm used to, so it was kind of crowded in there. But it was it was cool. Everybody, you know, I don't know. It, everybody seemed to make the most of it. You know, yeah. it so. was it was. Uh, I didn't like there wasn't a whole lot of places to warm up. Yeah, yeah. it looked crowded. It was crowded. So I there watched I watched on Fight TV because I couldn't <laughs> make it down there. Um, and, and I, I watched the whole thing and. I mean, it, it was like standing room. I saw people yeah. lined up against the walls. The warm-up area was like Nats kind of in a corner. Like I saw some pictures. Well, so of the like, you know area. where like the big screen is? You can see it from the ring a lot. Yeah. Um, behind that, at the Sheridan, there used to be like a hallway, and then there was two separate like mini banquet rooms that yeah. like they oh, would have like yeah. the blue side and the red side, so you know, or red corner, blue corner, whatever. And you had warm-up areas with mats and everything. This they didn't have any of that. They just like had out in the hallway. Yeah. Uh, you can go fucking. Do you know squats or whatever you want to yeah. fucking do? Well, and that Sheraton also had like it would spill over into that big hallway, right? So they had the warm up area in the big hallway, which is yeah. really nice for the fighters, man. This one was like literally it was a rollout mat that was rolling up the wall. Yeah, like it was there was no room right for the next to the stage, right so. next to the stage. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. at least the entry area. And I don't want to throw uh, Sierra under the bus, but here here comes the Greyhound. <laughs> uh, you told me to help her warm up. Yeah, and so I said, <clears> you know, you're going against an MMA fighter. I really want you to get physical when you when you tie up. Yeah. And so we're we're practicing it and she's doing her shot. And then one time she just hit my head 
and push my head right into the wall, <laughs> right, right into a corner, right above. You the said be more aggressive. Oh, and it, I don't want to hear defense. any anything about an injury on you from Sierra. That's true. She weighs That's literally true. half of your weight. Yeah, it still hurts. <laughs> I mean, speaking. <laughs> Wait, of that comment, that comment, or the hurt? Yeah, but but both. that wasn't the, the fun. It's not the funny part. But the 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 uh, the thing about it is that wasn't the first time someone hit him in the head um, during training. Oh. That week, he oh, took yeah. a headbutt that I don't know how the hell. I, it was a Sunday comp training. It was comp right? training, yeah. Yeah, you took a headbutt that was pretty, pretty severe. Yeah, that was um, <clears throat> that was a, a forehead to the temple. Like that was a, just a, just an Irish kiss. I was just I was just <laughs> waiting for the blood to spurt out on the mats. I, but I said no. that, that when I when I cut open my eye right here uh, <clears throat> a couple years ago, that's what it felt like. And I just remember when I was holding my eye a couple of years ago, like, okay, it's not that bad. And I lifted up and it just blood all over. Yeah. <laughs> and so I had that same feeling. Yeah. And so I, sl- like I, I slowly lifted up my head and looked at my eye and I said, I didn't see anything. I'm like, okay, but that still really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> like, and what? that was a really big dude. Yeah. Patrick. Yeah. Big oh, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Prison Patrick? No, Tattoo Patrick, we call him. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. He looks <laughs> like he was in prison. I don't know. He felt really bad. Yeah, he did. He felt terrible. He's a nice guy. He yeah. just, he got, you know, you get caught up in that moment, you know, and then that's kind of what happened. I wanted I wanted to dirty wrestle, and that's what I got. <laughs> don't don't no, ask I'm, I'm glad Patrick did that. Awesome job, Patrick. Yeah, yeah good job, Patrick. No, uh, later on, later on during that training session, I, I, I didn't bench him, but I didn't let him back on the mat right away because he was like, I'm good. I'm like, no, take a, take a break. He's sitting against the wall, and Patrick's rolling with somebody else. He's like, hey, Patrick, hit him in the face with your head. <laughs> it's good technique. It works. <laughs> it worked like uh, a yeah. champ. Alex was like, yeah, take some time off. You, uh, go take a nap. <clears throat> yeah, go take a nap. <laughs> Why don't you relax? Why don't you relax? Yeah. Shake your head a little bit. I hear it's good for concussions. And go, go towards the light. Go walk towards the light. Oh, my God. So, so um, Who's going to be your 11 a.m. coach? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Hey, don't die. Um, but... Uh, tell me about the intensity. Like, how how did it feel walking? It was that that wasn't your first time on that stage, but it just seemed like the crowd was louder because the place was smaller. Was it the was. intensity a little bit? A it little was. Bit higher? It was. It was, <clears throat> and it was. Um, I think people were closer to the stage yep. too. Yep. And that was uh, the very first one. I. It was. It, they were far back enough where you didn't see anyone. You could right. hear everyone. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this venue it was. Yeah. And there was. I mean, and and Aries was just represented on all four corners, so it was just loud. So yeah. It was, it was intimidating. Yeah, for me, I've done it twice, and the most nerve-wracking thing for me is, like, walking on that plank that moves as you're yeah. walking on. I was, I, I, all I could think is, like, please don't fall. Just don't trip and fall. That's it. I got The it. stairs, going up the stairs. Yeah. Like, the stairs fuck. Yeah. The, the, my biggest worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're steep stairs. I, I, practiced, I practiced the most. That was what I was doing <laughs> was, uh, was, was steps because I didn't want to fall on the stairs. But Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just it was it, it seemed everyone was closer. Yeah. And uh, loud, which was fun. I, l- yeah. I like that. So because you, the only other time was at that big at the Westworld one it was the only yeah. one you've done, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's it was compl- night and day. I think it was more. Comp- I mean, it's more like m- the feel of most of them. I think most of them are in like like, you know, banquet halls at uh, at hotels yeah. or even like the Victorium. Like it's not a small venue, but it felt smaller. Just the way that, like, you know, they put everybody on top of each other. But that Westworld one, which just seemed like you were in a circus tent. Like, it's just huge. Yeah, watch the sideshows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like smaller, louder is better from a from a stream viewer perspective. So for, like, the pay-per-view perspective, 
the louder it is in the venue, the better. Because I was, I remember um, the Fight Pass Invitational, uh, like Fight Pass Invitational three. I was like so excited for it, and then I turned it on, and it was like watching golf. Yeah. Except quieter than golf because yeah. at least people scream after someone hits hits the ball in golf. But in but in fight pass invitation it was so quiet and the commentators yeah. were like whispering. Yeah. With fight twin it was like <clears throat> like it was loud. There's energy. I, that's what I think you want to show to people when it comes to growing the sport. You want to show uh, the excitement. Agreed. Agreed. However, I will say that when COVID was on and the UFC stayed open and they were finding places to have fights, I really enjoyed. I didn't. I didn't really enjoy the 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 hearing the sound of the you know the kicks landing on ribs and stuff. I'm not that kind of person. I'm not, you know, masochist or whatever. I really enjoyed when the fight was standing and the striking coach was talking and then they would clinch and then the wrestling coach was talking and then they would get to the ground and jujitsu coach was talking. You could hear the different voices of the fighters that in in their ears. And I thought that was from a technical standpoint. I love that part, but you're right. You know, when, when somebody gets a knockout and there's like three people, yeah, yeah. The it's spectator, lame. it sucks. Yeah, you the know average I mean? spectator doesn't give a shit no, about like no. what the refs are, or the coaches are saying. So yeah, so but I I love that part. But you're absolutely right. You know, hearing the roar of the crowd just makes you want to watch. Yeah. You know, so they Aaron was telling me this weekend about uh, his fight thing last weekend where they went to California and he was like, yeah. there was nobody there. Like like Whoa. I mean, they, like he's like I'm pretty sure the the, uh, the guy who ran it, the organization is made no money. I, he probably lost money on that. Because they were actually paying the athletes, and they paid for everyone to get out there, yeah. which is cool. But he was like, we got out there, and like he was like talking to his opponent. He's like, do you not want to even do this? Because wow. it was like so bad. Like it was the way that they ran it. That sucks. Yeah. Is it that was it the way that they ran it, or just they just didn't have attendance? He said like the mats were wet. There was nobody that showed up to it. It was just like, what the fuck is the this? The mats were wet. Weird. Yeah. Like he Why? said, I it was out. It, so he, I saw a couple of pictures of it. It looked like it was on like. Like a, a f- of the front lawn of a of a university or something. Oh it, shit! It okay. like wasn't even at like a venue. It, <clears throat> okay. From what I could tell from the pictures, it was really weird. Yeah, I think Tucson's trying to do something similar, like uh, jujitsu under the lights or something like that. Mm. I've seen that. That looks U of cool. A. Yeah. yeah, they they've been pushing really hard to get us to show up. They, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but I feel terrible because we had so many conflicts going on. We had like promotions going on that day. We had other tournaments that same week. So it's really hard to commit, but man, they sent us this beautiful flyer. They sent us, they're really trying to court us, you know, and get, and get us out there. And I think it'd be a good experience for a lot of our folks that are thinking about going to college, you know, and going on, going on a campus like this weekend, we're going to the the mullet arena and at ASU. I love that idea for our young competitors, you know, being able to walk around campus other, which they probably otherwise wouldn't until they were in high school. I mean, the mullet arena is not really close to campus. Say again? It's not like. Where you'll actually be <coughs> near campus. Yeah, but I mean, think about it this way. When you go to a venue and there's other shit to do, you're going to do the other shit. Like, hey, I want to go walk, you know, I, I don't know. Says you. Downtown Phoenix, I'm like, can I get the hell out of yeah, here I as know, soon I as know, possible? Yeah. But I mean, like, but that's, a, that's you always give terrible examples, so thank you. <laughs> but, uh, but like, if you're at ASU and there's a kid who wants to go see the campus, you just walk around campus for a while. I think that's a really good opportunity. The best time to see ASU campus is at 10 o'clock at night, too. Yeah. Yeah, why is that? Because you and I'm just kidding. Again, you, you get mugged. Horrible examples. <laughs> yeah. Well, not not so. I'm not so much worried about that anymore. Remember, like, 10, 11 years ago, you go down Mill Avenue and it was all bums. Yeah, like, it's still no, like that. Nah, it's not even close. Not I mean, even, college kids, but whatever, bums. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, What's I mean, friends. <laughs> at least back then there were college grads, right? Yeah. I mean, they were just you know hanging. Yeah, out. there was. I do remember though. There was a lot of there was a lot of homeless people that hung around like the feeder area. In oh particular. yeah, they're kind of. But it would like it'd be seasonal. I don't know if it's still. Well, I'd, those are called mm-hmm. actors. 
And unfortunately, hey. those, those, those are the working actors. Yeah. You should see the yeah. out of work actors. <laughs> oh my gosh! But I, I think that's a, I think that's really cool. And anyway, going going back to under the lights, I, the concept is good. Um, but it is U of A, so you got to drive a couple hours, you know, to get it's out Tucson, there. Tucson. So Do you know what else yeah. I like about that is they have uh, uh, submissions of the night mm-hmm. of where or a specific uh, submission where if you hit it, they'll pay you twenty five dollars. Okay. So the last one they had, if you hit a Omoplata. And Q was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 25 bucks. What does he know about Omoplata's? Um, I know. But, you know, they had, uh, they'd have a more uh, gi and then a more no-gi submission. And I think that's just a great idea just yeah. to try. Yeah, absolutely. Just if you're bringing, trying to bring people in. Yeah. Twisters. Twisters. That was awesome. That was a, that had to be the, the submi- submission of the night, right? Oh, yeah. guarantee it would, yeah. would have been. I don't, I don't think he does anything like that, but he might. I don't know. Does he? Well, they, they he list it. I don't know if you get a bonus or anything. Yeah. You just list he just it as submission of the night. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Thank away, uh, or thanks for uh, taking the attention away from me being heel hooked so bad. <laughs> yeah, so let's go, so let's get back to your heel hook. Okay. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, How bad is your heel hook defense? Well, I, th- I thought it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out you can't just uh, muscle your way out yeah. of heel hooks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he it was it was tight, and and he looked like a big tough dude. He was, so, yeah. 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 I knew I was uh, going in for something for, for two reasons. One, he's a purple belt, open weight, world champion. You don't win oh, those on accident. Oh, gosh, yeah. 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 And, and two, uh, his Instagram page says BJJ and fitness. So I had to look at what this whole fitness thing was. Yeah. And it, it actually helps you in BJJ. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I've heard. Overrated. That's step yeah. one. Step one is get yourself in shape. No, but the, the funny thing was I – I, I trained watching – I watched a few of his fights, and he never pulled guard in any of the fights I saw. Yeah. And he, he went for one leg lock. Mm. So my, my training and my practice was going, I'm, I'm going to try to wrestle him and try to wear him down, kind of weather the storm. Yeah. I knew, I knew he was going to be in great shape. Yep. And, and then I thought – So you I tried to out-fitness the fitness guy? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that was the plan. Not not a great plan. <laughs> not really. <laughs> but then, uh, then I thought. Then I just started going with leg locks. I didn't see him do a lot of leg locks. Yeah, and um, he's he's good at those too. Yeah. No. He. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it was a it was a cool little chess match there. And yeah, he just at the at the up. end. I you know that whole week beforehand, I was teaching that uh, cap slicer. Oh yeah. And I was so excited that I got it. And then right at the <laughs> end, I'm like, I, he's got my heel. I can either turn with it and just try to get create a scramble, or I could triangle it and try to finish the the calf slicer. And as I was debating what to do, pop, yeah, pop, 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 pop. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the position. I don't. You didn't have the it leg tracked, right? It was it was kind <coughs> of fifty fifty. Mm. And and um, but I didn't I didn't have um, so I had my leg over his, and I had my arm through his legs. Mm-hmm. But I just I. I, you thought maybe I could have. I know we were talking about it afterwards. If I would have just planted my foot and kind of hipped into it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you gotta gotta be able to like drive that hip into that into his like shin in order to like drive it into that calf slicer, right? Mm-hmm. And you kind of had that foot up in the air, which also led to the heel hook, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, just, and I I think I I said this on on Thursday when I was you know coaching is when you're in fifty fifty, whoever's foot is lower is going to win, mm-hmm. and that. I told you I was right. <laughs> See lying. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. See. Well, that's actually what uh, first th- first thing that uh, Milton showed us 
uh, during a seminar was uh, get get their foot off the mat mm-hmm. and then keep it off the mat and you're kind of in business you mm-hmm. know at that point so yeah that makes sense yeah no that, that was that was cool um we had we had um, several matches that uh, Johnny Tran got a knee bar um from squidguard that was a sick setup yeah that yeah, was that a really was, good setup that um, was my favorite <coughs> that was one of my favorite to watch yeah I love watching Johnny roll he's yeah he's very intense mm-hmm. yeah he's very emotional very emotional competitor so it's really cool to watch um, but he, he hit that knee bar and Kevin was telling him to do something totally different. Mm-hmm. And afterwards he's like, man, he goes, I really want a knee bar, but I really want to listen to my coach. And w- you know, we all have the best intentions for our fighters, man, as coaches, right? We want to, you know, we see something we want to tell them, but at the end of the day, man, the fighter is the pilot flying the plane. Mm-hmm. You get to decide in which direction the, the flight goes, man. You don't, you, we, we are, we are suggesting, Right. And, w- and, and we get to say, someone said it like, oh, we get to say, oh, shucks, you got to live with it. Yeah. You know, so if you're not comfortable with, you know, something I'm telling you or if I'm, if I'm speaking in paragraphs and not sentences, that means you don't know the, you don't know the, the position, right? So just go with what you know. <laughs> it's like, I'll take it under advisement. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And that's, that's really what you're doing. You're yeah. taking things under, and sometimes you, you have that, oh shit moment, like, oh shit, he's right. And you just switch to it. Right. And then you're, you're back in business. But, um, but yeah, I mean, if you're, if, if you're in the thick of it and your coach is yelling something, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you can, you, maybe you won't hear him. Okay. That's one thing. But if you do hear him and you disagree, you're, you're the one in the match, man. You know, mm-hmm. you, you just keep doing what you're doing and you, you got to live with that decision. I kept telling Colin to stand up and he just wouldn't. Colin is stand. not going to listen. I'm trying <laughs> to, I'm trying to soften the blow here <laughs> fucking colin doesn't I, I, listen. I do have the craig jones uh bjj fanatics just stand up um that guy was a little bit big for me to just just stand, just stand up. up bro yeah. dude i saw him afterwards he was a monster i was yelling at him too like hey he's got to teach on monday what's the hell's the matter with you he's he like i'm so sorry nice <laughs> he's apologizing he was such a nice uh, yeah. guy yeah yeah that's cool man that, that, it's funny like like moments leading up to the and to the to the uh you know, whatever match that you have, you're almost psyching yourself up. Like for me, it's like, I don't hate this person, but I'm, I'm going to go in there and fuck them up. Right. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards you're like best friends. Yeah. Right. All that tense, uh, that, that tense feeling you have towards each other. It's all gone. It's oh, all yeah. of it, you know? And I was talking to him afterwards too. He does a lot of work with the uh, we defy. Oh, okay. And, uh, I have a friend that I trained with at reds who just moved to Tucson. Okay. And I said, I, I'm going to, can I grab your number? I want to give it to uh, to my friend Manny. Smooth, smooth, nice move. Yeah, yeah. Did you call him yeah. back afterwards because yeah. you're supposed to like wait a day. Yeah, no, you got to text him right away, but then wait a day to call. Well, yeah, I said <laughs> it was just you know <laughs> I, I let you win, so <laughs> can, you, can, can I get your digits? <laughs> <laughs> oh my, what, what was that guy's name? Uh, Ken, Kenny, Ken? Kenny Kimpton or Ken Kimpton. Kimpton. Okay, yeah, cool dude. Where do you train? Di- Dio, Dio. In Tucson? Okay. Yeah. Dymo? 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 Yeah. 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 I've seen them around. That's cool. Yeah. Would you fight them again? Yeah. Like today? Not today. Can we call them? Right now? (laughs) Can we set it up? Actually, uh, (laughs) come on in. (laughs) (laughs) Grab the mic. Grab the mic out of there. We got a spare. Oh, my God. (laughs) That would be hilarious. Let's just blindside call in one day. (laughs) WWE move. Comes in with a chair. No, I would, I I would have got, I, because the one thing that he also did that was he pulled guard within 10 seconds. Yeah. I did not think. Threw you off. You, you were ready for a wrestling match, right? I was. Yeah. And uh, and he, he pulled guard, and it took me about 15, 20 seconds to catch up to his movement. Yeah. Because I was, I, I, I 
I froze for a second because yeah. I was not ready to be because uh, he had really good. Pers- <coughs> I don't know if he had a butterfly guard or something, yeah. but I was I I felt that floating. It was like with going with Koa. Yeah, you know, like that Strong little legs. And yeah, just float, yeah. just the little flow, and I'm just like. <laughs> oh, we're gonna try to hit doubles yeah. on each other come on <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so um yeah and and then uh you know we were talking about this in in, in class well at least i brought it up in class about uh competing because we are that the the um announcements that we have going on are very competition heavy and i wanted to re- i wanted to just talk to the team about competitions are not important to me as far as advancement goes you know what I mean? It's it's a good way to see, for me to see like in real in, like in a real life scenario how you're doing, how you're picking things up, how you're processing that information. But really, I mean, if you're showing up for fundies, you know, four or five days a week, and you're getting it, the advancement's going to come. I mean, I mean, eventually, like I don't I don't foresee me giving somebody a purple belt unless they're actually rolling. Yeah. Right. But I don't expect anyone to compete. If they do it. I want them to do it because they love it. I do it because I love it. You know, I love the process. I think, I think that the, the, the competition, the tournaments are the easy part, right? Because all the things that suck are the things that you do before you deny yourself pizza. As we had some frozen pizza before this, but you deny yourself a lot of things so that you can be ready for that competition. And I just want people to understand that. I don't care if you compete or if you don't, but if you're going to compete now, I care. Right. Because if you're going to make that commitment, we came from a school where you didn't even whisper that you're going to compete unless you were ready to put in the time. Right. And you're already doing three or four days a week. Yeah. Three, four days a week. And, you know, Nava Nava had uh, um, a clipboard where you would literally put your name in and put the weight down because he wanted to make sure that he put all the pieces together because he's not just about you winning. He wants a team to win. Right. He wants to bring home that trophy. So if he and I were in the same bracket, he'd be like, oh, one of you has got to go up and one of you has got to go down. You guys decide who it's going to be. That's just the way it was, you know. So when I, I I'm not at that point, and I'm not the, to that at that level. But if you're going to compete, you better be in shape. You better be technically sound, and you better have the right tactics going in. There is no hope, right? Mm-hmm. Hope is not a freaking uh, what do you call it? Hope is not a tactic, right? You gotta you gotta go in ready to ready to scrap. Can't wait to hear someone's fucking internet advice about how how what you just said is wrong. Oh my gosh, we're gonna get to the segment of shitting on the. I'm comments. trying to segue as quickly as possible because I just want to talk. You guys want to shit on the comments? I just want to talk. I will shit. say yeah. I don't like to give them a lot of air personally, but I think there's a lot of good conversation to be had. Great conversation and some, and some comments. To I just want to talk shit. Sure. I don't some, care. There's some stupid people out there. Are you just gonna read all the shit I've been saying about Tojo? <laughs> <laughs> I say it to his face too. Oh my gosh, everything no. you've heard Colin, about me is true. Cons on burner accounts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, my, my favorite comments, especially the ones that shit on the show or shit on whatever. Listen, I say a lot of stupid shit. I get it, right? But it's just off the top of my head. I'm, I don't, none of this is scripted. Like we don't write the shit down so we could share with the world. Yeah. We just talk. And there's some people like, I completely disagree with that argument. Ah, who the fuck am I arguing with? I'm just saying shit. You know what right. I mean? Not arguing. But um, my get your own podcast. Yeah, they're free. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then I try to drag them into an argument, and they fucking ghost me. Yeah. No, my favorite ones are the that's bullshit. You're an idiot. I hate you. And it's like no photo, uh, private account, mm-hmm. two followers. Like that. Not that I care. I like uh, do your thing. But 
fucking if you're gonna if you're gonna bow up, fucking bow up, man. You know, let's let's fucking talk this out. It's not like I'm gonna beat the shit out of anybody, but I enjoy a good argument. And I know you, Jojo, <laughs> enjoys a great argument. Uh, oh, maybe a little bit too much, but you're right. We try to rope them in, and they don't bite. I heard there's blood in the water, and I was like, I'm in. Let's go swimming. <laughs> well, I remember when on episode 25, you were talking about like like as soon as people start getting to the comments, I'm in there. Like yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to go and. And I mean, we've had so we've had a few viral clips, yeah. um, which is which has been really cool. I mean, uh, most prominent, I would say, obviously, is the, the blue belt clip. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah, which is such the fights in that clip. Yeah, were epic. I haven't read all the comments because I don't read the comments personally. I just I just put it out there and I post in Ghost, but um, there was like over a hundred comments on that, yeah. and I saw a lot of people. The number one thing I saw that I that I thought was ridiculous was. Um, it was like, it must be something to do with your school. That's a reflection of your school. Yeah, it must be a reflection yeah. of your school. It's like, yeah. I, uh, my first thought is like, take any blue belt from our school and any blue belt from your school. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But, but some of those guys were like, um, I think one of them was like, um, he did some kind of uh, striking art of some sort. And he was like, yeah, you know, um, talking about, you know, you know we're going to have to close our doors because too many, so many people are leaving. That's not the case. I mean, in jujitsu, people come and go all the time. And any freaking martial arts sport, you name it. I mean, you're, you've been really uh, um, uh, involved with your kids, like soccer stuff and all that. Yeah. How many kids have come and gone? Oh, it's, You can't even count them. It's a new team every it, year. It's a new team every year, and that's just the way it goes. And that is the reason why I tell my team all the time, I say this, enjoy this moment because this team will not be together again ever. And the difference is that soccer is easy. Oh, <laughs> wow. Here come the comments. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm not going to argue with that one. It is easy. A guy yeah. like me can get his college, college scholarship. Yeah, but, but where'd you go to college? UW Parkside. Okay. okay. Har- on, a, on a soccer scholarship? Yeah. Nice. Harvard of the why do you look? Why do you sound so fucking I just surprised? Because I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I, obviously, you didn't listen to the podcast number twenty-four. Mm, with Kyle I Howard. edited that one. Did you? Uh, did you know. mention it there? I don't think you did. I think. Well, I remember leaving that episode wishing I had learned more about you. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, that was a good. You want to get his number now? <laughs> yes. That's a shot on me right there. We'll talk, yeah. <laughs> you guys keep no. talking. I'm going to look for a comment. Well, I mean, Colin's definitely got the physique of a soccer player. I was going to say I, I don't look like your typical soccer player, <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was a lot smaller in my uh, late teens, early twenties. Did you play all the way through, like yeah. all four years? I I played six years because I had a red shirt and a medical red shirt. So I I don't know what that means. Uh, red shirt is just basically you can <coughs> go to school, you can practice with the team, but you can't play in a game. Medical red shirt is if you play in a few games, but then get serious injury and can't, uh, finish the, the, the year, you just, it doesn't count towards your el- eligibility. Okay. So, and then if you're really good, there's also an Olympic red shirt. I, oh, really? I, I did not get that. <laughs> and is that like. It's, you see it more in, in, in wrestling, in college wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's why you see um, Spencer Lee, who I think is like 42 years old right now. Uh, <laughs> he's been in college wrestling for 74 years, something like that. But uh, he he just, uh, he had, I, th- I think he had a medical red shirt, and then he had the COVID. I, I don't know Waiver what or whatever yeah. that is, yeah. And then he had an Olympic red shirt. So he, I, I want to say this was his seventh year in college. So what does that mean, though, like Olympic redshirt? Like, they're just like, we want you around. You're so good. We just want you to stay. Olympic redshirt is, you yeah, you're training with the Olympic team to try, okay. to, or try to make the Olympic team. You're going to trials. You're going to qualify the twi- trials. You have to, you have to be 
You have to qualify. You have to. It's kind of like a IBJJ World Tournament. Okay. To get your seed, you have to do other tournaments, and you don't get the points in college because it's, it's a different form of wrestling. Okay. Oh, it's because it's Greco, right? Versus like freestyle. Greco or? and freestyle. College wrestling is is folk style. Here, here's a here's a gimme putt right here. Um, I think the context was uh, Paul Nava talking about how hard it is to be ready for worlds, and and Paul's a ten time uh, <laughs> Masters world champion, so he knows, he doesn't know anything about. Yeah. It. He knows how to get ready for worlds, and he was talking about you know it's it's almost it's almost insulting when somebody goes in that's not prepared and they end up injuring somebody who worked their asses off to to get there. And um, I don't know who this is at P via says, I don't care if I use his name. So, um, so fucking what if the opponent gets injured, shouldn't be so fucking brittle. And again, like, okay, that's cool to have your opinion, but it's not that the guy's brittle. I mean, the guy, I don't know if you've gone into a competition and you're, you're totally prepared. I guarantee you're not going in there without an injury. You're, everybody's got a yeah. tweak. Everybody's got a back. Everybody's got an elbow or a knee or something because you're training hard. And I think Paul was just trying to make that point. Like, people train their asses off, and somebody who doesn't train their ass off go in there and injure somebody, even by accident. That's just not cool. I mean, what's your guys' opinion And I think that's that? actually his point is, like, a freak <clears throat> accident where you injure the guy who can't who is who trained hard for this. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you're getting effectively kicked disqualified for getting hurt. Yeah. Right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <clears throat> I think of it, it makes me think of, like, like a spazzy white belt. Like if you're someone who you just, you didn't train and you're not prepared to be in the situ it to be in the various situations you're going to find yourself in, you're, you're going to spaz and make the wrong move. And that's when people get injured. Yeah. When you're just like, when you're not thinking and you don't have a game plan, you're just doing whatever. To me, that seems like that's when someone's getting injured. And that, and I, so it's funny cause I, I mean, every one of these comments um, is going to relate to a clip obviously that I posted and I chose that clip for a reason, <laughs> you know? Um, but I think it, I think like, I think that's really true. Like what Paul was saying is like what I took away from that when I clipped it was just it's someone gives their whole lives to prepare for something like master worlds. Right. And some guy goes in there, not prepared, like just showed up for fun. And because he's not prepared, he, he spazzes out or just does, he does, he's not prepared to be in the situation. And he hurts that guy who's giving everything to be there in that moment. And I think what I took from that was Paul saying like, you're wasting that guy's time. It's not fair to that guy who put in everything. I, I don't even think the injury part of that is even like relevant to the That's true really conversation. Not. Yeah, yeah. It's because yeah. I mean, it's the it's the whole reason you have to qualify as an adult now for uh, for worlds is that they had it, it was not watered down's not the right term, but it, there was just too many people who just didn't belong. Mm. Yeah, you know, like and it like a a hobbyist adult for and, and like those guys are basically professional athletes. Yeah. You know, the guys who are trying to get on the podium slash, you know, they're trying to win. They're trying yeah. to get gold, right? Those guys are professional athletes. But then you, like, fill up the bracket with a bunch of guys who are casuals or just or not or at least just not willing to put in the time. And it's like, yeah, this like you're just getting in the way of, like, good jujitsu. Yeah. Right. And and if you look at what the ADCC is doing now, and I'm just guessing here. I haven't read anything. I'm, I'm sure this would be my move if, if I were uh, running it is they're having the opens now and i believe what they're trying to accomplish and, and correct me if i'm wrong is they're trying to make people earn points like you have to earn points to do adult worlds right you can't just sign up because during the trials you had 200 competitors at the 66 kilos i i, I only kept track of that one because that's the one josh was on you know yeah. what i mean so i really didn't care about the gordon ryan's and i really don't give a shit i just like to watch my instructor play and um 
he went in there and he was destroying everybody in the first day. And Josh is a super talented guy. And if you go and look back at some of those guys that he was fighting, they're fucking blue belts. Yeah. Yeah. They don't belong yeah. there. Not with a guy like Josh. Not with a guy like uh, Gordon Ryan. Not with a guy like, you know, Nicky it, Rod. It, it's tough because, well, <clears throat> Nicky Rod's a good example because he was a blue belt or purple belt. Wait. Yeah, but he's a murderer. Right. He but is I, not a there, purple belt. I, I'm, I'm just saying that there's exceptions. There, there are exceptions. You know. But Nicky Rod could qualify for, I mean, he doesn't have to probably get invited, but he could qualify for the trials easily, yeah. right? And if you're if you're making the guys qualify, I think it's going to shorten that pool. They're not going to have to do two, three days of fucking trials yeah. to get the pool of 16, right? It's going to be one day of trials because the people who should be there are there. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I really, really, truly believe that even at the master's level, we should have to earn points to get into master worlds because there are some guys that just don't belong. I might be one of them. I might not qualify. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Let's make us qualify. Let's see. Let's 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 do it right. Yeah. I um, mean, you had what? 50 some odd people. Yeah. Like 50 some people. And yeah. I and, and listen, I beat the first guy 12 zero. OK, I train hard, but I'm not 12 zero good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not, dude. Like I'm win by two points, win by advantage, lose mm-hmm. by advantage. Right. It's always really close. I beat somebody by 12. I'm sorry. That guy doesn't belong. I'm only been a black belt three years. Right. I should not be blowing people out 12 zip. I know that's going to get some fucking hate, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's the truth, man. I am not 12-0 good. Yeah, I mean, that's supposed to be the world's, Master Worlds, whatever, is supposed to be the World Series. Like, that's yeah. supposed to be the Super Bowl or whatever. Like, that's where, like, the best people, the guy who's prepared the most, the guys who are mo- the most prepared, yeah. right, should meet. You look at the back of somebody's gi, and it says Salo Hibero BJJ. He turns around, oh, shit, it's Salo Hibero. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're going against yeah. at Master Worlds. These are people that I YouTubed when I first started. You know what I mean? I have nothing but respect for these guys. Honestly, like, I'd like to see if I belong there. And just signing up and paying the 150 bucks or whatever the hell it is doesn't make me qualified to be in that bullpen with them. Don't you find out if you belong, though, like, once you get into the, onto the mat? Like, <sighs> Gosh, in that man. moment, that's when you find out. That, that, the problem is, like... Like last year, I lost to the guy, the number one seed in my bracket. I lost to him by, by one advantage. He scored. He scored. It was zero zero one advantage. Okay. Jose Carlos. No, I didn't get to fight Jose. Oh, Carlos. he was next. He was, he was be next. next. He had been yeah. quarterfinals, and I wanted that. I wanted that match really bad. It wouldn't probably wouldn't have gotten my way, but I totally want to be in the in the same. On Is this the, same the one mat that with him. the guy who stalled you out in guard, basically. Yeah. 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 So, um, but the the first guy I beat twelve zero. The second guy he had me in a little bit of trouble, but I beat him like I like. 4-2 or something like that. So it was a little bit back and forth. But the third guy, it was like, it was all strategy. It wasn't like, you know, the guy scooped me up and slammed me and, you know, embarrassed me and submitted me in front of me. No, he was grinding his way to the next round. And that's how he grinded his way to the next round. He lost the next round. And I like to think because he was pretty exhausted after fighting me. <laughs> but, um, but you never know, man. These are guys, I mean, this was a four-strike black belt. I have nothing but respect for the guy. And I want to prove that I belong in that on that mat with that guy and how better than to make me score points and make me do some opens they can qualify i i would have no problem with those guys getting invites right they've been around a long time they basically they they were the ones the pioneers for for jiu-jitsu back when i started when we started nogi was what masters one and masters two mm-hmm. that was it well wasn't it masters one and senior no, one? no no that was nogi it was Masters, oh, Seniors, right, and the right. Gi, but Nogi was only Masters 1 and Masters 2. So you had, like, 50-year-old guys in Masters <coughs> 2. They're going against 35-year-olds. That's a little bit unfair, right? But that's where 
it started. Those guys were pioneers, right? Then we grew into Masters fucking 11 now. I don't know what it is. Anyway, yeah. but that's something that I really, I'm really passionate about because I care about. Master Worlds is my Super Bowl. That's the one I care about. No, no other tournament matters. However, if I had to score points, I'd be at Denver. <laughs> yeah, I'd be in yeah. Phoenix. I'd be, you know, at California. I'd be wherever. New Orleans. <coughs> New Orleans. I'd be wherever it's I could. <laughs> yeah, to, to score points. And that's why, as a coach now, when someone comes up to me and says, I want to do Master Worlds or I want to do Worlds, what are you doing before that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Are you taking this seriously mm -hmm. or do you just want a T-shirt? Mm -hmm. uh, well, um, both. So okay. I don't know. T-shirt nice. is, is nice. So, um. Gustavo Dantas, when we were under Novignao, we were under Gustavo. He was the head of Novignao North America. I don't know if he still is. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so. he, was, he was the guy. And um, at his school, he had an internal point system. So you could not sign up for, master, for Worlds or Master Worlds as a, you know, black belts had to qualify, but lower belts don't. So you couldn't sign up for Worlds unless you met his points requirement. So you had to do local tournaments. You had to do opens. You had to do all kinds of stuff. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I don't know that I'd want to take the time to track everybody's points, <laughs> but I think it's a great idea. So he wouldn't should have to pay the price. He just wouldn't let people sign up. No. He'd be like, no, sorry, you can't. No, Gustavo's the type of guy that like um, I remember when he built a, a true fundamentals class and it was for white belts and blue belts that were like, you know. You know, coming up lame or whatever, coming up, you know, from injuries and coming back, he would tell him, no, you don't go to the fundamentals class. That's not for you. You got, I mean, once you got, what, three stripes or something on your white belt, you were in the, you were in the advanced class. Wow. Yeah. The only problem with uh, the Gustavo thing is uh, he also benefits from those guys doing more local tournaments. Sure. No, absolutely. It's paid from those local absolutely. tournaments. Absolutely, but you're not going to have a purple belt go out and embarrass you at Worlds because he doesn't train, doesn't compete, and just wants to do the, uh, it's, it's an accountability piece that no one wants to be held to. I like the and accountability thing, but yeah. I think it's different when you run the organizations that you're requiring them to do. Does he still he, he does he still do that though? He doesn't require them. He didn't require them to do that. They could do opens. Yeah, they could travel the country and do opens. He didn't require them to do locals. The locals were just a convenience yeah. for them. Mm. Um, I don't know. Still I don't have that system. I don't know that he still does. Okay. I, I don't know that he's that far in the trenches. He's got so many black belts now. I, I he might teach one class, you know, in a school. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but I don't I don't know that he's that he's that he's tracking. And I had a conversation with him uh, not too long ago because I'm trying to get him on the show. And um, the conversation was basically, you know, in 2016, it was super important to him to have a world champion come out of his academy. He's trying to build world champions. That's not his thing anymore. He's got other stuff. He's got nonprofit shit like that yeah. that he's doing. So I don't know that he's that in the trenches with the guys anymore. And and at I think at 41, he did Pan Ams as a as a in the adult level. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So he was he was very very competitive. For I, a think long he, time. I think he's, he's I think he's back. At, uh, being more of a one of the head coaches there is he okay because yeah, I know he stepped away for a little bit yeah. to like work on uh, like you said other projects but yeah. I think he's back in there okay yeah my understanding is he hasn't lost a step either yeah dude yeah, yeah. no he keeps himself in shape so. yeah how old do you think he is forty six maybe forty seven a hundred I don't know <laughs> he could just be one of those guys who never ages true I true. was just thinking in terms of like a conflict of interest because back then when he was do if he had that those requirements I don't know if AZBJJL was at the level that it's at now no way. So, <laughs> so it would be a conflict of interest, like if if those two were in sync. But because AZ, he doesn't do that, he doesn't have that process anymore. I feel like it's not conflict of interest now. Yeah, uh, I would disagree. I would say that it was there was no other real nobody took any. There's no other tournaments that came into town back then. Yeah, that yeah. was worth a damn. There's Naga, which everyone just 
It's Naga. Whatever it is, it is what it is. Like, people kind of just shit on Naga. Like, I, I hear they put on a good organization. They're, they're a much better organization they now. Do now. Yeah. They um, do now. And now we have Jiu Jitsu World League. We have uh, Grappling Industries. We have a lot of different options that come through the town. Back when Alex and I were like white and blue belts, there was not, it was basically AZBJJL. If you wanted to, okay. or I, I don't even think they called it that. It was an AZBJJF at the time. Yeah, or something. And then um, AGF came to town. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool, something different, right? Yeah. They were just, it was all the same competitors, but it was all it's, different colors. Yeah, but none of that stuff was like <laughs> developed enough. Like, nah. Gustavo pretty much had that stuff. Like, he, I mean, he had the, uh, he ran it. Better than any other tournament yeah. that came into yeah. town. And that was a big thing with Naga because Naga would come to town and you'd have white belts on the mat at freaking 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. yeah. You know, and nobody wants nobody wants that, that long a day, man. Especially when the doors open at, at 9, 830. Everybody wants the sword, though. Everybody wants <laughs> Do they still do the swords? I, I know they I had hope belts so. and shit. They Bel- had, belts and swords. And the yeah. WWE belts. Yeah. yeah. That Those was kind of cool. So cool. I always wanted one. <laughs> Never got it. I'll, I'll buy you a samurai sword. Yeah, we'll buy you a samurai sword. No, nah, I won't I, buy you. I would carry it around all the time. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> he'd carry it. He'd put it in his friggin' belt in class. Yeah, and, yeah. He'd wear it on his back. You know, uh, <laughs> my oldest daughter is she's a phenomenal musician. Choir. Her choir director got in trouble because he would carry a Nerf gun, and if they were out of tune, out, off pitch, whatever the correct term is, shoot them with Nerf. I, nerf. I love that. That's hilarious. I think that's a great idea. That's yeah. a great I, idea. I think we should have a Nerf gun. <laughs> at, when at, a kid starts half-assing yeah. a drill, you're like, bam. That'd be uh, yeah. D just shooting me over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Who was well, um Ben Ben Shimono? Didn't he, he used to hit us with a with a like a dodgeball when I now was dodgeballs when we were doing something wrong. I don't remember. He said bounce one off. I never did anything wrong. So yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Technique <laughs> is flawless. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, right. right. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we were just going over something the other day, or I was—I think I was teaching something to a white belt. I'm like, that was the first technique I ever learned from Ben Shimono, actually. Oh, really? What yeah, was it? I, I wish I could remember. Uh, oh, it, it was that—it was that that knee on belly thing where they like go to push your knee off and you underhook the arm and then spin That's around to the over. arm bar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right on. That's what it was. Yeah, I was like, hey, that That's was the first one. thing I ever learned. Yeah, yeah. Um, my first jujitsu class was Barambolo. Yep. <laughs> That was my first jiu-jitsu My first class. Paul class was X-Guard, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know what a closed guard was, and I'm, like, inverting or trying to at least. Like, how the hell do you get well, on your shoulders? I mean, you were, like, 250 pounds back then. 238. Thank you very much. Not 250. Don't exaggerate. A round up. Yeah. Metric. And I don't carry it well. It's metric. I don't metric carry system. it well. Like, <laughs> my legs stay the same size. It's all belly. And <laughs> and boobs. I get boobs. Midwest middleweight. Yeah, Midwest middleweight. Here's a question for you. Do you think that having been that heavy at, w- at one point in your life, do you think it's possible for anybody to lose it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, barring any real, like, medical issue, like, I don't know, some kind of thyroid thing, mm-hmm. um, I think, uh, yeah. Uh, well, Here's the thing. You start out training, and then you fall in love with whatever it is that you're training in, whether it's CrossFit, Jiu-Jitsu, I don't care. And then you just want to do it more. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, I notice that this person drinks a lot of water. Maybe I should do that, right? And then you start adding drinking water. And then you're like, hey, well, you know, you start kind of studying your body a little bit. And you're thinking, well, maybe I should start eating a little bit better to treat my body a little bit better so I can recover faster so I can do this more, right? Because, I I mean, we were training. Dude, I bet I was doing 12 hours a week, maybe 13 hours a week of Mm jiu-jitsu. Like I was just going like morning class and then two evening classes, three days a week, open mats, and then, you know, peppering in other classes wherever I could. Um, so I was just 
training all the time. So I wanted to take care of the body so that I could keep training. Yeah. And it worked. And it worked. And I, and it wasn't like I was on the scale every day. It was like one day, like, I saw a friend that I hadn't seen in a while. And they're like, holy shit, you look skinny. Yeah, thanks. And then, yeah, that's just kind of how it went. I lost 60 pounds. It took me, it took me almost three years, but I lost 60 pounds. And that's just from, like, uh, doing a tournament at Super Heavy. Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> go to heavy. <laughs> Fuck this. Go to 195. They're still pretty big. Go to 181. That's just how it worked. It's like, I, I mean, I talked to like my ultra and super heavy like, you know, students and like, dude, unless you're like, you look like a lineman where you're like, it's, you're 300 pounds, but 300 pounds of muscle. Yeah. And you're six, five. You're going to have a rough time yeah. at one of these tournaments. Cause mm-hmm. it's not always going to be just like chubby out of shape dudes in the super or ultra heavies. Cause sometimes you get those guys who are super athletes yeah. That just weighed 250 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at. Right. He was gigantic. Yep. Let's let's beep that name out, by the way. I, w- I don't want that name out there. But it's like um, 290, I think, when he walked through the door, six foot seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, man. He's a big dude. <laughs> He's yeah. a big dude. And he was big and he was mean. And all he had to do was just like wait a couple minutes. He'd gas stall out. gas a little bit. And then you're on his back yep. choking him out. That was kind of, and then and then he learned how to get out of that, and then became a nightmare. Yep. But uh, but yeah, he's still rolling. It's just like uh, it, if you have that extra weight on you, it's like you're gonna find someone who's gonna be that weight, but with a better composition. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's people that are like, um, they they want to compete so bad, and they want to compete right now, but they're over that two twenty mark, and dude. You, as a coach, we have to save them from themselves yeah. because, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're going to meet somebody who's 6'7", 280, and they're going to be pushing down, and they get really heavy really fast. Yeah. I don't know if you have any experience with this as a Midwest middleweight, but it, <laughs> how tall are you? Uh, about 5'10". Okay, so you're pretty average. I mean, yeah, yeah so you got to get... Whoa. 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 Oh, damn. <laughs> average height? Above average looks. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> you want to go down the list? Like, <laughs> mediocre uh, jujitsu. Uh, my <laughs> wheels are just turning with insults right now. I'm not letting any of it out. Cheers. I know. We're all done. We're ready yeah. ready for round two. Yeah. I know you just got back from knee surgery and you're on Percocet. No, I am not on He's Percocet. Not on I'm on ibuprofen. His wife would kill him if he was drinking on the. I really enjoy feeling that pain, though. That little twinge in the knee. I kind of like it. I do want to say that that's what the first thing you said when I lost. I mean, I'd let you pour the rest of that bottle. So give it to, to, to me was how does how does one ninety five sound to you? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty damn a good. A lot better <laughs> than ultra. Yeah, man, ultra heavy is just too big, dude. I'll go get another bottle. Say we're gonna need another one of those. Yeah, I'll. I'll um, Amy, <laughs> <laughs> woman. Oh, that's what the studio. Yeah, needs. she'll love that. A whiskey, a whiskey button. Let's <laughs> yeah. full disclosure. She was already and, and like a little like a, a little what's it called the dumb waiter system. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, that, why don't they make houses with that anymore? Because we can make one. Let's do it. I'm serious. Let's do it. There's We're, a hole in that wall right there. We'll just cut the floor out and yeah, <laughs> twist my arm. Yeah. I would I think, love to put a dumb I waiter think system. That in here. goes straight down to the li- to the living room. Right out, right yeah. above that sick. closet. Uh-huh. Yeah, perfect. Well, you see how well your uh, right, your mats right, were set up here. at Aries East Mesa. Yeah, that was us. <laughs> we can do your carpenters are in house for a day. <laughs> yeah, it looks until so all your kids destroyed it. <laughs> That's what they do. That's yeah. you know they're. I love them. I love them. They, well, I yelled they at my class when the, I saw someone kind of like lean into it yeah. and move the mat. I said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> you did a great job supervising. I did more. I did. Come on, stop it. Stop it. Listen, I have photos of what you did. 
You you're standing there with your you hands on your hips. Around. You have impeccable timing. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> I'm gonna go get another bottle. You guys right. keep it going. Right. Let's just not say anything oh. for the next five minutes. No, it's it's gonna have podcasting. To. Josh is gonna have to cut all this out. <laughs> Let's find some food and just chew on the is mic. That, he's <laughs> taking a piss break. Did he break already? Nah. Is he is he bringing Kenny? Am I get another match right now? Yes. <laughs> Maybe we're gonna move the table. Uh, can you? Uh, can you? Uh, you have to arm wrestle ed- him. Yeah. Ed- oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you'd beat him in an arm wrestle match? No. Spelling bee, maybe. Are you sure? Yeah, because watch. He's all, he's actually like an English teacher. He's, yeah. He's <laughs> god damn it. Yeah. Smarter, stronger, faster. Challenge him in rugby drills. With your ankle? Ankle's fine. <laughs> you blow out your Achilles tendon again? <laughs> that was recreational men's soccer. <laughs> the, the most dangerous sport there yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Sunday morning rec league. Yeah. <laughs> it, goes, it goes crab fisher. <laughs> Sunday morning men's soccer. And then, like, SWAT captain. Jiu-jitsu's, like, 600 or something in that list. <laughs> Can't get hurt doing jiu-jitsu. No. <laughs> I brought the small bottle. Let's go. <laughs> Costco, get a Costco bottle. I, I don't care what size the bottle is. We're getting a half. Okay, done. <laughs> Should right. we mark it? God damn it! I was drunk last night. I think we're already there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I wrote down some topics, and uh, I'm I'm sure you guys uh, are on the edge of your seat. First one I I wrote down for some reason was gym politics, and mm. I don't know how to approach this because I mean. We have to leave names out, obviously, but we've all been through it. Some gym politics, right? Um, I have not, but that is because good. I don't <laughs> operate at that level. I just show up and get right. crushed. So, <laughs> second one I wrote down was shitting on other martial arts. Yes, my which favorite. we've done, which we've done, and I and I feel terrible. Listen, let's start with that one. Shitting, shitting on Bite me. <laughs> <laughs> shitting on other martial arts. I think that they all have their place. Have we now, shit on any of them? Mm, we oh, did. yeah, definitely. He and I did. Which, yeah. which one? Or uh, do we not want to reignite the fire? Well, no, it, we talked about Taekwondo. And, and it wasn't oh, like, yeah, that was funny. It wasn't like... It <laughs> was wasn't really like funny. I really wish I was. That was a great clip. <laughs> it wasn't like we said Taekwondo sucks, because it does not. It has its place. I think when you're a kid... Looking to get into um, some kind of martial arts. It's great for children. It's great for kids. <laughs> no, it is. I would never tell like an adult like if you want to learn self defense, go. You know, go. I don't know why. That's just not my thing. I don't know anything about it. I don't do taekwondo. All I know is like when I hear like kids do that, the kids that are doing it, they get a lot out of it. I've never heard an, an adult tell me that. Oh, dude, it changed my life. Yeah. Right. I will say uh, when we were in Wisconsin, and and it, but, 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 but if there is an adult that has had a life-changing experience, a positive one, with Taekwondo, please share it with the show, and I promise I'll bring it up uh, on the next show. Yeah. All right? My, uh, there was a Taekwondo school that came to my daughter's elementary school, and they got them all in, like, you know. Here's were they the, breaking boards? They were breaking boards, everything. That's awesome. Um, <sighs> they, they got their, they got their purple belt in three months. But I remember I came in, I picked them up. Wait, how many belts is that above white belt? Purple. I really think it's like 15 belts. No, I really think that's like the third one. I think it's similar. No shit. Wow. Yeah. No, 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 no. In three no. months? There's like yellow, orange. Like You guys want me to look it up? Yeah, let's you, fucking okay. do it. You keep talking, I'll look it up. Internets. But I just, I, what, what I was going to say is I remember coming in, I was wearing a you know Red Schaefer MMA yeah. 
uh, you know, sweatshirt. And one of the instructors came up to me. He's like, oh, I tried jujitsu. I didn't really like it. Did it for like a year and I didn't get promoted. <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean if you're in it for the promotions yeah then you're not you're in it the for the right reason right. yeah I, and that's had, good no no go on, go on i was gonna say that's that's i think that's the mentality a lot of that, that's why a lot of those karate type sports are really good for kids is because there is a belt every fucking month like or whatever and it's that's what kids need and even in jujitsu for kids there's like you know, you have the the gray belt with the white stripe and the gray belt with mm. the black stripe. And mm -hmm. it's all, like, there's a lot of promotions because kids. I need think I think jujitsu did that because of the you know kids need that to appease the kids need that. No, dude, parents need that. Sure, it's yeah. not even the kid, dude. I'm Ooh, telling elaborate, you. Elaborate, yeah. elaborate. So, so I have I have I've coached kids for a long time. That was my first coaching gig was coaching kids. And, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm not the kids coach at my academy, but I have a lot of experience with this because I'm there a lot. And one thing that I've noticed is that when a parent has an issue with like a, a kid that's like um, it, it, now this isn't always the case, but sometimes parents will come to me and be like, hey, you know, some of those kids are a little rough and, you know, they're, they're talking about being bullies and all that stuff. And the kid isn't the one complaining. Or say anything like they understand the deal like it's they're in the moment they just roll they just play they're playing rough with their other with their other friends especially boys boys like to play rough some girls are even rougher than boys so they like to play rough too but sometimes like this happened at nava's place when i was a head, when i was a head kids coach there i had a parent come to me and say you know this is dysfunctional what was their name kid. i can't tell you <laughs> it's a guy though it's a guy but it was really the dad could not handle the son losing could not handle it to the point where the kid would come back from other sports and, you know, he was rough. He, he never dirty, but he was rough. And the kids that were training jujitsu while he was out doing his other sport were like, here we go. Right. We got him back on the oh, mat. I know who this is. And they were going at him. And the, and the parent would ask me like, hey, can you put him with some of the newer kids until he gets his legs under him? And then I'm like, I really can't. Like, you know, that's when, when we start rolling, it's like pick your partner and. It's a lot. A lot of the times, it's the parents that can't handle. They the just shouldn't losing. have a, any parents allowed in the kids' class. Yeah, there's some schools that don't allow them. I actually agree with that. Yeah. I yeah. think that my son's introduction to jujitsu jiu would have been better if I had not been present. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and like he doesn't. So so Dax, um, he he started and he went for a little bit, and then mm -hmm. he told me he didn't want to do it anymore, mm -hmm. and it wasn't like a huge drama. He just kind of I asked him, I was like, "Are you enjoying it? Do you?" I always ask him with every activity. Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Do you? Are you enjoying this? Do you want to keep doing this?" And if he tells me no, I don't force him like yeah he's not old enough in my opinion and i'm curious what your thought is about this as well as a parent but i and and you as well con like not you tojo um <laughs> as as the resident non-parent you guys are wrong <laughs> um what do you guys why, why don't you tell us about parenting yeah. <laughs> it's easy oh my gosh oh, oh my gosh oh, yeah <laughs> and you get nothing out of you it you get nothing out of it um i so i cannot he is just not of an age because he's only four i don't think he's of an age where I can f where I think it's good to force him to do things mm. for like you made a commitment accountability like you need to learn these things he's just not quite there yet if he was I don't like six maybe six or seven I'll know when he gets there but mm -hmm. um then I'd be like okay you know what you said you're gonna do this you have to do this I'm mm -hmm. making you do this because it is good for you mm -hmm. but he's not that he's not of that age quite yet but if I I think one of the things if I had not been on the mats I think if I had not been there 
I think he would have adapted faster and mm. found the actual enjoyment in doing it with other kids mm. and with and with Coach Yaya, who he loves. Yeah, she's But great. he was always just concerned about me, like, yeah. being in the room. He always was paying attention to me mm. and wanted to know where I was. So I feel like if I hadn't been there, it would have been better for him. I think kid, I think adults not being in the room is, is actually important. So I, I agree with the um, your comment about his age. Like, I, I think a kid needs to understand the concept of time. They need to know what a year is. They need to know what six months is, right? But once they understand that, it's okay to make them fulfill a commitment. So if you say, hey, we're going to sign you up for a year, but you are going to do this for a year. The highest achievers, all of the high achievers that I know had parents that held them accountable. And it wasn't like anything like you have to do this or you're not getting out of this. No, you committed to this. You said you were going to do this. We are going to complete this. And once we complete it, then we'll talk about next steps, right? Mm -hmm. But until we complete that, don't talk to me about But quitting. as a life lesson. Yeah, as a life lesson. Yeah, yeah. don't talk not, to me not about quitting. Not living vicariously through the kid, which is, the, you know, the other side of that where they, like, you can't quit jujitsu because... I couldn't, you know, do it or something. They Correct. want to like live vicariously. Yeah, to yeah, their that's kid. different. Yeah. That's yeah. different. Yeah, there's there's some parents that are just so over the top, man. That, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it, it's unfortunate because like the kid wants to have fun, but they also want to please their parent, right? Who's watching? Yeah. And once that parent is like so over the top, they th the kid feels like, okay, number one, it's either f this, I want out, or I'm sorry, but I've got to do this to you because my dad's watching and he wants me to win. Yeah, yeah, you know, especially in something like jujitsu, that's yeah, not a good combination. It's a terrible combination. I mean, and you know, in in when you're when you're looking at sports like like football, it's so different because football is all about dominating, dominating foot on the throat, don't let up. Right, we're doing a very different art, yeah. right? Where this is an individual art where you have to show compassion because you are literally taking someone to the brink of death and then letting go when they say you know, uncle or they tap. Yeah. Right. It's a very different thing. And, and it's, it's that it's built in trust is like huge. Yeah. Huge. And, and, you know, I've had, I've had, um, some parents who didn't get it until they started training. And then they're like, they'll come, they'll pull me aside and be like, I had no idea what I was talking about. And I started training. <laughs> like, you know, I can't, and you're like, that. I know. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> but, 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 but you're, they're yelling at the kid and saying, why didn't, I can't believe you didn't just put your foot here. I can't believe you just, when you're in that moment, that you can't see that grip that's a that's keeping your foot from moving. They they don't understand. You, you know you got to have an elbow on the mat or a knee on the mat to be able to bring your hips up higher so you can step over. They don't understand those things, right? Unless you're in that moment, you don't know. Yeah, I remember uh, uh, my boss came to my first fight to win. Yeah, fight. And I said jujitsu is a little weird. Like, I, have you ever? And she, <laughs> she she just came to support me, and that was great. Yeah, and I said cool. you're you're gonna see. Uh, a couple of black belts, and they're going to have the same grips. Mm. And then all of a sudden, one guy's going to go like this. And jujitsu people are going to go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, though. Yeah. That's it, so true. It doesn't true. make sense. No. And, no. It's, and, and um, speaking as a parent, Thanks, and, um, you know, from jujitsu. Thank you. Um, I didn't, I, was, I wanted to be the quietest parent out yeah. there. Yeah. And same thing with, with soccer. My, my daughter's a goalie. I'm a goalie. I'm not going to say we're going to go train and do goalie drills that I did. Mm. If you come up to me and say, I want to do this, I'll go do it with you. Yeah. But I'm not going to make you. Yeah. And I was, I, I, when, when Finn tried jujitsu, mm. I was, I wish you would have stuck with it. Same here. Gosh. Yeah. He's cute. He was, <laughs> and he's but got something I've noticed with a lot of kids that like, that have 
been in jujitsu and quit, a lot of times they just come. You, if you bring them back into it when they're maybe a little more mature, yeah. and that's nope, and nope, that's yeah. and that's what I want yeah. with with Finn. I didn't want to make him do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I didn't want to say we're, we've signed up. We're gonna do this six months. You're coming three times a week. Yeah, I wanted it on on his own time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the same thing. Like I just I didn't want to uh, um, just. I wanted it to be his decision. Yeah. And then same thing with my daughters with soccer. I'm the quietest guy out there because I'm, I'm there to support them. Yeah. I'm not going to give them – I'm not their coach. I'm just going to – I coached Finn once, and Yaya gave me the stare of death, and I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I don't think she, she's seen me outside of a gi. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You know, I'm like, I know what I'm doing, but nope, yeah. class. But I, I, it's, it's – like you said, I, I, don't want, I don't want them to feel like they have to do it. Mm, yeah. I, especially jujitsu. Yeah. I love jujitsu. Yeah. I want one of my 17 kids to like jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. like, but I want them to like it. Yeah. Because they like it, not because dad likes it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what Agreed. do you think is the difference between, so, you know, wanting it to be on their, their decision? I think that's the most important thing because then they're going to stick with it if, if it's their decision. What do you think is the, is the difference and how do you decide between having them start something because, it like you you want to encourage them into it and saying like i really think this would be good for you and i'm going to force you to try it to see to just just you know that's like like is there do you think it's acceptable to be like you know i'm you're going to do this thing for three months because i think it would be good for you if it's not good for you then at the end of three months we'll stop or do you think that's never acceptable as a non-parent you want me to take this one i think (laughs) if i could just because I, i will lose this thought I think it's all in the way you package it. It's just like talking to any other team as a leader. It's all in the way you package it, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't force my kids to to do jujitsu. Um, my son is having an MMA fight here soon, and he is a white belt in jujitsu. And I really wish I would have put the hammer down on him and say, "You are not gonna not do this." Um, he did keep his promise to me. I told him he's not allowed to do MMA until he's twenty five. Okay, he kept that promise, right? So, I mean, but he's been training at a at a at a really good place. I'm I'm I, I love the black belt over there, and their striking coach is good. Um, I don't know anybody else on his team, but I trust that black belt. Um, he, he trains over at Power. Jair is a good guy. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm putting my trust in Jair and that team that they're going to take care of my boy until I find out otherwise. <laughs> 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 but it's really in 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 the way that you package it. And, you know, there are things that you can do to encourage a kid to stick with it. You know, hey, if you show up for the next month, you get this. Yeah, you, you, you gamify it, right? Oh, we went twice this week. Let's see if we can do three. Hey, you think we can do four? And then at the end of the fourth, you, you, you give them a surprise, right? And that way, the, the kid, you know, will understand that the more effort you put in, there's a prize at the end. And eventually that prize will be, Oh, I'm on everybody's back and I'm choking everybody out yeah. and everybody's tapping to my stuff. This is pretty cool, right? But at first, it's intimidating. You're going in there, new new place, new person telling you what to do, new uh, um um it, it sense it's sensory overload. I mean, you're you're yeah. on a different kind of uh, platform. You're wearing a different kind of suit. What the hell is this? A belt? It's overwhelming for kids and it's really easy for them to say, "I don't like this. I want to go back to my regular shit, right? My Spider-Man shirt and do my thing. Mm-hmm. But if you gamify it, right, you, you create a little bit of a, of a, of a, like a friendly competition with them. And, and, and uh, I mean, really show support. I mean, obviously, but, you know, give them a prize every once in a while for, you know, sh- for putting in that effort. I think it'll go a long way. 
something I've noticed with a lot of kids that like have transferred from like being like on that young young level mm. to like and, and whether or not they make it to like you know teen or juvenile mm. is so, like when they when they're really young they just want like fun right yeah. and and and, and yeah. the younger they are the more empty they want that fun to be yeah like just playing with blocks or whatever you know something really simple but like jujitsu's fun but it's far from empty right yeah. like you have to like teach them that like the fun part about jujitsu is when you do all of the the shitty stuff like training really hard doing all the cardio doing all the drills all the stuff that nobody really likes doing mm. but then it when it pays off like that's the fun part like yeah. it, it's the like the harder you work the more fun that that success is and i think a lot of kids get tried they get pushed into that a little too early mm. and that's when that's when it becomes a job and like you know sometimes kids are just too young to like See, like, like you were say, er, talking about earlier about like they have to understand time, mm. right? They have to understand that like, hey, I'm going to work at this for a month for this tournament or whatever, and then I'm going to succeed at this tournament. Yeah. And that's going to be the huge payoff for all of the suck that I yeah. just went through. Yeah. But like little kids, if they're not mature enough, they don't see, they just see suck. This sucks. This sucks. Yeah. This sucks. And they're living like 24 hours at a time, right? They don't yeah. look at, like, no, it, tomorrow, yeah, if that. Yeah. the next week, or anything. Yeah, the, yeah. the next half hour, yeah. right? But did you read um, Hicks and Gracie's book, Breathe, or mm -hmm. audiobook it? Um, there's, no I, there's no pictures in it. No, no there's, yeah. a, there's a few. There's a few yeah. pictures in it. Is it on uh, YouTube? <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> probably. You get the free version off YouTube. I got but a lot of Audible credits. I'll give you one if you want. There you go. <laughs> there's so way easier for ways. Some reason. But um, great book. Um, highly recommend it. But he talks about his first tournament, and this is the greatest jujitsu practitioner on earth. I mean, he is I'm he's right the here, guys. best. I'm right I mean, here. aside from Tojo, right? Or from Brazil, the best. From oh, Brazil. okay, okay. <laughs> but um, he said that when his dad, um, when he <laughs> <was> <laughs> we're gonna get to that halfway. That. We're getting that. to that halfway mark. We're I was like Vic, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Do the Vic lose the cap? Yeah. Um, but his dad told him, like in his very first tournament, he's like, "If you win, I'll give you one toy. If you lose, I'll give you two toys." You know what I mean? So it is positive, re positive reinforcing. Yeah, yeah. It's just go in there and try, mm -hmm. go in there and try. Yeah. Well, that's what I want for, for Dax is like, what I don't want it, it is for him to not do something like jujitsu because he would rather sit at home and watch iPad all day. Yeah. Right. I don't yeah. want that, yeah. but I don't want to be the parent who's like, you're going to do this because my dad made me do this and look <laughs> how I turned out. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're going to love it. Yeah. yeah. And that's, no. and that's what I want for my kids too. It's just, I, I will sign them up for everything we've yeah. done lacrosse we've done jujitsu we've done gymnastics we've done soccer and i'm not going to force them to do it because i want them to do it i yeah. want them but I, I i don't want them sitting around agreed i want them to do something and i want them to do something with a passion yes yeah and it doesn't matter what it is exactly right yeah so i i totally agree with that i mean i like that you picked all sports that have no future <laughs> for you <laughs> well i mean when you're when you grow up five foot three uh, you know and well gymnastics all yeah. gymnasts are tiny oh, although yeah. no because I, I i talked to you yeah but they're not fat <laughs> that's true <laughs> i talked to you because finn said climbing i'm like well i talked to tojo i talked to you a little bit about that i'm like well, how do i get him into climbing i just i just want him to be passionate about something yeah uh, my oldest is an unbelievable singer i don't yeah. know where she got it from you oh 
Hang on. <laughs> no. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> um, that's worse. You know, that's worse than stats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, God damn it. And we've come full circle. <laughs> yeah. We haven't yet, because we haven't even gotten to the whole point of this conversation. About what the is kids. the point of this conversation? We were talking about how, uh, like, people oh, people walk in and they're like, "Oh, I want a belt. I want a belt. I want a belt." Uh, oh, oh it was true. a fourth that's belt. Where by we way. Were. Purple yeah. was a fourth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In three close. months. Yeah. yeah. But three months. Yeah. But my daughter's got purple belts in nice. in four months, I guess. Yeah. But I thought we were shitting on other. Uh, oh, we're not. I'm shitting trying to get us back to that. I don't know, man. Okay. We've gone I'm so trying to get us back track. to that. You know what? I missed out. I started jujitsu 2005, 2006. Wow. I just missed the dojo storming. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, that was what like ninety seven, ninety eight, something like that. Two thousand, two thousand. You mean yeah. like the real dojo storming? Yeah, yeah the real like, shit. Yeah. So, so for those who might not know what the dojo storming is, because we're millennials, and it started. Don't, last don't year. love me in with no, you. Yeah, that's true. You don't count. Well, you guys are the what is it? Okay, so um, the boomers. So you guys just chime in whenever. But it started out when jujitsu first came to the U.S. It was like, okay, we want to prove that this system is better than others, right? So uh, students would go out to like. Kung Fu Studios and Taekwondo Studios and all that stuff and be like, hey, I want your biggest, baddest, toughest guy to come fight my guy who only weighs 150 pounds and he's you know, soaking wet, blah, blah, blah. And they would go to the jiu-jitsu school and get slaughtered by okay. some I've kid, seen this right? on, on Instagram. So yes. that, yeah. that is a challenge. It's not a, it's not a, that's not a storm. But, you know, you fast forward a little that's bit. <clears throat> jiu-jitsu, he doesn't <laughs> care. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he doesn't care. So jiu-jitsu, uh, it as, it started, as it started growing and people were like, oh shit, UFC won. It happened in what, 93? November oh. or something? November 12th, something like that? Anyway, uh, that happened and then jiu-jitsu starts, starts getting popular. Um, there were all kinds of people coming from other places to teach jiu-jitsu and their belts were magically turning black from purple to black coming out here opening schools and all that stuff so mm. they weren't looked at they weren't looked at like real jiu-jitsu schools so people in real jiu-jitsu schools right would go to those schools and just yeah. wipe the floor with all oh, of those students hype. okay yeah so it was, it, well, that was yeah, a there's two sides there. it's either yeah. like yeah it's the fake black belt yeah or the or it would be style versus style yeah like oh here's a hapkido school all right let's Here's give, give me your three best fighters. Here's our three best that there ever was. Yeah, and then and then um, I you know no one ever talks about. There had to be like one jujitsu guy that lost. There had to be like a me that walked <laughs> yeah. in and got yeah. clocked in the fucking jaw and fell down. It was me. I did one. <laughs> I, I did one dojo storm and and then it turns out white belt me wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> History is written by the victors. No, but that's uh, right. Because uh, a lot of the mid a lot well a lot of schools not just Midwest is Pedro Sauer, but he had one of the famous ones. He took on like a 250 pound bodybuilder. Oh, that's right. In yeah, like yeah. An MMA fight. Yeah. And worked him. Yeah. yeah. It was, and Pedro Fasauer is one of the nicest guys you'll yeah. ever meet. And, and I, I, just, I just saw a look of anger. Like he yeah. just, he was, he was representing the Gracies. I mean, yeah. he was, that means yeah. a lot. Yeah. 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 That's what a lot of pressure. You, what do you guys think about a competition format that's school versus school and you take your best in each belt and have them compete head to head? And the school that wins the most rounds is the is the victor. Isn't that what a tournament is? Well, no, you're talking more like a dual meet, right? Yeah, like, like straight up, like meet. like Aries, Aries East Mesa versus Aries Goodyear. In Wisconsin, oh, we had uh, cage grappling of, and it was it was more dual meet. It's not belt, it's just weight class. Mm. Yeah, and 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 they did that. May, may I may I just say something real quick? No, that was uh, not a challenge for Aries Goodyear. 
Just so we know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're fucking clear. You know, like a, <laughs> a soft school, like uh, <laughs> Aries Goodyear. Aries, Arizona. You know, yeah. just, some, just, just some Kevin but Carrasco saying, guy. You know, on June Whatever. 3rd, we've yeah. rented the Academy and we can stream it. So if Aries Goodyear will show up. Yeah, I think uh, there's I, there's I, no ultra there that could take. I me. think uh, <laughs> honestly, I think we would have to go to them. They were they, <laughs> we would go to them. Trust yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just that's just the way it would work. Better mat space. No, we just we would go to them. <laughs> they wouldn't come to us. Uh, yeah, that's not a, that's not a challenge, Kevin. I love you. <laughs> but uh, I but mean, that, back to the whole point. Like, uh, I, I think a lot of people. Th- like are so used to instant gratification for whatever it is, even mm. like like at your work, they want to have you know employee of the month or whatever that yeah. you know so, something that's like really quick. Yeah, and then you join a sport like jujitsu where you don't get your blue belt for like two years. Yeah, eighteen months is the minimum, right? Yeah, and but mo- like I think probably the ma- average is probably two years if two years. you even make it. Yeah, yeah, if you make it. Yeah, right. The reason I clipped that so like the reason I clipped that that blue belt thing was that was stir the pot the um. Yeah. That was like the Friday after promotions. I'm going to tell what is in hindsight a very embarrassing story. But um, <laughs> I showed up to that promotion, right? And I had been going like real consistent. I've been mm. training for a year and a half, almo- almost a year and a half mark. And for like the six months, about like three to six months prior to that, I was pretty consistent. I mean, I yeah. was going to the 6 a.m. three days a week. I was really on it. And I was like, and I thought to myself, I think I could get my blue belt. Mm. I just thought to myself, like, I've, I've been consistent. I've done, I've, I've showed up. Like, I think I could get my blue belt. And I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get my blue belt. Like, I, w- I didn't anticipate it, but I was like, I think I could, mm. right? And during promotions, I sat there and I got my second stripe, and I was, like, super grateful for that. I wasn't disappointed I didn't get my blue belt. But then Tom said he brought up that stat, mm. right? And, and then I looked in the room, and there were, like, you know, eight blue belts, mm-hmm. ten blue belts, a mm-hmm. couple of purple belts. Yep. Two brown belts. Yep. Everyone else was a white belt. Yep. And I was up at the higher end of the white belts with my second trip, yeah. you know? And I yeah. was like, I was like, wow, I had no, I was wrong. I was really wrong. Mm. I had no concept of how much effort I actually have to put in just to get my blue belt. Yeah. And so when that, when you brought that up, I was like, yeah, I'm going to put this out there because I think, I think that's one of the things that really, that really does set jujitsu apart is, is, I mean, it is fucking hard to get a blue belt it is but to me i want to be number 25 out of 1400 yeah that's cool yeah right because i know when i get my blue belt that's gonna really mean something and and you know um i'm I'm glad you brought that up because when i got my black belt um there was a group that got their black belt before i did and i was like well that's interesting that's cool you know I'm, i'm really proud of them i'm really happy for them but you know, there was something that that happened in that moment. I'm like, okay, I see what they did to get their black belt, and I'm just gonna do that. Okay, I'm just gonna do that. I I just modeled somebody else's behavior, and I just did that. And then, man, six months later, Navan Navan is talking to me about a promotion, mm-hmm. and I'm like, holy shit, it worked. <laughs> and no, but but it did. But but then I I, I wasn't in a group. I was alone. Mm-hmm. And that was a very special moment because it wasn't like five of us got our black belts. I got mine by myself. And had I been with that other group, I would have been so honored. I would have been not ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would have been so honored. But Yeah, mine was sullied. I, I had Ruben and, and Tom. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, um, no, but the thing is, like, if you think you got passed over, just wait. 
because when your moment comes, it's going to be so fucking special. It's going to be the right moment. It, it, I can't I can't describe it. Like I can tell you people I got my blue belt with. I can tell you people I got my purple belt with. I can tell you the people I got my brown belt with. And those are just people I admired. Yeah. I just fucking admired them. And and I was like, yeah, uh, okay. So I I held myself to a really uh, uh, a high standard because they did. You know what I mean? I just modeled other people's behavior. They just show up, dude. They don't fucking complain. Yep. They don't talk about a stripe. They don't talk about a belt. They just show up and grind. And yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, that's that's all I'm gonna do. And it just works. It just fucking works. Man. Yeah, I mean, I, how I many times? How many times have you had? Either like either one of your students or another student, maybe like a like at one of our sister schools or something like that, come up to you and been like, "Man, I should have got my blue belt or I should have got my purple belt or whatever." How many times have they been right? Zero. Right. Zero. Yeah, yeah. they weren't ready. Yeah. yeah, and 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 like you know, it's always like uh, as parents for you guys, like this might be like very similar to that, where like you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, where you're trying to teach your kids how to be you know good human beings. Like when you're a black belt, you're like, God, I wish I was a blue belt longer. <laughs> yeah. God, I wish yes. I would have been yeah. a purple belt longer. Yes, yeah. I miss that stupid gray white belt. Yeah, <laughs> I miss it. I miss my white belt. It's dude. like you, uh, so many people like end up like in this like getting up to the next goal, which is like, to them is that getting to my blue belt, getting to my purple belt, getting to my brown belt, then finally getting my black belt. It's like that's not the point. Yeah, if that's what you're g- here for, you're you're missing the point. You're missing the point. I, I you yeah. know you know who who really embodied Clip that. that. <laughs> the guy that really embodied that was um his name's gonna come to me at two in the morning but he used to tell me like um he never gave a shit about a promotion and i believe him i believe yeah. him because he was just sit there like half the time he didn't show up to promotions i mean gary hatch was the same way gary mm-hmm. hatch never showed up to promote he never got did he show up for his black belt yeah he had, he had his whole family there remember oh that's right that was like, the only time his whole family just but, showed up but he didn't like, he didn't show up for his brown belt Probably not. I think mean, purple belt. He didn't. Even, he wasn't even wearing a belt when he got his purple belt. <laughs> Gary doesn't give a shit about a belt, and those are the guys you need to emulate. Those guys that just want to be better at jujitsu. They want to beat you at blue belt if you're a black belt. Yeah, it's like yeah. quit. Quit trying to be the best white belt or the best blue belt or the best purple belt. Just try to be the best. Best. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think we we talked about this too. Like where um, if you're going, if you're a white belt, and you're like, I'm the I'm the best white belt here. Yeah. I am tapping <laughs> blue belt. I'm tapping <laughs> purple belt. You're doing the same two moves. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You're not a blue belt. Yeah. You're a really good white belt. Congratulations. You know, uh, Greg <laughs> Greg McClarty is uh, is a brown belt uh, over at uh, One Love. He's under Gustavo Dantes, but he trains over, and he teaches over at One Love, uh, BJJ in Phoenix. And the head guy there is a guy named Issa. And I- I'm trying to get Issa on the show, but he's so shy. <laughs> and I'm just going to call him out every show until he, until he shows up. But he was saying that Issa will tell his guys, I don't care that you win. I care how you win. And that's powerful when you're talking about jujitsu guys, right? Because if you're throwing a triangle one move and then you're throwing, you know, an arm bar the next move and then you're doing, you know, a back take with a rear naked choke the next move and then you're doing a bow and arrow and then you're doing a heel hook and then you're all kinds of shit that you're pulling out. How are you? Uh, what tournament are they doing a bow and arrow then a heel hook? No, I'm just saying, like it, just in, saying, in training, in training. If you have, this. This if you have a full set. arsenal, God, I wish he wasn't drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have a full arsenal of stuff, that's what I care about. That I care. I care. <laughs> I would stir it. I care stir how that you pot. win, right? I care how you win, yeah, not that yeah. you win. I thought I thought that was pretty powerful. I think yeah. on uh, without saying names, on Wednesday, you and I were looking at the same one of my students. Yeah, just like, whoa, wow, yeah, what is going on? Yeah, here? yep, and good and wow, yes, really good wow. Like, was it me? 
Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't show up to my class enough. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But, he said one of the good students. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But that's, right. that's, right. that's the thing. There, there, is, there is, you know, people in my class that will, will go over the moves. They'll, they'll, they'll go over the motions. Yeah. Come to roll. They do the same couple things. Yep. This person that we were watching did four or five four, different, like, yeah. it's just like. Throwing four or five different subs. And just and, and and just and and minuscule techniques. Yeah. That was this was in the eleven o'clock or eleven thirty, yeah. whatever you guys are. Yeah. yeah. Eleven thirty. If you want to learn the minuscule techniques. Not quite not quite throwing them at a blue belt level, but throwing them. Yeah. I admire that very mm. much. I mean, yeah. And, and all names aside, you know. Yeah, and it was just and, and I think I was I was watching them and I, I looked up at Alex and Alex was like watching from his computer. And yeah, and I, I think <laughs> like this is this is this is what promotion. Yeah, I just see like. Alex yes. completely missing it, and he looking over at him. He's like <laughs> smiling. <laughs> he noticed. Yeah. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. But but you know, since we're here, um, yeah. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I I got to leave you out of this one. Uh, sure. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> but um, let's let's talk about what you look for in a blue belt. Because whenever I talk to my coaches, you know this. Oh, good. I, I don't ask have you, to ask this question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always I always tell you guys, you know, find me a blue belt and then find me a fast track. Mm-hmm. Right? Those are the two those are the two standing orders when we're talking about promotions. Yep. I want to know who's a fast track, and there may not be one. Yeah. Right? There, or there, there there very well could be. But I want to know who's ready and who's a fast track. Go. I think it, I think at for anybody to be a blue belt, I think you need to have an answer even if it's a bad answer at every position. Okay. Mm, yep. Like, because uh, there's too many times where you, like, you'll have someone like really fucking good, knows how to pass guard, knows how to, you know, maybe knows how to, like they can armbar everyone from closed guard or whatever, like, and, but then they get mounted and they're stuck. Yep. Is that, yep. You don't know how to get out of mount? Yep. You're not ready. Not ready. 100%. Like, you need to, ha- like, like I said, you're, of course you're not going to be able to escape mount and, like a and, black belt. And, and, but and I don't mean like throw your arm up so they try to armbar you and then you escape. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, fuck uh, that. that. Was, uh, <laughs> I'm going to hitchhiker. Armbar me, I'm going to hitchhiker it. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday, 1130, we're doing the thicker <laughs> arm up defense. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it, like, you know what I mean, though? Like, I, like, Absolutely. Like, at least know how to, like, you know, the, the trap and roll, mm-hmm. you know, know how to get that the hips lo- low enough, you yep. know, scoot the leg, get yep. the half guard or whatever. Like, have an answer in every position. Like, a couple of answers. Yeah. You know? I, I, I look at that. That's one of the obvious ones, right? If you, you Whoa, if someone, if, bro. I thought it was deep. Nah. No, but uh, no, I, I, I love that because I look for, you know, mount escapes, side control, you know, back escapes, stuff like that. Um, but I also. And I think those are more important. Uh, absolutely. It, it, are more I important. think uh, yeah. an athlete who knows how to escape bad positions but can't submit is much better than a guy who can submit everybody but can't escape, can't escape a bad yeah, position. Because all you got to do is mount you and you're not doing anything. Yeah. You know, all your cool shit means nothing. Right. Um, the second thing I will tell you is. You've got to remember that we're not training to beat each other. Yeah. We're training for that guy outside of the four, outside of those four walls that doesn't know what we do and we can just work them. So if somebody walks in, in Tojo's case, someone, you know, five foot one, you know, like 200 pounds and, you know, just (laughs) fresh off the street. Tojo should just work them. God, he just can't tell if he wants me to be like really small or really big. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're short and fat. So, I mean, the 200 was not, not cool. That was, that was mean. But if somebody walks in, you know, for off the street, your size, your weight, you should just be able to handle them. Period. Period. There is no question, right? And if you have a hard time with somebody, you're probably not ready, 
right? That's just that's just the way I see it. it. They should be subbed. They should be submitted. They should have their back taken. They should be mounted. Um, other than that, you're you're just not ready. I mean, I'm. Uh, I don't really. The only reason I don't agree with that is because I I do agree with because he got his butt kicked by the guy. He did <laughs> probably. Like, yeah, somebody I've just walked never, in. I've ass. never gotten beat up ever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, the, uh, the like I, I don't think comparing people is ever a good metric. No, but 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 when you compare someone who's been training for at least a year to someone who's been training zero days, sure, it should be an easy it should be an easy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. I and mean, some ASU wrestler. No, I'm not that. talking about that. I'm I'm not, not, no, I'm not talking about that. Yeah, well, that's totally always, different. That's because that kid's been training since he was five. Yeah, right. So I I keep that in my mind all the time because you mentioned that a long time ago about um about what you look for in a blue belt, mm-hmm. right? So I always keep that in my mind. I'm like, if some guy walked in off the street, could I handle him? Mm-hmm. Right when I think when I think about that. But does that or when you say that, are you really just talking about Joe, like Joe fucking schmo, like just Joe never schmo. never been in a fight in his yeah. life, just you know pudgy walking mm-hmm. off off the street? Mm-hmm. Or are you does that also include the guy who's got a little bit of wrestling in high school? It's totally or, different. Okay, that's totally That's totally different because you you can that wrestler could stop training today, and I would probably not match his mat time by the time I die. That's all they fucking do is yeah. train. Since they were five years old, that's all they do. And when wrestlers come in, when somebody says, oh, I got two years of wrestling, he's got a 1,000 hours of mat time. Yeah. yeah, I'm exaggerating slightly for effect, but he's got a lot of fucking mat time, right? And especially if they said, I wrestled in college. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like, yeah, that's all Do you doing. know? Okay, so I don't know this this number, but I it can't be big. How many people make a, a college roster, a wrestling co- college roster? Like, oh, like, like fighters, like actual guys that get like matches. Eight, ten, how many? Uh, Can't be that many. I want to say there's eleven. I think there's eleven. Eleven on a roster? Yeah. No, no, no. Well, no, on the no, on a, for the weight class, the people who actually get matches, eleven guys. So the roster's got to be yeah. what twenty two? Yeah. Ma- no. Less than thirty? Oh, it's definitely eleven. Yeah, it's probably think about, about twenty. That. Think about 25. that. I mean, there's a lot of colleges out there. I get it, but thirty people on a fucking roster. I mean, the only yeah. thing that that I can think of that, that has fewer people is a basketball roster. They have like fourteen. That's hard to do, man. So if somebody says I wrestle in college, they are really good. I don't care if it's a D three, yeah. they are yeah. really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in, to be fair, like in basketball, like yes, there's less total players, but they're all playing for the same thing. Like it's all like, oh, you're on the team. But like in no, re- hold on, no, in wrestling, it's one or two people. Because you're talking about at featherweight, yeah, at, at yeah. whatever weight, yeah. Because it's like you're not competing with you know the guy at the very bottom weight class, right? It's a it's a completely different. There's only one or two people that right. can can. You're talking about weight class, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I think so it's, I think it's even more prestigious than yeah. than you're even making it out to. And be. yeah, and the, yeah, I said I'd, I I I try to walk on division two college wrestling. How'd that work out? It was so humbling it was and and this is something that i had, had had done for 14 years yeah and and like you said mat time yeah you think in high school college even kids i remember i was practicing five times a week yeah yeah every day, day after school right yeah. every yeah. day after school yeah. yeah and then it was like you know when you get to the high school level back when i mean you went to high school before they actually kept an eye on the coaches and made sure they didn't kill you Right, so you're yeah. probably training a couple hours a day, plus weightlifting in the morning. Two, two and a half, two yeah. and a half hour practices. Yeah, that's brutal, dude. Oh, that's sounds scary. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah, it's brutal, but you get good. And 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 what I love about wrestling, I, I never got the opportunity to, to wrestle. I, we didn't have a wrestling team in my high school, 
but what I love about wrestling, everything that I've that I've that I've learned about wrestling is there is a price for admission. I can I can take anybody out the street, teach them jujitsu. Anybody can come in and learn jujitsu. You can't just walk into a freaking college or a high school wrestling team out of shape and expect to learn technique. They're just yeah. it's just not going to happen. You won't get through the conditioning. And I think it's uh, and I think it's my high school too. <laughs> but I, we were in the basement. It was a, it, yeah. was a, it was it was a, it was a you know single level high school. They had us in the ba- basement, and 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 that's the way we liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you know we're we're by ourselves. It was it was a team effort, but it was an individual. How often did you get ringworm? Oh, at least twice a month. All the time. Wow. You're disgusting. Oh, like this? <laughs> Don't even <laughs> say that. Oh, no, Cochino. No, no I, um, it, it 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 wrestling. I, I started when I was probably five years old, and and it was. It's you. You have your team, and you're you're hanging out with your team, and you're training with your team. But then you're just out, th- and it's, and it's just like jujitsu. Yeah, you're out there by yourself. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just you just think it. That's a great point. It's just it's the mat time. Yeah, it, and there's a price to pay for admission. You have to show up yeah. in shape. Yeah, and and I know guys um, that you know that talk about you know when they when they did like um, other sports like track or whatever they were just doing that shit to get ready for the wrestling season. Which is like beginning of the year, I imagine, right? Can't imagine it's oh, it's football then wrestling. I think. Yeah, yeah. So they did football to get ready for wrestling. They did and everything to get ready for every, wrestling. Every sport wanted wrestlers on their team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I because I, I the, re, the I think the biggest thing that sets a lot of wrestlers up from a lot of guys who from like a, a guy who has wrestling background and then a regular guy who walks in off the street is their willingness to fucking grind. Mm, yeah, right. But yeah. I mean, that's because like. Like, I remember in high school, like, I remember those guys that they were the ones, like, wearing a plastic bag all day, and they're like, hey, I have to go run around the school so I can make yeah. weight or whatever. Yeah. Like, they were doing whatever Spit they the can, yeah. but you wouldn't, you wouldn't see a football player doing that or no, a basketball player to. doing like yeah. that. And, and the thing is, it's like, the nice part about being in a high school is if a kid is not willing to do that to, like, get where he needs to be, like, for, uh, for the, you know, the, the meet coming up this weekend or whatever it is, quit. Yeah, find another kid. There's there's another, you know, there's t- 10,000 students here. Let's we can find 11 or 22 or whatever yeah. the, you know, how many weight classes there are or whatever. We can find yeah. p- kids to fill this role. There's, yeah. you know, there we have, you know, a batch of kids to pick from. Yeah. And if you're not willing to do it, we'll find someone who is. You know what's really interesting about wrestling is that no one it doesn't feel like to like to me just like when I think about back in high school and stuff I don't remember ever hearing about the wrestling team. Mm. Like I never, I don't remember ever hearing anything about wrestling up until I started jujitsu. And then when I talk to people who do jujitsu, I hear about wrestling and how fucking hard it is and how much work <laughs> it takes. And I'm like, no one talks about it. Yeah. Everyone talks about the yeah. football team. They talk about the basketball team, but no one talks about people didn't join team. wrestling for the accolades. Right. Mm. It's a very, it's a very like, very much like, um, or for the recognition. Like, yeah. I mean, there are accolades Quiet. and they, and they are. Because if you, yeah, if you think about it, like all the sports, like yeah. you think uh, in the fall you got football, winter you got basketball or hockey, in the in the spring we don't have you hockey got here. So. We do have hockey it's here. The desert. Yeah. They don't we have good it. hockey. Mullet Arena. Austin Arena. Matthews. And, but in the spring you got and you got you got baseball. Yeah. All those sports have professional. Professional venues, avenues. Yeah. 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 Or like professional leagues that you can move towards. Yeah. 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 With the exception of. Wrestling. wrestling, wrestling, yeah, yeah. 
That's I, true. It ends at college. I mean, we had Aaron Aaron Simpson. Simpson. Yep. It ended at college. Well, he you know he, he, he tried coach, right? he tried for the Olympic team uh, that didn't pan out, and then the UFC came calling, or the was it WEC first, and then UFC, and he went all in. But he was in his thirties, dude, yeah. when he started MMA. But he had a good record. But fuck, dude, that's that's a little that's long know, in the tooth. He, he, he hurt my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me about this. Well, Aaron and Aaron and Red fought. In the oh, UFC. that's right. Yeah. In the UFC, yeah. yeah. Aaron ran. I don't want to say ran through him, but it was no. it was rough. But the funny thing is, Red will use. He hurt my friend. <laughs> Red will use. I kicked sand at him. <laughs> Red uses that picture of him after the fight, where his face is just swollen up. Yeah, he'll use it as uh, he'll give that as Valentine's Day card for oh, his I love kids it. for his kids class. That's so great. I or love like, that. You know, like the, the that's Simpson, just traumatic the, the, for kids. The, the the Simpson episode where it's I choo choo choose you. Red will <laughs> oh, put yeah. his face on the on the train <laughs> and say I choo choo choose you. <laughs> but no, I I say you know there's no there is professional wrestling. Yeah, and, and we have one of the best at uh, Aries East Mesa. We do. With, yeah. with John Williams, the yeah. Hawaiian Lion. Yep. Um, but you know, there's you can't say I'm I'm going to to wrestling to make money. Right. You can say I'm gonna I'm gonna be the best basketball player. I'm gonna make millions. Yeah. I'm gonna be the best football player. I'm gonna make millions. Baseball. Yeah. I'm gonna be a baseball player. Make millions. You're like, I'm doing wrestling. I'm. A, I might get a piece I, of metal. I'm gonna play soccer and complain about how much how little money I make. <laughs> Fake injuries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could go Premier League and they make good money. But yeah, I always say I always, as much as I love a wrestling class, I want to come. To one of Chris's classes, dressed like a professional wrestler, <laughs> and then just and just Dude. walk away like, oh, amateur stuff, <laughs> <laughs> like Ultimate Warrior like, type oh, thing. <laughs> I want to wear like a luchador mask. <laughs> what takedowns? Oh you mean body God. slams? Yeah, Chris was an ASE wrestler. Mm -hmm. He and his brother. Yeah, he's very accomplished. I want to say I want to thank Chris. He helped me a lot for my fight to win fight. Like he, and th that's why I was hoping. Way for to go, bit. Chris. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Thanks. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, but we were So we, we blame Chris for the loss. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were ready for a big wrestling match and and Chris helped me for that. And then yeah. again, it, I he said who's 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 the name of your opponent? I'm going to check him out. And I showed it, I showed you that text. Yeah. It yeah. was it was yeah. so long. Yeah. He, and he and and that's I th that's just the mentality. That's yeah. that's like and he's 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 a good coach. Chris is a good coach, man. And and like if you come to him for help, he goes all in. He is all in, and all of his students. He's such a great guy, mm -hmm. and you know we we uh, the the only complaint I have about the wrestling program is that I don't have a kids wrestling program, and Chris is like, you tell me when and where, and he he would do it. He would uh, do it. I just don't know where to put it in the schedule. Uh, my complaint about Chris is I still don't have a hat or badge. Oh from, yeah, yeah, from the fire department. Yeah, from the we CPR. We did the CPR training. Yeah, this and is I was I was promised the hat and badge. You know what? I, I don't have one. I will not rest until you get <laughs> yeah, that. Thank you. You're you welcome. know, I'm a, I'm about to uh, go on a trip to North Carolina. I I want my wings. Ooh, remember from when, Southwest. Remember when you were a kid? They used to give you your wings. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. Fuckers. Yeah, and, and now and now you walk up to the cockpit. They say, "Sir, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I, I'm just here for my wings." <laughs> yeah. I think the pilot's armed, so you're ready to fuck around. Uh, yeah, what happened uh, to Tojo? Yeah, he got shot on a Southwest flight, and then, or, or no, Frontier would check out. Get shot on a Frontier flight yeah, that checks yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah firing a, a 
a firearm in a in a in a compressed box sounds like a smart idea. Well, I think you you could probably get away with that frontier. Uh, do they have seatbelts on frontier? Why the fuck would I know? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Do you play? They got they got warm warm. Cookies, Everybody right? just holds hands. Yeah, when they take just, off, it's a lot of prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the gray that was a frontier flight. If you ever saw that movie, oh yeah, yeah. with the yeah. wolves, and yeah, it yeah. ends on that That's like cliffhanger. You're like, yeah. did he die? That's I don't know. not a cliffhanger. He died. Nah, <laughs> he died. <laughs> no, he might have. He might have fucking used the force. Maybe. That's Qui Gon. Maybe. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! When you <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> when you have kids come in who want to, who they're they're starting jujitsu, but they'll tell you, I really want to do Muay Thai as well because I want to be an MMA fighter. Mm. And these are like fifteen year old kids. Mm. My first inclination as as a parent is like, just do jujitsu. You know, it's like, and and not that I think Muay Thai is bad, but I'm like, no, you should just punch them in the face as hard as you can. Um, yeah. I like, think did you like that? Like, <laughs> was that fun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just stick to jujitsu. <laughs> I think I think people should be very careful um, how they introduce the striking arts to their kids. I think Taekwondo yeah. is one that's a pretty pretty. Uh, I don't want to say easy, but they they don't do a lot of striking to the head, mm-hmm. which I I'm all about. Uh, you can learn how to strike without striking to the head, um, but there is a way to do Muay Thai with uh, to, to, and be safe. But you've got to find the right place. Um, there's actually a guy, gosh, I can't, why can't I think of his name right now? Um, he's part of the Academy Kings that, that we do. He is a, you know, he, he, he's like the head, um, coach for coaches across the U S and, um, he teaches coaches how to teach Muay Thai. And I think a lot of it is avoid brain damage. That's the obvious thing, right? right? But how do you avoid brain damage and still spar? Well, I don't know. I don't know that answer, but there is a way to do it and do it safely. So there's no like tap out equivalent. No, like yeah. I would never say that. Okay, we're gonna start a, a Muay Thai program and I'm gonna teach it because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know how to keep people safe and do it. You know, I can throw some kicks, throw some punches, watch some videos, and maybe teach you some shit. But it's gonna be very limited. Um, it's it, I would I would ask the parents to do a ton of research and and be very careful how they choose their instructors it's like finding a boxing coach if you find a legit boxing coach your kid can box for a long time and they'll they'll get a lot out of it and it'll be a really positive experience but if they get somebody like me who just like decided oh, i'm gonna open a boxing gym today their kid's gonna get hurt right yeah. and that's permanent shit that that's was brain damage shit i had a conversation with a kid on the mat once at an open mat and he we were talking and he was telling me like he's like you know i He's like, man, I love this so much. It's so it's so cool. It's so exciting. But I can't I can't afford to do both this and Muay Thai. And I and he's like, and I want to be an MMA fighter, so I don't want to give up Muay Thai. Mm. And I told him I was like, I was like, listen, man, just focus on jujitsu because mm. when it comes to Muay Thai and it comes to striking, like that's brain damage. Yeah, like you're like in jujitsu, you can go a hundred, a hundred and ten percent. You can give everything, everything you have. That would be a hundred and. <laughs> And you walk away. Um, and, like, you can walk away with... I thought the stats guy would know how yeah. percentages work, but apparently not. All I know is viewership. <laughs> That's the only thing I know. I give, like, 30. Like, today I'm going to give it my sum. Yeah, like, I like you can give absolutely everything, and then you can walk away and, like, still go to school the next day. Yes. I was like, yeah. if you give everything in Muay Thai, man, you might get hurt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're young. Mm-hmm. Like, just, if you, if you focus on jiu-jitsu now, and then maybe start Muay Thai later you'll be in a much better position. Like, that's kind of what I tried to tell. And again, I'm just, I don't really, I don't really know what I'm talking about. No, but, I, I don't either. But at the same uh, yeah. time, it's just like, it's like, to me, 
the thing when I hear kids there and there's a lot of kids out there, man, I think who are like they, they look at MMA and they're like, that was fucking rad. I want to be an MMA fighter. But they're not thinking about what that's going to do to their brain 20 yeah. years from now. Yeah. To be fair, that's why the that's probably the mentality for all of like the best of the best Muay Thai fighters, MMA fighters. Like if they're the ones that are thinking about if you're thinking about brain damage, you're not going to be the best. Right. Yeah. But at 15, though. It, that's the re, that's the reality of it though. I mean, that's same with football, right? Football is all. That's the. I mean, f- fighting's obvious, right? Because you're getting hit in the head. But like, we're all like. I mean, that's been like nothing but what's on the news, right? Is like all the CT that like you know they're de- dealing with with football players. It's like, and we push that on kids at young ages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. really right? young, right? I mean, every and time I wouldn't let my kid play you. football. Like, right. I wouldn't let Dax play football. No way. Right, but I mean, it's. That's why it always ends up being like these kids who came from like really shitty backgrounds where like I'm grasping at this last straw to pull yeah. myself up out of this like yeah. re- like poverty basically, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And those are the kids that end up being the best is the ones that like throw their whole life into it and you know, some pay the price and some don't. Yeah. I well I would say most probably pay the price and some don't. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the reality of it if you want to be the best at something like that. Yeah, and if you <laughs> If you grew up in, I, this is going to sound awful, but if you grew up in a two-parent household with everything handed to you, chances are you're going to get the shit beat out of you because there's a kid out there who doesn't have anything that you have, and all they're thinking about is like, my mom's working three jobs, and mm-hmm. this is my way to get her to not work three jobs. You're going to get your fucking ass kicked. Clip I'm that. Sorry. I can't yeah. wait for someone to bitch about that. Well, <laughs> I, I, so I, agree I had that. great parents, and I'm doing really good. No, no, no. I'm not saying you can't. I'm not saying you can't. It's just very unlikely. Yeah, it's you, very unlikely that that guy has got more to fight for than you do. He's hungrier yes. than you yeah. are. Yeah. Hungrier. If yeah. you don't, if you don't know true poverty, poverty, I don't think like there. Th- when someone has really like lived a life of poverty, mm. they they just have a different drive. One hundred percent. They just man. because yeah. they've you know it's like they've just they've been there. They know and what they, the bottom looks like. They know yeah. what the bottom looks like, and they yeah. don't. They're like, I will give. I will give my life. Mm. To get out of that. Yeah. And like, uh, or to not go back. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, there's, you know, obvious examples are a lot of the football players, you know, out there that, you know, they, they give their Hall of Fame speech. And the Hall of Fame speech sounds pretty freaking common, right? Mm-hmm. They had a mom that worked two jobs. They barely saw her. And, you know, I um, uh, can't remember who it was, one of the, one of the, not, not very recent, maybe in the last five, five years. But he was saying, like, you know, all he wanted to do was make sure that no man, put their hands on his mom ever again because he went to do like stepdads and boyfriends and all that shit. Mm. And he said, you know, he just took, he was one of the younger, one of the younger siblings, but he took that responsibility that he was going to get the one, he was going to be the one to get them out of that situation. And he did. And God help you if you got in his way, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> if you're, you know, if you're some freaking quarterback who had everything, you know, I don't want to say handed to him, but he had a pretty, pretty damn good life. This guy's probably thrown to him. You. Yeah. This probably this kid this guy's gonna kill you, you know, to to get what he he has to to do what he has to do. So yeah, I mean, it's it's a very different. How do we get on the subject? This MMA. is getting morbid. This is getting horrible. I was gonna talk about MMA too because I I came from MMA schools. Okay, and that's that's uh, I started training at Henry's mm, training uh, kids. That's what we did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's no loops here, man. Yeah. It's just spirals. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. And 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 training at Reds too. I would I uh, Henry's. Had a had a rule, uh, you had to be a blue belt to train with the MMA team. Okay, mm. that's a great rule, and it, it was or a really good looking white belt. 
Yeah. I, <laughs> but honestly, like, like to our point earlier about like what good it looking? takes. To, yes, you have to be good looking. <laughs> yeah. It helps. It helps. Because I want to ugly you up. Because if you're gonna lose, you better lose looking good. That's right. That's right. right yeah. Um, no, but like, uh, like being able to defend yourself in every position is mm. kind of like what we're looking for yeah. in, as yeah, a yeah. blue belt. Mm-hmm. If you can't defend yourself in every position, you have no business being in a, in a ring where someone can hit you from that right. position. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine being mounted and not being able to do anything about it? Just getting oh. your head head smashed in. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. But yeah, training, training at Henry's, I, I, I remember helping red red was fighting his first UFC fight and I got to help cause he was going against a wrestler. I had no idea what I was doing and it's just, it's, it's just, you think, Jiu-jitsu and grappling is complicated. Now throw strikes and, yeah. and kicks. And Knees. it's just, yeah, it's it's so different. And I would say um, it's easier to learn how to punch and fight and and, and kick after you know how to grapple. Grapple, yeah. 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 So if you're going to have to choose as a kid, if you're 15 years old and you said, I don't know, I can't afford both, I would say do jiu-jitsu. Uh, where, where should they go and do jiu-jitsu? Aries East Mesa. Oh, there you yeah. go. I was going to let Colin it. hang out in the wind there. That's 11, it. 11, <laughs> 1130. 1130. 1130. Monday, 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 Monday through Friday. Yeah. Monday through Friday. Yeah, gi and no gi. Hey, so you guys hey just yes. so you know, we were just at Safeway and Alex threw out Aries, Arizona. I did. I, well, I always ask where they live. Sell out, bitch. I, no, I asked where they live. So this kid, um, Isaiah. 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 Was, uh, yeah, was Hopefully a, you're going to listen to this podcast someday. Yeah, he was a checkout guy. I'll let him know. And uh, he said, uh, he goes, hey, um. Do you do you train there? And he goes, he owns it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we were. Um, he was. Oh, I, you know, I think he said he did jujitsu for a minute. That's what then, he said. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh no. He goes, you need to check out this place. And he points at Tojo. Pinto. My logo's smaller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine's um, smaller. I'm not compensating like yeah. Alex's. I, I got to do something. <laughs> 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 Big logo, small everything else. <laughs> but. Um, but uh, no, I, I just said, um, you know, I said, I got my black belt there. You should you should go train there. And, and um, hopefully he didn't say we, though. Fucking bastard. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I'm yeah, I'm self. I'm not willing to be like, I'm a black belt like he is. Well, but, you know, but you, he owns an academy. It doesn't it. matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you got to sell it, man. Uh, anyway, I know. I know you're new, too new. There used to be like purple belt owners of gyms and oh. back in the day. Oh, uh, yeah. Back in the yeah, day. I've heard yeah. the rumors. Losers. Yeah. Losers. <laughs> well, no, when, I, no. when, I, when I started, there were no black belts. Right. You in were the state of Wisconsin. You were uh, Wisconsin 2005. There was one black belt. No. Zero. Zero. Who was the first? Henry Matamoros. That's right. That's right. And he got it. He got it after after I left. And then but when when did Red get his because uh, you black left? belt? Probably because they left. Yeah. Thank God you Schaefer, got rid of right? him. Red Schaefer, Red Schaefer got yeah. his. There was there was it was Henry first, and that was I mean he was so well respected that that was like he he earned he earned his like like that. I think he was I, I think he was also the first Costa Rican to get a uh, black belt. Okay, as well. Okay, um, and then the second group you got to make pee pee. No, I need water. Okay. Uh, the second Coward. Group was uh, there's like plenty of water in this. Yeah. There's some cold ones in that fridge downstairs. I yeah. have to hydrate like a motherfucking This is this is 55 percent water. Hey, uh, <laughs> red, uh, John Friedland, uh, who you talked to, um, Josh. Yep, he, that's who he got his black belt from. Josh was probably one of my favorite guests. You undersold that guy, and, <laughs> and 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 I'm really really surprised. It's probably my fault because my interview is it sucked. Oh, um, it was a, it was but, a good interview. But he is he carried it. He is a very <laughs> interesting dude. I told him to. I was like, I don't know. I, like, I'm gonna pull the string. You run with it. 
that is an interesting cat. What's his last name? Josh who? Oh, gosh. Josh. No. <laughs> don't do this to me. You fucking yeah, same bastards. Thing. You don't even know. You, did you even interview him? I did. Did no. this podcast even happen? It, Josh Janis. Janis, yes. It, he he is one of the more interesting guys I've ever met, dude. You, you'd you like him. He's, I, he's a really cool dude. Yeah. When when you first started the podcast, <clears throat> he was one of the first names, and and I probably just knew just that little bit about him. When I you say I undersold him, when I when I started interviewing him and he started talking, I was so fucking mad at you. I was like, dude, uh, you called me immediately after. <laughs> <laughs> interesting cat, yeah, really interesting cat. Sorry, and I just I just I just knew just handful of stories from him, mm-hmm. and I I knew him. I I probably trained with him at Henry's, and I didn't even know it because yeah. we trained. Right around the same time, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I didn't know he went down to. I think he was. I think he said he was training with Dave Strasser mm-hmm. or someone down in mm-hmm. Kenosha. I didn't know that. I knew he trained with John. Um, he's, he's just a guy that doesn't suck at anything, right? Yeah, you kind of hate him for it oh, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. <laughs> like um, he 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 gets curious about things and then he lives it. Like um, like he heard about uh, people in Africa who traveled, you know, ten miles to get water. Well, he found out there was a water, there was a creek, you know, two miles from him. So he got his water from that creek for, for like 10 days just to see what it was like. Mm. So I was going to say like me. And then I was like, oh, I just make knives and, <laughs> <laughs> and shit. No, yeah, and I think yeah, you'd yeah, like him. Yeah. yeah. Like homeless, <clears throat> homelessness. Yeah. He, he lived uh, homeless for 48 hours, something like that. Yeah. He, he lived a uh, solitary consignment or, yep. you know, just in a dark room by yep, himself. Dark room. Like the same conditions. He's a uh, wild. Yeah. No, I, I, that I sounds so wonderful. <laughs> I, I think I think having that level of curiosity is is pretty amazing. I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. yeah, but no, yeah. So go back. Yeah, yeah, he got his black belt from John Friedland. Mm. So I think it was Red, uh, Red John, and there was a guy, Doctor Tim. I, do, I, I That's the only. That's <laughs> I just know him as Doctor Tim. Yeah, those three got their black belts in I want to say, oh eight or oh nine. Okay. And then it's kind of exploded on wow. since then. But for the longest time, and that's what it's so different training here as opposed to Wisconsin. Yeah. There's so many black belts here. How, how, at what point, at what point did uh, Pettis come on the scene out there? Yeah, sure. Mm. And there, he's got a brother, no? Yeah. Yeah. The Pettis An- brothers. Anthony, Anthony and, and Sergio. Yeah. Um, man. I want to say early, early teens. Okay. Not on okay. the copper. That's good. We need to tell. Oh, we should talk about that though, about number of black belts and uh I'm not gonna mention names, but number of black belts. Just like talking about like watering down of Oh, like we can't do that. Nah, nah, I'm not gonna go there. That's hey, grab your fucking snot rag that you brought yeah. up and we can wipe this now. It's actually a pooper. That shit up. But Whatever. But not to <laughs> say it's 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 just and it's it's different too. Now nah, fuck it, we'll go there. Because yes, you know if if I if I look at at somebody fuck it, we'll do it live here yeah, yeah, yeah. in in Arizona, and their lineage yeah, it's twelve names mm-hmm. like it's like Red, Pedro, yeah, like Helio yeah like yeah yeah like uh like and Jeff and Cook when uh, Jeff Cook was on the show, I love that man, God dang it, I love that man, really cool guy, but he he got his um, black belt from John Crouch. Who got it from Hoist Gracie? Who got it from the source? Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know if I knew that Crouch got his from Hoist Gracie. Yep, it's one of the things I like about the sport is that the lineages can be so same martial short. art. Martial art. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Yeah. 
Speaking of, it is a sport. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. It's a martial art. It's, I just say jujitsu, though. It's one of the things I love about jujitsu is that um, the sport, the, the lineages can be so short. The source is not far away. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not a thousand years old. Well, it is a thousand years old, but it was revolutionized less than a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like this year. Oh, I revolutionized. Oh, with you. Yes. yes. It was early. Yes. Yes. 11.30 at Aries East yeah. Mesa. <laughs> <laughs> revolutionized <laughs> jiu-jitsu. Just yeah. stand up. But, you yeah, know. Just, just stand up. When I when I put out those um, the videos for the move of the week, I love to research it. And I do it every single time, even though I've already done it. Mm-hmm. And I just love what I find, man. I love that, you know, it, it you know these things date back to a thousand years ago in Japan. You know, and, and you know, and, but it always goes back to, they always give you know, homage or whatever to, to the uh, Gracie family who revolutionized it and, and turned it into what it is today. But it started a thousand years ago, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty incredible. I mean, yeah. it was it was one of those things where, like, it was never taught outside of families until fairly, pretty recent, you know what I mean? And um, I, I think I think that's a beautiful part about jujitsu. It's like... Uh, we're going in, a, in 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 such a new direction where it's literally like like Gracie Baja says jujitsu for everyone. It's really getting there. It's yeah, really getting yeah. there. Now it's up to us to be the caretakers of it and make sure that we don't get it there in a negative way, right? Um, and we were talking about this. You know, fuck it, we're going there. Yeah. Um, watering it down. I don't believe that it's watered down. I think it's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's different. Well, I than mean, it was ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's for everybody, but like that's. We talked about it earlier about, like, one of the worst things you can do is, like, really compare yourself to everybody mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. even even in, like, within your belt. Yeah. 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 You know, there's so many things you can break down. Like, everyone has a different, like, you know, backstory and all that kind of stuff. It's like, uh, it just gets so gross when people are yeah. just like, oh, this, per- this person's not a black belt because I can beat him. Yeah. Comparison, or whatever. Comparison is a very ugly thing. The thief of joy. <clears throat> it is. That, and, you know. Um, I had a blue belt once when I was teaching over at Nava. I was teaching the morning class, and I used to open up early because some of those guys had to leave a little early. So, and I wanted my life to be a lot easier, so I'd invite the newer people early so I could teach them some shit. What What is this word early? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that don't eleven thirty a.m. at Aries East like Mesa. <laughs> There's an empty bottle here. Eleven thirty two at Aries East Mesa. Um, but um, there was a, there was a guy there. Um, shit, man. <laughs> He's, he was 56 or 57 at the time, and um, uh, Darren, Darren, uh, Darren Eyring, he, he's awesome guy, man. Um, worked his ass off. He was a lineman, uh, linesman for electrical company, like the, does a big power line shit. And um, he was sitting there, and he had like some imposter syndrome. He got his blue belt, and he was just sitting there going, you know, I, I, I can't believe like this is just ridiculous. And I'm like, what? He goes, you know, you're having this blue belt. Like I don't. Yeah, I'm not a blue belt. And I said, you know what, Darren? I said, I was a two-stripe brown belt at the time. And I said, you know who else is a two-stripe brown belt? Jake Watson. <laughs> Do you think for a second that I compare myself to Jake Watson? And it, Jake at the time was a fucking phenom. I mean, he still is. Uh, he's just not as active as he used to be. But he can mop the floor up with me. I don't compare myself to that guy. And you shouldn't either. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really disappointed with some of the things that were said after the last fight to win. Because... You know, I, I I believe that I'm down to down to the white belt one stripe at, uh, about this. If you don't line up in order 
by which I gave you your rank, that's an insult to me. That mm-hmm. means you don't care enough about the rank that I gave you. Then Holy fucking shit. Give, give the fucking strike back. You can line up wherever the fuck you want. Go line up outside. To be fair, the washing machine will do that for you. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. But I'm saying, but I'm saying <laughs> is if you're if you're two stripes, I expect you to line up in in the position in which I gave you that stripe, uh-huh. right? Because it means something to me. It means I saw something in you, mm-hmm. and it's not just about oh you showed up every day, so you well, fucking get we, a stripe. We've already talked about that about how or, well for. All right, there's a couple. Am I getting point. angry? I'm getting angry. Yeah, you should. Well, be. You're getting you're getting intense. Yeah. Not but angry. I'm, I'm, Keep I'm, it going. I'm, Keep I'm it going. Because yeah, I'm gonna, I'll I'll say someone's name, Joel. Oh, <laughs> Joel's the worst yeah, about he's that. He's the worst. No, I, and I, I would I would say, I would feel comfortable him teaching classes at times. Yeah, yeah. he's an assi- he's an assistant coach. He really is. He, he yes. really hold, is. Hold on, let me let me get to my points real quick. I have I have. Hold on, let me pull my. We're gonna sheet. we're gonna get thrown off the air here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna throw out any names, but like we so we've talked about a couple of things about what defines a belt level in in, in general, right? And uh, like how to compare. All right, all right, our expect our expectations of our students. We don't expect our students to compete if they don't want to compete. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. But if they want to compete, then fuck yeah, you better be all in on that. You better be in. Yeah. Yep. That goes for black belts too, 100%. ladies and gentlemen. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Yep. So there's black belts out there who have zero interest in ever competing, and that's fine. That doesn't make them less of a black belt. I think what defines a black belt is one putting in the time, and I don't. Time doesn't just mean like. I was a blue belt for 18 months because just because you held a blue belt for 18 months doesn't mean you were a blue belt for 18 months. You had to have been training for 18 months or two years or whatever it is before you get your purple belt. We've talked about that before. Well, I was a purple belt eight years, bitch. You were not. Yeah. You, you, you trained a total of 18 18 months. months. Yeah. Yeah, Right. So that's Mm. what, so putting in the time you put in the time and the effort, you learned the skills. And and I I think just because you have, uh, Learning the skills is more important than being able to, like, have that conditioning to implement those skills as far as what quantifies a black belt versus a brown belt mm-hmm. or a purple belt. Mm-hmm. Now, you have all those skills. Now, if that same black belt that you say is, isn't is shit because he can't beat you and he has all of those skills, he puts in the effort to get his conditioning up and drills all of that, all the same techniques that he already knows, now he's more competitive. Mm-hmm. Right, because mm-hmm. that's the only thing that's separating. You, the, when you're talking about competition, we, we've we always talk about this. It's like all other things, uh, skill skill to skill. If, if that's equal, you need to have the be, be the guy with the better conditioning. That's the foundation of it, though. As a martial artist, or as any any kind of competitor, or reg- regardless of competitor or not, if you're going to if you're going to advance in in martial arts, the the basis of it is. Be physically fit. Uh huh. That is the foundation of it. You can't do a damn thing. You will not attack if you're tired. Right. You will not attack if you're tired. You will not go above and beyond. I, I tell people guard retention and guard passing is the same principle. You have to be willing to do one more thing than they are. The only thing, the only reason I disagree with that is if you take a, uh, a physically fit guy and a, and a, like a brand new guy knows zero jujitsu, physically fit, and you take an out of shape black belt. I bet that out of shape black belt. No, 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 you, 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 no, no, no. Don't misunderstand me. I will never make that comparison because I could uh, with the fucking flu, I'll beat somebody off the street. Right, right. But if you take black belt versus ba- black belt, 50, 50 year old versus fifty year old, if I'm in better shape, I am going to whip your ass. Yeah, 
I'm going to whip your ass because I'm going to do one more thing than you're willing to do because you're tired. Right. You're going to lay flat on your back and be like, fuck, as I'm passing your guard. But that doesn't make that that other black belt not a black belt. Oh, 100%. It doesn't. Right. But the foundation of it, the, the very principle of it, if you're going to be a black belt, if you're going to be a blue belt, if you're going to be a purple, whatever the fuck it is, you have got to get yourself physically fit. Yeah. No, I, I, I think you owe it to your jujitsu, but I don't think it, it's as foundational as the skill and technique is. Man, I think it's I think it's the, the number one thing. The number one thing. Because you can't, you cannot possibly defend your family. You cannot possibly defend yourself if you're not physically fit. Yeah, you're thinking you're of a it martial from, artist. Yeah, no. yeah, from the fact of being a martial artist. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Are, what the fuck else are we doing? It's a sport. All right. Uh oh. Yeah. You don't have to be physically fit to get a like an advantage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I I think uh, what. Qua- like especially after blue belt, I think it's a lot of uh, it's a lot more about skill development. Yeah. But but yeah, in order to put that skill to use, you have to be fit. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's a lot like being like a guy who teaches medicine and then being a doctor. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like if you're not actually like you know doing surgeries, you're just reading out of a book and 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 spitting it out. But like you still know the information. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So let's what's what's your breakdown per belt, like what as far as what. What's the what's the requirements of knowledge, or like general? Well, so like we 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 already kind of mentioned like I I think that person that like gets to, we talked about blue belt having an answer at every position. I think that person could use all of those techniques from there to black belt, but they just get more precise and more. Um, there's no black. We we've already talked about this. No black belt techniques. There's just techniques performed at a black belt level. Yeah, I, I think you just get better at performing. Like we talk about the uh, like Cron Gracie. Like you get cleaner. Oh, he just he he will armbar you from close guard. Yeah, right. Just a basic armbar. Like we use it as a drill. It's not even something you would teach during technique. Yeah, it's a drill, but he can fucking do it at the highest level yeah. because he's done it a million times. Right. It, it's just like knowing the intricacies of a position so uh, instinctively. Like, at that point, you're not even thinking about, like, okay, I need to pull the arm over here. I have the collar. I'm breaking his posture. My leg goes over his head. I'm biting down on the back of his head, not his back. Like, you're not even thinking about that stuff because if you have to think about it, you're too slow. Yeah, Yeah. and I I think um, once you're at a purple belt level or you think your student is at a purple belt level, I think a real telltale sign is when they're talking about systems and concepts and not just moves. Yeah. If they're talking Mm -hmm. about systems Mm -hmm. and concepts, okay, they get it, right? Because I don't expect them to be a world-class teacher, right? But they should be able to communicate what the the goal is, right? Are Are we arm barring or are we really isolating an elbow? Big difference, right? Yeah, big difference. So, I mean, you can throw an arm bar and not isolate the elbow, and I can escape. I can escape it, or you can isolate the elbow so well that you gain an arm bar out of it. Do you ever do this to your students when you roll with them? Um, <coughs> something I like to do is um, I'll put them in a bad spot where I know they know the answer mm. and see how quickly they yeah, go to that absolutely. answer. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. 
So if they understand that in order for me to attack their arm, I have to I have to have control of the head and shoulders, mm-hmm. and they do their damnedest so that I can't have control of the head and shoulders. Okay, they're, they're thinking they're on, about the concept. They're on the yeah. right track. Yeah, yeah, they're on the right track. So that's that's where my brain goes. Yeah, when I when I talk about uh, the difference between a blue belt and a purple, which belt. is obviously really subjective. <clears throat> and like, like to to your point earlier, you were talking about like you're gonna ask like what's the what do you see in a black blue belt? It's so hard to actually quantify that, right? And and for someone who like. Stats guy over here. Yeah. There's like, there's not a number. <laughs> system. Yeah. There's yeah. not a numbers to that. Like, it's not like you, you do one, two, three, and now you're a blue belt. It's, it's very subjective. It is subjective. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny it's that you say be. that because I get a lot of people telling me when I train a lot of, like all my coaches will tell me like, they're, they're like, you're a really analytical guy. You think about everything really deeply, but there is a certain unquantifiable factor. Mm-hmm. I think that that goes along with it. So we were talking about, uh, you, you kind of mentioned rock climbing. So it, a, a big thing in rock climbing is the grading system. So uh, grading system, meaning the, the, the um, grading, the difficulty of a rock climb. Okay. Super fucking subjective. Cause people, for, for one thing, people have different strengths, mm. men versus women, men want to get really uh, gymnastic jump to making big moves. Women are really technical and they'll do like these tiny little holds and they'll do really technical movements. Um, so I might think a move is really easy cause I'm just going to fucking jump past the hard part. Right. So this, now this route's really easy to me. Right. And to, to the woman who's like smaller and doesn't have the power to like blast through a, a route like that, they're going to do these like a series of small, intricate, really technical movements to get through that thing. She might, she'll get through it, but she'll think it's more difficult, right? And, you know, I, and I think jujitsu is a lot like that. In that, like, so what it ends up being like. So what is a blue belt? Is it is the sum of? I mean, it ends up. We, we, I feel like we keep going back and forth on like you don't compare no, people, no, but you do going. compare people. No, keep going. <laughs> I, I love yeah. the analogy. Keep going. Yeah, right. yeah. So it, it really, and this is why, <clears throat> if you have a coach that doesn't roll with his students, he 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 can't tell he you. Can't tell you. He can't tell you. Right. You know what a blue belt is based off of you've rolled. I roll with hundreds of blue belts. Yeah. And I, I, there is some quantified part where, like I told you, like if you have an answer for like all these positions, that's minimum. Yeah. Right. But I also know what it's like to roll with 15 featherweight blue belts. And then here's this uh, white belt who's, who's a, a featherweight. And I'm like, you're not in that bracket yet. Yeah. You're not there yet. Like, and, and, and it, like I said, it, that's not the answer a lot of people want to hear because yeah. it is comparing you to, uh, to your peers, yeah. but, but what more is there? That is what competition is. Yeah. And, 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 you know, along those lines, when, when you're, when you're talking about rolling with your students, there is some leeway there because there are blue belt mistakes, right? So you may be rolling at a blue belt level as a white belt, but if I'm so critical of you that I think, man, you're just, you're doing this, you're doing that. I may lose the big picture, right? You're probably really good at processing a lot of information, which is what I expect out of a blue belt. But I'm holding you back, not holding you back, but I'm criticizing the fact that you're making mistakes when they are still blue belt mistakes. Mm -hmm. So when I train with a blue belt, other than a Kaika, who thank God is now a purple belt, (laughs) he will make the blue belt mistake here and there, but it's not as common, right? And all of the mat time he spent, he dedicated his life to grappling, so he should beat us. He should. I mean, he's just that freaking good. He can't take me down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kaika, I hope you're listening, buddy. Please <laughs> take me down. Please take him. Yeah, um, try. But, but you know, I I need you. I need to allow you that leeway. Like, yes, he is making blue. He is making some mistakes, but he escaped the mount. Mm-hmm. He escaped yeah. a back control. You know, I've got to give you that leeway. 
Um, but don't take that as an excuse, right? Right. We got to tighten everything up because by the time you get to purple belt, here's what you have to understand as a white belt. By the time you get to purple belt, you are lit, not you're figuratively a black belt that hasn't put in their time yet. Mm. You have to understand and be able to articulate little, every little detail in every movement to a point where all you're doing now is just buying your time till you get your black belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, um, so asking what a blue belt is, fuck a blue belt because a blue belt is still a beginner belt. Yeah. A purple belt is not an advanced belt. Don't it's tell an, that it, to a blue belt though. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, when we started, if you got a two-stripe blue belt in the room, you're like, holy shit. I get <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or let, let alone a purple belt. Yeah, dude. Yeah. A purple belt was visiting from Brown belt school. was like, he's teaching a seminar. Yeah. So <laughs> brown belt was like, they're going to roll with Paul and we're going to watch. Yeah. yeah. That was literally yeah. it. That's yeah, all we had. We had Henry. Red was a, uh, Henry was a four-stripe brown belt. Yeah. Red was like a one or two-stripe uh, brown belt. There's a guy at B.O.B. I think it was a brown belt. B.O.B.? You just... <laughs> that's don't a whole fuck, don't fucking say it no 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 he, his name was bob he was the, he was the guy that came up with everyone's nickname oh, okay okay, okay. <laughs> that was his job <laughs> that was his job <laughs> like, he couldn't come day, up with a nickname to this he day, if henry walked in he would he would call me burgundy i don't think he knows my real name because bob gave me the name burgundy, burgundy because i came in with a mustache, uh, the mustache yeah. Yeah. um by the way your your mustache was a big hit at fight to oh win. yeah i for, yep <laughs> the the, the the funny thing about this, I was I was talking to, to Ken after the match, and he did awesome. He did great. Yeah. He beat me. He got he got his arm raised. I was taking pictures with so many people. <laughs> <laughs> so who actually won? I agree. Who actually won? I agree. You but, were uh, you were the social media winner at the the, uh, the night. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna lose. Lose we already talked about well, you have to look good. Lose yeah. virally. Yeah. Lose virally. Yeah. I love yeah. It. I, uh, Obviously, I worked on my technique. Did you? Eh. <laughs> I had a plan of attack. Bad had, plan. Bad plan. Bad plan. My attack was... What was your plan? Lose? Uh, my Jesus plan. Christ. <laughs> no, his plan was, I'm going to out-fitness the fitness guy. Yeah. That's like, full circle. I was, that was uh, fucked up. I'm so sorry. I was, I was, I was going to out-cardio him. <laughs> Oh, this guy who his job is fitness. Yeah, it's even in his fucking Instagram name. Yeah, I'm gonna outfitness him. No, I, where were we going with this? Uh, I don't know. Sorry, Bob. I think uh, Instagram BLB. losing Bob. virally. Yeah, oh, my, my plan. Yeah, your plan. my plan was to attack. Attaboy. Yeah, Attaboy. the plan of attack was to attack. But no, yeah, but uh, to go back, yeah, we had three brown belts, mm. and 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 three or four. And we were like the probably the best jujitsu school in Wisconsin. Wow! And we had I, I want to say three purple belts. But is that two thousand five? That was two thousand five. Okay, yeah, that's and way just back. and just seeing yeah. that and and I, I think I told you that when I got my brown belt, I remember starting. I'm like, I can't wait to get my brown belt because mm. I didn't even I didn't even fathom. Yeah, black belt. Here, I, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Purple belt from two thousand five. Purple belt now. Who wins? It depends. Si- size and everything all the same, just just the skill level. Like if you go to Master World or, or if you go to Worlds, purple well, belt. Okay, so uh, adult, starting when they were kids. Uh, all, all other things the same. All other things the same. Today's purple belt wins. Yeah. yeah. A- and IBJJF. And, and, and the reason I bring this up is. Now like, a street fight? Totally different. 
Yeah. No, uh, the, no, no, the reason I have 2005 guy. Totally different. Elaborate. So back in 2005, right, get, as you get closer to the 1990s, it was all about fighting on the street. It was not about, it was about going into the Kung Fu Dojo and beating the shit out of their black belt. It was not about winning by advantage at IBJJF, mm, yeah. which is, I'm sorry, but that's what it is today. It's and about it, winning a world championship no matter how. No one cares how you won it. It's that you win it. And listen, I am not bagging on anybody training jujitsu today. They are fucking amazing competitors, amazing people. It was just a different era. It might as well be a thousand years ago. And then Very different. Yeah, yeah. And, and one of the things I, I appreciate tra- uh, training under Red mm. is he would teach a class. <clears throat> we would have someone training to go to Worlds. We had someone training to go to an EBI. Mm-hmm. We had someone getting ready for a fight. Yeah. So if he's showing a technique, he's showing it three different ways. Wow. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to, you know, you want to do, you know, armbar? Set this up. You're going to grab the gi here. And you're going to pull it down. Uh, okay. You're going to do EBI. All right. You're going to, you know. Fish hook them. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna rubber guard your yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, rubber. Yeah, yeah. And then EBI and wasn't it, a thing in 2005. Well, How dare I'm, you? I'm, Stats guy over here. Yeah. What's it? <laughs> I said I'm, mm. EBI is pretty relatively new because he. Ed- uh, in 2005, I was trained under Henry, not under Red. Oh. Stand by. So? I'm still on fish hook. Okay. Great technique. <laughs> Aries East Mesa, 11 class. Your wife love it. <laughs> no, it's it under. under <laughs> when I, when I, uh, I was talking about red, like how he trained, like three. Yeah, how he show three. Yeah, three no, I, I see your point. It's it's that's cool, and that's uh, that's uh, that's probably the early tens. No, but my, the point that I was actually trying to get to is that like 2014. Yeah, fucking bad. Yeah. Well, I was, okay. Okay. but right, I, that's right. what I'm saying. Like wait, 2010s. Yeah, was, was I right? You're not. Yeah. We're Everyone both was. right. We will never admit it was in 2005. When I was training under right. Henry. Right. So you said under Red. Under yeah. Red. Whatever, cabron. <laughs> uh, but no, no. my point is, is that, like, the fact that there's so many more black belts now, like, because, like, like, we were talking about earlier, it was, like, we, if we saw another purple belt or a brown belt, we were, like, fuck, yeah. There are so many more brown belts, which is, or brown belts, black belts. There's so much more knowledge out there to learn quicker. So people yeah. are, like, learning from people who've been black belts for 20 years. Or yeah. more, yeah, right, and so that and, and pe- people don't realize a lot of people don't like under under like brown and below don't realize this. It's like once you get your black belt, you realize that your peers have been black belts your entire jujitsu career. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's was, fucking weird. It's awesome. I have a friend, and he, every, anytime I get promoted, he sends me the same text. Like when I got my brown belt, is it a dick pic? Well, besides that, that's, yeah. that's beyond that. Second text. Yeah. Yeah, second. Sec- that's the second text. He just wraps a belt around <laughs> his dick. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is always, someone has to be the worst brown belt. <laughs> you told me about that. Yeah. You told but, me about that. But I also know when someone gets promoted that he doesn't like. Oh? Because he'll say, he'll, he'll, he'll send it out like a, uh, on social media. What do you think, you know, Someone needs to be a brown belt, or what's the call? You know, and and I can tell that's when he that's that's what picks him, uh, and 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 that's where you get the difference. There's a brown belt that I want to compete Master Worlds as a black belt in two years. Mm. So I need this I need this brown belt, and I need to win brown belt worlds. 
There's also a guy who I love jujitsu. I love to learn jujitsu. I love to learn all the different techniques. I love to like I, I want to develop my game. But I'm just gonna do this because I love it. I'm not gonna compete. Because there was uh there's a guy I trained with. He he was a white belt and he was a uh firefighter mm. during uh you know, he's during the, the training period. He separated his shoulder <laughs> and he had a tough through his firefighter training. He almost got fired. But he wanted to still he still wanted to do jujitsu. Wow. But he also wanted to like a firefighter was there was job. no return on investment, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he was very careful about who he trained with. He he would he would tell people no. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you want to roll? Nope. nope. Yep. I'm going to roll with this guy cuz Everyone guy, listening, you have the right to say yeah. no. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't roll with anybody. And I, I respect that. I, I hear it all the time It's like when I'll, I'll be like, "Hey, you want to roll?" and they'll be like, "Well, you're a black belt. I have to." I'm like, "No, you fucking don't." No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and and that's that, that yeah. That's very very important. Yeah. This guy, he's he's testing for his black belt under Pedro Sauer real soon. It took him a little bit longer. Yeah. But his knowledge base is amazing. He's yeah. been training for 12, 14 years. Yeah. And and yeah, he said no because this is not his job. He's he's not yeah. making any money. Right. With it's his hobby. Yeah, there's right. no it's reason. Well, there's yeah, he'll do he'll do, you know, private lessons. But there's also there's also like you got to give people I, I hate to say give them permission, but you have to assure them that they don't owe anybody anything. Mm-hmm. And when you have somebody like, especially someone who's been like a victim of assault, you know, and, and they get like a feeling about somebody, they shouldn't have to roll with them. Yeah, no. absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, you know, if somebody makes you uncomfortable, do not roll with them. That's why I don't yeah. roll with Colin. You so know, that Colin, <laughs> he touches me. <laughs> yeah. So Sometimes. that, so, so two things there's, when you think about the person who just trains because they they love the martial art mm. and they want to get better at it, but they're not actually competing. We have a great example of that in our own in one of our own coaches, which mm. is D. Yep, D is brown belt, and he says all the time, "I have no interest in training." His or I have no interest in competing. Yeah. Training he does all the time. Competing. Yeah. Oh, I Sorry, was giving I'm him very, a lot. Of, he came I'm to my class this morning. His daughter uh, called him out on that. By the way, I know. Yeah, that's what he told me for competing. Oh, yeah. competing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Sorry. like, "Why don't you compete, Dad?" I was like, <laughs> yeah, Dad. Why don't you compete? No, but but D, D also D is, does. Yeah, he's one of my favorite training yeah. partners. He yeah. does seventy-five tough, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. eight-minute cold showers every morning. Read ten pages of a of a complex book. Trains every sing, every single day. Um, but he's not interested no, in that's totally in tournaments. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're gonna get him. Phoenix Open. You think? I think so. That would be awesome. I think if we push him, I think, to, I, I think he'd win it. I think he would. Yeah, I think he'd win it. He yeah. he would surprise a lot of people yeah. who would be like, "This guy well, doesn't have no, anything on his record." There's no film on him. I know. That's what I mean. Yeah. They'll be like, "Oh, this guy came out of nowhere." Yeah. Yeah, but he's he's so good, and yeah. he's also so disciplined and mm-hmm. fit. Yep. Oh, there we go again. Mm-hmm. Fitness. Yeah, if you're in competition, right. so you need what? to. So the other thing. What's that word again? Fitness. <laughs> Fitness, fitness, okay. pizza. fitness, pizza in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, but speaking on, you should never roll with someone. You, sh- you have every right to say no. How do you recommend that people handle something when they see somebody in the gym who maybe is executing techniques beyond their belt? Yeah, doing things. Fuck yeah, just, go for it, buddy. Just to win. So, um, say uh, well. Well, let me start with why that is a thing first. Okay, Mm -hmm. the reason that's a thing where you don't deny, you know, a higher belt, a role is because back in the day, jujitsu academies were the size of this room. 
and you had 10 black belts in there, okay? And so all of the white belts and everybody else would sit on the wall, and the black belts say, you, come on up here, and they would get the first dibs, right? And yeah. they always had the right away and all that other bullshit, right? Things have changed. Probably not. Clip that. Clip that. <laughs> no, I, I just can't wait. I can't wait for the comments. You're probably not going to compete against uh, other academies that that uh, would otherwise um, not be your equal, right? Because I'm sure you have a small academy, you're successful, you're probably a very good black belt, you're probably a very good academy. However, you don't have that issue where you can't train, right? So the reason Tojo and I are really open about, dude, ask anybody to roll is we don't have the problem of mat space. We don't have that. We don't have that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I could probably fit fifty on my mat space and maybe have an issue. I've had forty, no problems, right? Yeah, it's your um, six a.m. right now, man. Yeah, six a.m. <laughs> six a.m. is murdering. I love it. Um, but everyone, every once in a while, you have to bump and like, yeah, the lower belts have to move, but it's like you're everyone's getting a roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So to, to to get to your point, and if I'm not mistaken, you're asking why it's okay to deny somebody a roll. Well, so I'm asking. Um, how do you handle, like, like what are your opinions about, like, or, or how do you handle someone who, if you see them executing a technique, like, say, like, a toehold when they're white, when they're a no-stripe white belt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, so I think this is really important because, like, I, I will, I will avoid rolling with people who I know might shred my knees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you think? You and I might have a different philosophy on this. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, how, so how do you handle someone if you see, if you see a guy. <clears throat> and like, um, let's say you roll with him and he toe holds you and he's a no stripe white belt. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Hey man, you shouldn't do that. I That's never, a brown I, belt technique. I would never do that. So what do you mean you would never do? I that? would never, I would never tell anybody not to toe hold me because I'm a black belt. I should know it's coming. Okay. But as a white belt, as doing a white it to belt. another, like a, two white belts rolling. I, so, so yeah. let me, let me just, let me just, let me just uh, shut up Colin. <laughs> let, let me just have this <laughs> thought. Right Coach right. Alex moment. No, I have to walk Sorry, my Dad. way through this thought because there's a lot of different, there's a lot of really good uh, opinions on this and I'm, here's what I believe. I would rather people toehold and do all kinds of craziness, you know, reap in nogi and heel hook and all that stuff as white belts before I'd, I'd allow them to wrestle. And here's what I mean. If you look at the majority of grappling injuries, they're wrestling injuries. It's somebody who doesn't know how to break fall, someone who posts mm. their arm, breaks their collarbone, breaks their arm. Things like that are more common than any kind of blowing somebody's knee out in any kind of grappling injury. Now, here's what I would say. I don't like white belts, uh, you know, uh, toe-holding, knee-barring, reaping, heel-hooking, anything like that. But if you and I have a conversation before the roll and say, hey, I'm working towards X, if you want to do all this stuff, I'm cool with, cool. But if somebody does it out of the blue, I would tell them, hey, man, I don't do that shit. I don't, I don't know how to defend it. Tap right away. Mm-hmm. Tap right away. And make it like if you know you're, as a white belt, you are superior to that new white belt, I would do a lot of catch and release. Okay. Here's a heel hook. I would just grab it, keep going. I don't think most white belts are that mature. No, I, I get no. it. Yeah. I get well, it. I'm, Even I'm a four-stripe white belt. I'm thinking more from, from a perspective <clears throat> of somebody who who uses that technique <clears throat> as, like... As their bread and butter? Yeah. Well, not even that, but just, like, they're just using it to win. They're mm. just like, I saw this, and I'm like, I know a toehold's effective, and yeah. all I care about is winning training, as so a, I'm going ri- to rip this guy's... As a, coach, I w- as a coach, I would tell them, why don't white belt on white belt? I would not allow it. Mm-hmm. And now for a brown belt and above, have at it. Right. But 
I, I always manage the expectation. But understand that I'm going to do it, too. Mm. I'm going to attack your shit, too. Oh, mm. I fucking love it, though. I yeah. love it when, like, a white belt, like, wraps up, wraps up my fucking foot and, like, tries to toehold me. I think it's fun mm. because, like, I know that they don't know they don't know the mechanics well enough to finish me most of the time, right? Yeah. Every once in a while, you, you know, clock's right twice a day, right? Yeah, right. I broke the clock's <laughs> yeah. right, right twice a day. Yeah. But, no, but, like, as far as, like, as <clears throat> my, my coaching goes, um, or not, uh, like, teaching, I always, like, I will teach every person in my because i i mean i have a strictly mixed levels class right mm -hmm. it's not there is no nothing advanced as far as right. like the requirements for my class right right so i will show like all right brown belt and above i want this to be clear that the tournament wise this is this is the expectation you are allowed to do this t whatever it is calf slicer bicep slicer toe hole knee bar whatever it is yeah. right the expectation is at brown belt and above tournament only rules IBJJF or whatever, I would, I'll, I'll explain, like, you know, this is the, the history. You are allowed to do this mm. in a tournament. Everyone else, you will get disqualified. Now, I want everyone to practice this, but I want you to communicate and I want you to do it slowly because I know that you're going to try to, you're going to get, you're going to get excited and I want, I know that you're not, you know, you're going to go fast, you're going to jump on this toe hold and you're going to, you're going to hurt somebody. Yeah. It's mm. like, as long as everyone is clear that we're going to, if you're going to play toe holds, we're going to talk, talk to each other and be like, hey, everything's game. Okay, cool. Yeah. And we're not going to fucking play this like I'm going to go 100% in. Or we're going to go slow. Yeah. Like yeah. the same catch and release Catch idea. and catch release, and catch I, and yeah. release I, I, do, I do the same too in, in, in my class. I, 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 I say don't learn, start learning the illegal moves when they become legal as a brown belt. 100%. Right? Yes. 100%. Yeah. So there's, there's a saying. There's Dude. a saying, and I think that you, you like, like, so you said this, and I'm trying to remember one of our coaches said this, and it might have been. It's probably me if it was smart. Probably was you. Yeah. Think. But they said that, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> it's illegal before brown belt, but you need to get used to it now. Yeah. yeah. No, Do that, you remember being a purple me. belt? Okay, that was yeah. you. Eddie Bravo. Eddie Bravo said the same thing. Yeah. Eddie Bravo said you got to teach him, like, day one. If, if yeah. you're learning at brown belt, you're you're behind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but oh, the thing that God, scares yes. me about it, like, I have this, so I I'm, I have this, this, I have this fear about it. But like that's why it's important, I think, mm. to face it. Yeah. Well, because well, they're not. Well, they're, they're, all right. Objectively, yeah. Say more about that. Objectively, a heel hook is dangerous. Objectively, an arm bar is dangerous. I will. Mm. I, I will say this too, though, and I, I say this in my class. You can get hurt giving someone a toe hold because it's 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 a dangerous move. Yeah. It's also dangerous. Because you don't know how to react to it. Correct. Right. And that's that's just as dangerous. Yeah. yeah. So I say, even if you're going with a brown belt or if you're going with a black belt and you're a white belt, say, I might go for a leg lock. And because if I'm not expecting it and I have an important fight to win fight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or something. But it's, it's just important because I might not be expecting it rolling with you yeah. mm. as, as, as a, wait, two, stri two, two stripe white belt. Two stripe yeah, white belt. Be clear. <laughs> I, I just think yeah. communi communi communication is the, the key here. Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, yeah. and, and the more, the more that we can expose people to the reality that like, Hey, Hey, white belt, you will be a brown belt someday. Yeah. Do you want to be that brown belt? Who's only been working on it since you're a purple belt. And, you're, you and you're going, I think it's, yeah. yeah, or yeah. do you or do you want to be that brown belt who's been working on it since they were a white belt yeah. and it's just been in your pocket? You might hate to hear this, and I've I've been here. Um, I think a lot of a lot of what you're saying is 
uh, is legit. But a lot of times, I think a lot of, uh, so say like I'm rolling with a brand new white belt and he like watched a YouTube video on how to heel hook and he tries to heel hook me in the gi. Yeah. I can still get out of that by tapping. But, but yeah. no, but the thing is like, okay, so this happened to me not too long ago. Um, you know, my focus has been gi. Mm-hmm. Right. That's I care about. No, I, I care about Master Worlds. That's the only tournament I care about. So a lot of my training revolves around gi. I do no gi at gunpoint, basically. Right. Yeah. So um, I was rolling with um, Hector my mind. from Mexico. H- Hector. Hector from Mexico. And we were at Q's place and it was a no gi round. And it was. Um, it was. Um, great round. You fucking text messaging me? No, no, no. Uh, my battery's dying. I got to plug this in. But, um, but Hector. Was well, your wife gonna text you? She's nah. downstairs, bro. But Hector, um, um, he did a calf slicer on me, and the reality is, how often do you get caught in a calf slicer? Me compared never, co- because co- I'm a compared bro. to knee bar, compared to heel hook, compared to you know toe hold. Slicers are by far the like the least common. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah please, but um, but he caught me in one, and as I'm going down, I'm like, oh shit, tap. When I should have tapped, as soon as my body got turned, yeah, yeah, I didn't recognize it. So same for a white belt going into a toehold. They don't know it's coming. They don't know what it looks like. They don't know what it feels like. They yeah. don't know that it's not the ankle, but the knee that's going to get torn. That, so, yeah. so that's a different point than what I was trying to make. My, my point is like I've I've definitely like rolled like I remember being like uh, at brown belt where like a maybe a blue belt. It's very uncommon that a white belt's going to throw on like a knee bar or a, a toehold or something. Where I'll get caught in that position, and I'm like, ha- like I have that split second where I'm like, you're not allowed to do this, so I'm not going to tap to it. Mm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's that's scary to me, right? But, which which yeah. is again, that's your ego. Yes, it's like, shut the fuck up. If you're caught in a position, I don't care if it's not even a legit submission. Right. Like there was a, I was watching this uh, uh, Instagram reel where this guy was doing. Um, a move that is basically a sweep where it kind of like uh, kind of torques your knee towards the inside. Um, and the guy's leg actually ended up popping. His knee popped. But it was like it was a sweep. And people were like, oh, that's that's a fucking, you know, bully move. I'm like, it's a sweep position. And like if you're ever put in a position where you f- like as a black belt, you should know like this position is torquing on my joint to in a position yeah. like you should have enough familiarity with like um uh, the mechanics of all of these movements, like the reason a lot this sweep functions right, is because it's putting torque on your knee to the point where you either have to roll over and get swept, which again ego, right? I'm not going to let this guy sweep me, or your knee's going to explode, yeah, right. And his knee exploded, right? And, and and that's one of those things. It's like you have to be willing, like this guy's torquing on my knee, and if I let it go, uh, if I let him keep going, my my MCL is going to pop or whatever, yeah. right? You have to have, you know, what it's fucking training. Yes. Just yeah, say, like, yeah. just be like, tap. And then then have that conversation, like, hey, FYI, like, I mean, you're a white belt, so you don't really get to necessarily, like, you know, have these instructional moments necessarily as much as, like, Alex or I do or, or even Colin. Like, right. But, like, it is important to teach those guys, like, hey, uh, that toehold, fuck yeah, man, that was really good. Just so you know, you're not allowed to do that at a tournament. But fuck yeah, that was good. Well, uh, I use I, it as a teaching moment, but I, tap. I appreciate that a lot because that's something that I've really been thinking about a lot recently is so, so first off to all my white belt brothers and sisters out there, <laughs> fucking tap your brethren, fucking yeah. tap, 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 tap. If you feel anything is wrong, just fucking tap. It's yeah. training. 
don't try to win training. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not worth the, the injury. It's Unless you're being the, choked, then go to sleep. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, but, but I mean, to your point, like, especially at white belt and blue belt where you haven't quite figured out, like, because like, um, I, I don't know if you were here, if you, if you heard Alex. So I was talking about, like, um, this sweet position that uh, this guy was doing in this in this reel where it was like basically like where it turns your he- your your knee towards the inside and your leg comes to the outside where you have two options you accept the sweep and you roll over or the guy blows your knee, blows out, your knee out yeah right yeah and and as a black belt you and I or a brown belt even would know that like you know lo- you well, know, that, some, that, that, that the worst of the brown, brown belts belt. over here. Lowly, lowly. Fresh. The worst yeah. brown belt. Fresh. Yeah. Brown but belt. you would recognize that, like, oh, the reason, the mechanics of this, the reason it works is because it puts my knee in yep. jeopardy, and yep. I have either two options, sweep or get tapped. Yep. Right? Or or get hurt, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I guess you have three options. You can get fucking hurt. Um, but don't like, get fucking hurt. But white tapped. belts and blue belts and maybe even purple belts don't necessarily recognize that. Right. And this, yeah. is, this is why I say it in my class when I'm teaching a move that's illegal. Uh, he's like hey guys no, prison uh, rules uh, but, but, but uh, uh, from the ibjjf standpoint yeah yeah which is kind of like the the north star right i said a lot of a lot of the moves that are legal from white to purple belt it's because damage happens before it hurts mm. yes yeah okay. and and that and that's and Cold that's the reason especially. so that's i was gonna point. i was gonna ask like what's the difference like why is a move illegal from like at, why is it only legal at brown belt versus why is like because the IBJJF is run by cowards? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, but, but I wait, can't but wait for answer, those comments. No, but your answer there is super, is super important though Portuguese because Portuguese though. I think we should be allowed to reap in the gi. No, I think Turn I'm, your well, I'm going to repeat this for all my white belt brethren again. It damage happens before there's pain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and any move a move that's illegals, it's it's because like calf slicer. Your knee is going to pop before you, you feel the pain. Yep. Right. Oh my gosh! That. Yeah. Yep. And 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 this is what I say. I would I would disagree with calf slicers. Those fucking hurt. They fucking hurt so bad. <laughs> or yeah. bicep no, slicers. Slicer, but you're thing. right. Yeah. The bicep slicer. Heel hook. Heel hook is a perfect example because it's like nothing. Nothing. Pop. pop. Yeah. Heel hook. Your knee blows out and you're fucking done. I tap after three pops. <laughs> <laughs> three. Pops. My limit is three. Yeah. yeah. You are. <laughs> you are the man. And. <laughs> And Kenny got all three. <laughs> you have four main lig- primary ligaments of your knee. I will give you three. <laughs> yeah. Kenny, Kenny's trying to fuck my shit up right now. Yeah. God damn it, Kenny. Yeah. God damn it, Kenny. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I, I think I, I, I honestly I take it for granted. Like I, when I say like, um, like I think reaping should be allowed in the gi at brown belt and above. And and the reason I I put that caveat in is the same reason I I agree with a lot of that stuff is you have to. Like, you don't understand the mechanics of a lot of techniques until yeah. you're a brown belt. Or everyone at brown belt should understand the mechanics. There are purple belts, blue belts. There's even white belts who understand the mechanics. That's yeah. not, uh, not yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's not an expectation. Right. But at brown belt, the expectation is that you understand the mechanics of sp- twisting the ankle to the outside like that is going to put pressure on the MCL. So, yeah. So, if I could just interject real quick. No. My... my my feeling uh, about all of this, I, I agree with you guys. Like you know, tap. Yeah. I agree that you should learn this stuff. I agree that. Uh, <laughs> you can agree with me. Uh, no, no, doesn't mean you like Colin me. Has said I agree with you, Colin. No, I Thank agree. You. I agree that teaching it early is is a, a very beneficial thing. Especially you, you call it illegal moves. They're not illegal moves. They're just things that shouldn't be done at a certain level, right? Yeah. Um. But my feeling is, I'm. I very much believe in the traditional. Uh, part of jujitsu where 
if you are falling back on an ankle lock or falling back on a toe hold or falling back on whatever, that means you can't pass guard. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think passing guard is one of the, like, it's almost primal. It's like, it's something you should have in your arsenal oh. first. Yeah. Before you start falling back on any kind of ankle lock. I would 100% agree with that statement. But I, the problem with me is using that as the rule. No, 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 no. I'm not saying using that the rule. I'm just saying, like, as a white belt, I will first teach you to pass guard oh, yeah. before mm -hmm. I'm going to teach you a toll. Okay. Yeah. I just don't want the rule set to dictate what you should and Absolutely shouldn't not. know. Absolutely right? not. But, but in a traditional sense, you know, back in the day, like, the, the old timers were like, fuck that, no heel hooks. No, oh, I, no I joke about it all the time. Yeah. I was like, any yeah. guy who's good at, at heel hooks is, is a, a shitty uh, well, guard yes. passer. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, I've got... I've, guys in my academy who are amazing at attacking the legs can't pass my fucking guard to save their lives. You know? <laughs> that, that is me. That I didn't want to point at you, dude. You fucking did this to me. You did this to me. Uh, uh, no, seriously. But no. there's some guys that, you know, are really good at attacking the legs, and I'm very disappointed in their ability to pass guard. Oh, I 100% agree. Like, I mean, I, I will be, I'll be the first to admit, like, when I first learned about ankle locks, which are legal at White Belt, mm. I was like, fuck passing Delaheva. Your foot's <laughs> on my hip. I'm just going to scoop up your ankle and fall back. Okay, so I, I have to tell a Tojo Alex story. So I am rolling with Tojo. I'm a White Belt. He is a seasoned four-stripe White Belt. By and seasoned, he means my, my White Belt is disgusting. It is. Mine's <laughs> no. pretty gross. Mine's pretty <laughs> gross. I wouldn't say it's uh, it's not quite uh, Kevin. Back when we were idiot white belts, yeah. people believed that you had to not tr uh, wash your white belt. I once had Wait. a guy ask me if I was a gray belt in another martial arts. I washed yeah. my at belt pants, one time. At pants, he's like, that's a gray belt. And I laughed because I thought he was just giving me like, oh, good good job. You know, you don't yeah. And then he was like, no, you need to go get a white belt. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I washed my white belt one time and I for and because of that, I forgot it in the dryer and had to wear the pink belt of shame. Uh, I oh. never. I, I, I thought he was going to say, I forgot all of my technique. <laughs> I will, well, that too. My, my stripes wash, washed off. Yeah. Well, I will last never wash I my washed belt my white belt and I forgot all bit. of the things that are. Luckily, he didn't have a whole lot of technique to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Starting from um, scratch, you're not wrong. It's just like. I've, yeah. I've, I've actually taught in the pink belt of shame, so don't feel bad. Attaboy. <laughs> and you did. I had a, I had a brown I, belt that you could have used, and he chose no, I, the Bren, pink belt Brennan Tierney's brown belt is fucking pink. So fucking gross. Yeah. My favorite yeah. My favorite is is Patrick in the pink belt of shame. Yes. That yeah. was the best. Big anyways, Patrick. But anyways, point. we're getting too far. Uh, Alex, um, Alex was getting to a point, so, uh, and I thought so it was really good. Tojo was one of my early mentors. I have. I, I just have, love hearing my stories. Tojo. That's all he wants to hear. End of there. Tojo, he was a force right white belt when I started. Um, I remember oh, because the, the very first tournament that I went to observe was 2013 uh, Southwest Classic where Tojo got submitted. No, I'm just a kidding. A lot. <laughs> I, I have never Multiple lost. Multiple times in one match. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is actually a true story. I've never lost a Southwest Classic. Yeah, so so Tojo, so Tojo, uh, he, got, he got bronze. And I'll never forget this because he was like, he whipped my ass. I'm like, how the fuck did he lose? But, you know, it's a matchups, right? Yeah. And and um, so we, you know, he and I would pair up together for some reason all the time. And the first time he gave me, he gave me uh, his foot. Herpes. Oh. Herpes. <laughs> God damn it. We're not going to talk about that. No, but he gave me his foot and I, I ankle locked him. And that was his move. 
and I rem- I'll never forget this because it was one of my like holy shit moments because he was like, yeah, that was really technical. I was like, oh, thanks, man. That was that's like the best compliment. That is oh. the best compliment. But, was- but in retrospect, God, that is cringe. A, a four stripe white belt being complimenting no. another white belt. No. <laughs> for me, is, from- that is technical. Is that the exact opposite of? Hey man, you're really strong. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Cool. No, because I've gotten. Hey man, you're really strong a few times. To that point, I I was just talking to Aaron about this last night. Um, so uh, Paul was telling um Aaron that Brandon Walker's getting his his black belt this weekend or next weekend, Mm -hmm. and uh, I was like, I was telling him, I was like, I remember being a white belt, and Aaron, I think, was like either a blue belt or maybe a maybe just got his purple belt, and he wanted. He was preparing for a tournament uh, when he was doing the wants versus needs, and he wanted to train with me. He's like, "Cause you really understand Delahiva," <laughs> and I was like, "I was it was, really? probably, it was probably around the time I was like a four stripe white yeah, belt yeah, or whatever, where yeah. it was like I felt like I was starting to like that's when yeah. you, you're like start feeling good in like most positions, right? And yeah. and I was just like, <clears throat> "Yeah, but no, but, yeah. but I would I would start say, giggling. I would say like, um, I, I mean this in the nicest way possible. You're one of those nerds." That really, really like um, you really took on those different positions that we were learning because a lot of it shit we did was closed guard, mm-hmm. and when we started working open guard. It was a lot of Delahiva stuff, and you were one of those guys that kind of ran with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the highest compliment to your coach. I think yeah. that's the highest compliment to Paul that he introduced you to that. Uh, what's his name? Nava? Uh, Nava. Nava? Something Nava. like that? Paul. Never heard of her. No? Neva. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I think that's a really com- a really good compliment to your coach that, that you know, he introduced you to something. You just kind of ran with it. Yeah. Because we didn't do a lot of De La Hiva. We did a lot of close guard. And then and then De La Hiva was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. We don't have to fucking close our guard. Paul was definitely younger and more limber back in those days, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. He was only that's 40, a, 40 something. That's a sign of a good coach where they just say, you should really concentrate. Like, mm. like, even early on. Yeah, they say, learn jujitsu. Yeah, you should concentrate yeah. on this. Yes, yes. If you can if you can pick that out. Yes, if you if you see like an instinct in somebody, mm-hmm. that's that's a really good compliment. We had a competition yeah. school back then. Back then was very different than we are right now. Right. Back then there was no like, hey, you should totally try this. Back then it was like you're signing up like yeah. tomorrow, right? Yeah. And and, and Paul it. and Paul was right there. No, like we would be competing, and Paul goes on at six, yeah, or Paul, whatever. Paul I'm led the charge, dude. I remember, dude. I remember Paul. All right, since we're talking about Paul, I hope someday we can send Paul riding off into the sunset. Yeah, dude. I, I want to give that never guy never happen. No, you don't. You don't think he would? Are you trying Re- to kill Paul? Retire? No, I don't want to kill him. I just <laughs> Paul has done so much. Yeah, man. Like I, so as a person who who. At first, edited the first like forty episodes or 30, 30 episodes of this podcast, and then cut a lot, a lot of clips. Paul? I think he's sick of hearing you about Paul. No, no, mm. Paul motherfucker. Has, no, Paul kidding. has done so no. much. Yeah. yeah, and what I and what I want for Paul is like to have given so much, to have given so much to so many people, to you, to you. I, I think want this him is, to ride off into the sunset. This is our. This, Paul loves this. Yeah. This is like us giving back to Paul because, like, in Arizona, in 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 Arizona Jiu-Jitsu, Paul is. If you're not talking about Paul, and when you're talking about the the biggest influences in Arizona Jiu-Jitsu, you don't fucking know, right? And I don't, I don't want to hear your opinion. If you don't, if Paul's not in your conversation, Paul, you don't know. When I got my second stripe, Paul shook my hand. He said, "Congratulations, Steven." And I, coming from an outsider, I came in as a purple belt. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, bro. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, like a legit purple belt. <laughs> Locals only, bro. <laughs> but I remember it, it was probably less than a month. Yeah. Because it was, it was, it was when Samira came in for a, a, a seminar at Aries, and he's like, "We want a, a upper belt. Like, yeah, come here." Yeah, and I came in, and it was the Friday before the seminar for Samir, and and uh, he came in to to instruct, mm-hmm. and Paul was there. Yeah, and he he was like a shark because he saw he looked at me. And it's just like, he just kind of circled. Yeah. And he, he kind of like came up to me. He's like, I, I don't think I know you. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, yeah. I, I, I just started training like a month ago. Yeah. Here. And I, I, I think Dan, Dan Enzing, that, that thick Chicago accent. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's from uh, Red Schaefer. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's legit. <laughs> and I got like the, like the seal of appeal, You're like, uh, shut approval. Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, but I got, I got, I got the, like the, um, you know the nod from Paul, and that w- that meant so much to me. Yes, you know, you know, yes. to build on that, like, um, you were talking about like jujitsu nerds or whatever earlier, like how I like nerded out on like the, some of the techniques. Paul's one of those guys who like makes sure he knows the people that he needs to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, if he if if Paul doesn't know your name, and, and not not to say that there's not people that slide on the radar because there definitely are, but Paul definitely makes an effort to know the people that matter as far yeah, as yeah. like. Oh, that's a good blue belt over there. Yeah, at Deboa or at Gracie Baja or yeah. at whatever school. Yeah. I can go over the thousands and thousands of wins I've had. In, in <laughs> but one of my proudest moments, really, was Paul chose me as a training partner. Oh yeah, like yeah. one, of, uh, yeah. like one of Josh's class. He was yeah. looking for an easy round. I don't know. Yeah, but I I swept him and I submitted him like four times. <laughs> no. But no, like easy. the fact that like yeah, here's Paul. Pick a the litter, and, yeah. and and he's and he, and he chose me, and yeah. and and, yes. and and it's a combination of knowing that I'm going to challenge him, and and it's going to be safe. Yep. Yes. Yep. Safe yep. is a huge thing. So I had yeah. a huge compliment from you, Tojo, uh, like a week ago. All my compliments are huge because I'm huge. <laughs> yeah. You're not. You tapped early. <laughs> that was See? that was smart. Now I'm small. Now I'm small. Fucking toddler. <laughs> a 200 pound toddler that's small, <laughs> but also big. <laughs> for all my, you're a fat toddler. For all my white all belts. toddlers are fat. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. I have one. Um, for all my white belt brethren again, um, I had a huge compliment from you, and I want to just say thank you for for this because. Um, I went up to to Alex and you know we were it was a Friday night we were all on the mat and he couldn't roll because of his knee and I said coach he's a bitch do, yeah uh-huh. I said coach can we do a flow roll and and he said I can't because the doctors the doctor said I can make it worse and you said to me you want to go that is a huge compliment to me because when a black belt can go to a white belt and and say I would like to roll with you or would you like to roll that means that he knows it's going to be safe and safe is a big, a yeah, big it is. he knows it he's, is. he knows you're not going to spaz and yeah. and and that's what I'll say uh, uh, kind of how we got into this was like illegal techniques or or techniques that aren't allowed yeah, yeah. like i said it's all spirals it's not yeah, yeah. no yeah <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll i'll say this like you can hurt somebody because of this yes and you can hurt somebody how they react to this mm. so it's 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 it part of it is is it it I only care about safety when I became right. a coach beforehand. I didn't care. Yeah. hundred percent. No. Yeah, I agree. And, no, I, and I, I understand what you're saying. And, yeah. and it's just, and it's just like, 
I don't care that you're a white belt. If you want to learn toe hold, you want to learn knee bars, you want to learn heel hooks, I'll teach it to you. But that comes with the responsibility of, I'm not quote like, it, quote it, do it. Spider-Man. Come on, uncle Ben. Come on, do it. I, I don't great know. Power. Great power. Great power great. comes with responsibility. Great, great, great responsibility. God damn it. You fucked it up. You God. had a chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nerds are walking out. Anyway, yeah. anyway folks, hey. thank you for tuning in. <laughs> but, but with that comes, no, but you're, comes I, the I, responsibility. But finish your thought. Finish your thought. But yeah, uh, uh, this is, this is what I say. Uh, <laughs> 1130. <laughs> Aries, East Mesa. Aries East Mesa, Monday through Friday. Yeah. I'm going to teach you the, those, those techniques. Yeah. And I want you to be safe with it. Yeah. And I want you to be safe when you're rolling with it. And I want you to be safe with your partner. You hit it in the competition, specifically in the finals, and you get DQ'd because you hit that knee bar. I'm going to treat you to some pizza. You technically won. You won. Mm. Yeah. You technically like, won. Like, this is like. Interesting. So that's, so that's interesting. So. If you hit an illegal technique, yeah, forbidden, forbidden technique, forbidden not, not illegal because they're not. And illegal. you lose by disqualification. You're you not going to jail. Plus, yeah, that is still a win. I I will say this. Uh, Elaborate. One 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 of, one of my one of my. <laughs> la- Hold on, I want to get back before we get into that. Can I want to? I am sorry. I misquoted a- MCU. <laughs> yeah. Can you just shut the fuck MCU. up? That is the ultimate 2000 edition. Okay. This motherfucker. I know, right? Ugh. Superman, right? <laughs> if, if I didn't have whiskey in this glass, I would throw this glass. Problem is, I spent my whole life dreaming about being a superhero, and now I'm training something that lets me be a superhero. I know, isn't so. it cool? No, oh, no, it's something shit. that I wanted to. So you were saying oh that you God. were like, "Good recovery." This, by is, the way. this is a big honor, or whatever. Um, I want, I want uh, something that I want a lot of lower. It doesn't matter, blue belt, even purple belt, brown belts who are rolling with, you know, anybody that's above you. It doesn't matter. Anybody's rolling above with. Um, there's a, there's kind of like a meme that I saw the other day about like. Um, I just got my ass or ass kicked by like this black belt, and he told me, "Great job, fuck you," or whatever, mm. right? And and it, and it's just like when when an upper belt tells you, "Great job," fucking accept accept that, that. Yeah. accept that, accept shit. it because it yeah. like I should beat your ass. Yeah, but, yes. right. But, but so there's don't something. There's one little thing that you did. Mm-hmm. That made me be mm-hmm. like this kid. And just it. because you, because you looked at it as broad strokes, I got submitted three times in five minutes by mm. this black belt. Mm. Yep. But I was paying attention to how you reacted when I mounted you, how you reacted when I yep. w- I put you in the yep. armbar position, yeah. and how you did all of the right things. But guess what? Every right thing that you know how to do, I know the answer to that because mm. I've been fucking doing this for ten years, yes. yeah. or eleven years, or fifteen or twenty years, right? Yeah. Right. But I I recognize that like you did do the right thing i just knew the right thing to answer your right thing yeah right because that's yeah. that's what jujitsu is yeah. it's like i give you i give you a question you give me an answer might be the right answer might be the wrong answer if it's the right answer okay well now we're certain that that's basically a question and i have to give you the right answer and it goes it's back and forth this is a conversation jujitsu yes. is a conversation yes right and at one point someone's going to give the wrong answer and get submitted yeah right and if mm-hmm. i saw that you gave the right answer but i just had I had the right answer to your question. Yeah. Now I win. Yeah. Right. And that, and that's, that's how most conversations, conversations being roles with a, a black belt and a blue belt and a black belt, a blue, purple belt and a blue belt, purple, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. That's how that, 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 the conversation of rolling works. So take that when, when anybody who, even if they're below you, right. If anybody says like, dude, fucking good job. Like, cause they, maybe you answered one of their questions, right. 
Yeah. Take that. Well, yes. it, it, it's just like you're, you're, you've got a bread and butter, right? Mm-hmm. I've got a bread and butter. Yeah. Right? A sweep or a sub or whatever. And you counter that bread and butter. You're like, yeah, that was cool. And right. then you got you to... Gotta, like like you said, it's 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 a conversation, right? right? You got to go deeper into your mental capacity to 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 establish dominance in that conversation. But it's or so easy to look at it like I tapped, right? Yes. Right? Yeah. But well, we had a good conversation. Yeah. But let's, yes. Let's let's talk about an argument. Because I'm this saying ha- yes a lot, but I'm just like, this, so much good knowledge. This happened yeah. to a friend of mine pretty recently. A friend of ours mm-hmm. pretty recently. Um, I hate him. Yeah, he's a. He's <laughs> yeah. a cop. You, I, I don't like him. Yeah. Turtle position north south. Paul sucks. Right? Uh, no, <laughs> oh shit! You're not talking about me, are you? No, turtle position north south. He does a sit out, hits the guy, hits the guy in the head. They headbutt, right? Uh, not you, different one. Okay. Yours yeah. was more of a spear, right? He doesn't even remember it because he but, headbutted. Yeah, this is a, this I is got headbutted. This is a friend of ours that lives on the east coast. He headbutts the guy, and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Guy says nothing. Was a higher belt, right? So the guy just starts to submit him. Every few seconds, just beating the shit out of him. Yep. No big deal. Wasn't anything dirty. At the end of the round, the guy stood on our friend's ribs and jumped off of him. Mm-hmm. Just to prove a point. There is no fucking place. Let me tell you something. Anybody does that in my academy, they're fucking gone. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. fucking day. I don't care if it's Amy. Wait, someone yeah. did this wife, that we know? That's a big deal. Huh? Someone did this that we know? Mm-hmm. No, someone did this to someone we know. Oh. Yeah. Stood on I'll tell you after. Yeah, I was going to I want to know ribs, who this is. Stood on their fucking ribs and jumped at your them. school? No. Oh. Uh, East Coast. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um and he called me and he's like, "How should I handle this?" I was like, "You got to tell your instructor like right now because if I heard anything like that, that motherfucker would be gone today." Yeah. He would not be allowed in my fucking academy. Ever there's no oh fucking you nip place. that in the butt as soon as possible. There was no yeah. fucking place. And, and and again again another thing for people of lower belts. If you ever feel uncomfortable, tell your instructor uh, immediately. Oh, yeah. Immediately yeah. tell yeah. your instructor that and and t- first and and it's chain of command, right? Mm-hmm. Start with don't go to the academy owner. The academy owner is very busy, but tell your instructor. So if it, if it's the instructor of that class, go to him after class and say, I felt uncomfortable with this thing. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it, it bothered me. Yeah. And he will make the de- he will have the discretion to say, OK, I'm just going to monitor this and yeah. see if it gets worse or I'm going to take it up to the academy owner. But tell somebody. Yeah. Tell somebody. I mean, and we it, were talking it, about this earlier because we had uh, in my class, we had an issue where there was some head button. And, 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 I, and I mean, Ugh. metaphorical head button. I mean, like yeah. they were two two guys who just weren't getting they were had a role where they didn't get along and things were escalating. It's like you got to If you don't take charge of that immediately yeah it grows it's like a referee that doesn't take charge of the game yep. and a game gets yeah. two points um so primarily when you're when you're going to your coach don't feel like you're like hey this this guy did a legal technique and, and it hurt me no 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 it, it, it's just like hey just so you know like this is what uh i felt uncomfortable i'm not sure that he has the control for this can you just keep an eye on this yeah like let them know. It's like yeah. it, it, it's just it, it's constructive criticism for the coach because um, as a coach, like especially like the bigger a class gets, and you have one coach, right? Generally, right? Yeah. One person that's uh, that's coaching this entire class, and say there's 20, 30, 40, 50 people. I a can't keep I can't people. keep my eye on every fucking match. Right. right? It's yeah. impossible. Right? right. Yeah. So I yep. need to know, like, hey, if there's a guy who doesn't understand that, like, the the rule set, or maybe he just doesn't understand, like, hey. Uh, the guy that I'm rolling with might not know how to defend this, right? You got to be careful. Yeah. 
right? So it, it's not snitching like you're trying to get this guy in trouble. No, you're not no. fucking snitching. No. You are creating a safe, safe. community. Yeah. yeah. So and it, it is not it is not snitching to go to your t- coach and say, "Hey, this thing happened in this role." And I was, and I'm scared. Yeah. I'm worried. I'm worried yeah. this guy's going to shred my knee. He's going to shred my training's partner partner's knee. It like the safety of jujitsu is the most important thing, man. A hundred percent. I'm yeah. getting fucking choked, like to like where I'm like, oh shit, I might pass out. If I know that if I tap, that guy's going to let go. Yeah. That is the most important thing of this of yeah. this whole thing. Hundred percent. And if and, and and my other point was like, if, if nothing else, like this is going to lead to the coach having a talk with that guy and be like, hey, just so you know. You're not, we're not here to win rounds. Right. Yeah. We're here to get better. And I don't, if you're rolling with some, like, especially like if, if you're an upper belt or maybe even a blue belt, right. Rolling with a white belt and you're like, Oh, I found this toehold and I'm fucking wrapping <laughs> this toehold. <laughs> and you're like, this stupid yeah. white belt isn't tapping. I'm just going to fucking break his ankle. Pop. That is yeah. the wrong yeah. attitude. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I have a good that's example. where the catch Quick and release comes in. Yeah. So but they don't know. Yeah. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. And that's, and that's why as the white belt where you're like, I got toeholded and it, 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 it feels gross, right? It feels like, Oh, I just snitched on this blue belt for toeholding me. Right. right. But yeah. it's like, the, it's the coach needs to know this, right? Because the coach for needs, sure. the coach needs to be the one that goes up to that guy and be like, "Hey, fucking sick that you're trying to learn uh, toe holds because you should be fucking learning toe holds." But just so you know, like, there's no if you have that toe hold and th- and that guy doesn't and you're rolling with somebody who doesn't know how to defend toe holds, they might not necessarily know. Yeah. That that's they need and to that's tap. Yeah. that's half the injury. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not you cranking on the submission. It's them not the, knowing when to tap. Exact yeah. or yeah. or how to react. Yeah, yeah. like and, and there there's guys. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you, but um, you talk about you how talk about jujitsu IQ. Yeah, you talk about jujitsu IQ all the time. So that that's where that comes into play, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you got to know you you you've got to know the damage that technique can cause. Yes, right. And oh, if you sure. if you're if you're watching people like there, I I have some guys that I'm like. I'll get them in submissions, and you know who they are. I'll get them in submissions, and I I just let them go because they're they just oh yeah they just won't tap. And yeah. I know I'm gonna I'm yeah. I, I know I'm gonna break their shit. You know what I mean? And and there's some people that should know the damage that that's gonna cause, but they still don't tap. I still yeah. catch them. And, and and it's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard catch because release, like so if good. Alex and I are rolling, and I have his fucking if I have him in a toehold, I'm gonna fucking crank until he taps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know, yeah, we because know. I know he knows yeah. when when he needs to tap, and, and, that's, and I know, and, how, and we all know you're not gonna catch Alex. Of course not. Yeah. Of course not. <laughs> but, but there's, there is a, so, so that's and, why he's got another stripe. And you, and, 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 Alex just had surgery. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm not saying it was because of something I did, but uh, <laughs> I can neither confirm but, nor deny. So you can give me, you can give me, um, uh, hang on. I'll, I'll say this too. We're not drinking. Put him in the middle. We're not yeah. drinking, guys. Yeah. Um, so you can give me direct coaching on this. So, yeah. um, I think that there is a right way to, to gauge that, um, to to like to gauge that uh, intensity, if you yeah. will. So, yep. like, great example. Uh, I roll against Celeste uh, in the eleven thirty AMs. That kid is awesome. She is a fast track 
blue belt. Yeah. She went from two stripe to four stripe. Yeah. Great I'm just, coach. And, and I'm going to, yeah, we're going to fucking kill this bottle. Coach, uh, yeah. We are going to, and I'm going to fucking die. Um, <laughs> you guys are going to sleep here. Brought the weed. You're just going to sleep here. Yeah. I yeah. think that's probably happening. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is Uber. You fucking poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking you know pay. where he lives, dude? I'll yeah. pay for your fucking I'll, far away. I'll, I'll pay for your Uber. Hey, I'll pay for I Ubered from North Scottsdale last night. Yeah. I got your Uber. I got yours too. God damn it. So anyway, so I, uh, what about mine? No, fuck you. No, fuck you. <laughs> you can walk home. It's right across the street. Your girlfriend you is downstairs. Yeah, she can drive you. She's definitely drunk. Up. She's hanging out with Amy. <laughs> she's probably drunker than us. Oh my god. Oh my god. So there, so there is a right way, I think, um, to gauge don't look that at that intensity. clock. Alex. So, so um, yeah, we're we're breaking the record, motherfucker. Who cares? Uh, Who so, cares? Oh, fuck it. Yeah. It's fifty. So, episode fifty. Let's fucking yeah, break let's episode fifty. Go. So, hey, um, you got a curfew? No. Good. Let's fuck. Let's fucking go. It's Saturday. Oh. None of us have a crew. Saturday night, baby. <laughs> I got the day off tomorrow. I'm just going to be smoking weed and cleaning Let's my house. Let's go. Right, I got to so work all day tomorrow. Sorry. He's got a point. Shut the fuck up. I'm so sorry. So there is a right way to gauge that intensity, and a perfect example of that is Celeste. Four-stripe white belt. Went from two-stripe to four-stripe in one promotion. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, so I roll with Celeste. Celeste does not fucking tap. No. Her, she is like Gumby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had her, and a great example of this is I had her in an armbar. And it was, and I will say, <clears throat> it was a perfect Jujikatami. Right? Okay. Right. I went to fundamentals class all weekend. Did on you just speak Japanese? He and did. then on Friday, I got her in it and pulled her into an armbar. She didn't tap. And then she didn't tap. And then she didn't fucking tap. And at one point, we stopped in the middle of the roll, and I and she was about to tap, and I said, is that it? And she said, no, that's not it. So I and I said, okay. And I tightened up, and, I cr and then I cranked it, and she tapped. But I... I waited. Yeah. I waited to tap. I talked to her. I communicated with my partner. Yeah. It was not about winning the role. It was about safety. It was yeah. about safety. It was about this this <clears throat> this woman has fucking gumby limbs, <laughs> right? And a phenomenal coach. And a, and a phenomenal coach. You know, 11.30 a.m., Aries Mediocre. Mediocre. The 11.30 coach. coach Monday through Friday. That's probably my favorite Monday coach through Friday. in I, this room. In this room. But but there is a Fair. right way to gauge that intensity. <laughs> and again, I'm telling you guys, just like all, my low, all the low belts. You have to pay attention. You have to pay attention to what is going on in your role. It is not about winning your training. It is about safety. And you can and you can get to that point where you're cranking and you're cranking. And then just think about it and stop and ask, like, are you done? Or are you just being obstinate? Mm, yeah. And sh yeah. and they'll tell you, like, no, Great you're just word. not getting it right. Yeah. Great word. And then you crank it. Alex yeah. doesn't understand that word I don't because know that he, word means. he doesn't speak English well. Yeah. I um, speak but, Spanish pretty well. But uh, but on, on that point, Thank though, you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. on that it. point, uh, th there's definitely a balance because one of my favorite, <laughs> this is stupid, because one of my favorite things you to do stupid. is, is <clears> to <throat> let someone, like, Oh, he snapped that toehold. I'm right. sorry. Can I get you guys uh, another sparkling water? Can you shut the fuck up? I would like a regular water because I'll I'll sparkling yeah. water tastes I'll like carpet. I'll be right back. All right. All right. Well, I'll stay here, but then after he gets back, I got to pee. No, let's all just be really quiet while Alex is gone. Should we take a five-minute break? No. no. Did we, didn't we get, at Fight to Red, right. didn't we get a request for you and I just to host this? Uh, don't we? I thought we do just host this. Alex just kind of shows up every once in a while. Yeah. I'm here you every 25 episodes. I'm, I'm just saying. You and I. We should. We should totally hijack this episode. Or not this episode. Now this, should, right, the one of the episodes. All right. All right. I'm going to pee. That's awesome. That's you guys. Welcome you to the, the BJJ uh, Tojo and Colin cast. I want to use my uh, rugby thing. Tojo and the goon. The goon. Uh, I, I thought you were burgundy. That's my jujitsu nickname. Oh. Burgundy and Tojo. 
goon in the Tojo? Tojo and the goon. That's not gonna work. Everyone's listening and they're like, I'm going to the bathroom. Everyone's listening and they're like, shut the fuck up. Well, god damn it. All right. Well, I was gonna make a point, but now I'm gonna wait. I I had a good coach. I had a good coaching point. Yeah, me too. These 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 bastards. Hey, just so everyone knows, Colin and I have been here the whole time. Neither of us have had to go to the bathroom. Neither of us have had to go get up get water. We're fucking drinking water. All our fucking whiskey is half water. We we've been drinking the whiskey. Yeah. Whiskey's half water. I don't even know what my point was. Oh my god, there's there's uh, girls in here. No girls allowed. Okay, then <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what 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 subject were we on? Because we're just yelling at each other at this point. <laughs> no, Tojo and I both had a good point about coaching. Did you really? Yeah, we made a coaching really good point while you were safety. gone, and uh, no Did one you? no one heard it. Um, so that's just how it works. All right, All right hang on. <laughs> fucking, I'm just fucking tightening shit down, man. All right, here we go. Um, okay, so. We were talking about coaching. Tell me about your point. We already we already made our point. Yeah, we made Make it. Make your fucking point. I wasn't here. Come we on. were gone. You were gone. This is Tojo and Goon show. <laughs> or Tojo and Burgundy show. We'll, we'll see which one gets the most clips. <laughs> Tojo and Goon. I like that. Goon. I like that. The goon. Tojo and Goon. The Goon was my uh, rugby nickname. The Goon. Yeah. Were you an actual Goon? Did you beat the shit out of people? There's not necessarily a Goon position. In rugby, okay, but there is. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. But l- l- all right, let's get back to the point. Really, the, the, so the point that I was gonna, I was about to make was um, talking about how like it is. It, it's important. It's important to get to uh, that. He didn't want to. He didn't want the headphones on. He didn't want the flushing of the toilet to be on the. Oh, I got you. Okay. Um, but it is important. Wait, do you mean he came out here without flushing the fucking toilet? What a cunt. <laughs> he, he gave you an upper decker. <laughs> oh, so bad. So bad. You're gonna, you'll find out later. He's probably a waffle stomp, too, man. Oh, oh fucking gross. You guys know the, One bird's, in 30. the bird's nest? I was wondering. No, what's a bird's nest? Bird's nest. Put all the headphones on. Hi, I'm gate crashing. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey Weissman, everybody. Yeah. Kelsey Weissman. Hi. Well, hey. I'm the one who pretends he doesn't like to be like dating. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, bird's nest. Please, Colin Wiggins, <laughs> your rugby story, because I've heard this and I love it. Uh, I did this at the University of Wisconsin Platteville. <laughs> okay. Big engineering school, bunch of nerds. Decent at rugby, not as good as UW Parkside. Their uh, <laughs> their bathroom to turn off the water, you have to you have to reach across, so it's just a, it's just a small room, right? So you have to your face is right in the bowl when you're turning off the water. Okay. So if you do that, and you turn off the water, and then you stuff it with toilet paper, <laughs> and take a big dump. What the fuck is going on? Stand by, stand by. Okay, all right. For them to turn on the water to flush it, they have to reach <laughs> over, <laughs> and that is called the bird's nest. <laughs> I already heard this. Okay. So bad. All right. Shout out to UW <laughs> Platteville. You suck at rugby <laughs> and pretty much everything else except for engineering. <laughs> pretty good <laughs> engineering school. All right. You're back really smart. Probably our boss. Everyone's back on deck. All, All right. right. We're let's back. Get, let's get we're back on the All right. So I would like to point out that the Alex and Colin Toad, like the Alex and Colin the goon. hour. Were, Tojo and the goon. Uh, Tojo and the goon, goon hour yeah. Yeah. resulted in gonna bird's be nest stories. Yes. yes. Episode 51 is going to be Tojo and the goon. 
will, I'm down. I'm down I, for the continuity. <laughs> I will tell. I like that. Tojo and the Goon. I worked I so hard. Really good. I worked so fucking hard. <laughs> if we take it over, that'd be so. Good. And we'll turn. The, and we'll turn this light off. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll put it like a. We'll draw. <laughs> Just hang something up there, like a sign. Tojo and the Goon, handwritten sign. Um. All right. All right. All right. So. So. Uh, before. Before the these weaklings had to leave for water yeah. and peeing. I, I'm ready to. We went way past the halfway mark. Yeah, by the we way. did. We did. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I mean. So half, we're talking about safety. Halfway into the grave. <laughs> <laughs> not alcohol safety. We are talking no, about no, no, safety. None of us. None of us are driving home no. except for me. No, uh, Kelsey's driving you. <laughs> she's drunker than me. Um, <laughs> she's no. been hanging out with Amy. We already went over this. No. Amy's, Amy's been way, asleep for like she, three hours. She's such. She is such a good role. By the way. She's fucking awesome. Role or yeah. role model? Yeah. Yes. Uh, well. Uh, yeah. She, yeah, so if you, you want to work on, like, techniques you've never worked on before. Kelsey. 100%. Kelsey. Yeah. The one to go to. Yeah, my favorite thing about Kelsey is when she was a white belt. Um, oh, boy. When Kelsey was a white belt, I would put her in Delaheva, and then she would just sit, and I would stand up. <laughs> just stand just up. Stand up. <laughs> it was a sweep right just there. Stand it's all about Tojo and the group. <laughs> just stand it, up. It's a matter right. of size. Listen, <laughs> you guys, you guys should totally do a podcast called Tojo and the Goon. That would be so fucking that's our, cool. That's our second. Yeah, that'll be yeah, another. Yeah. That would be another, so fucking. Where we cool. just we start drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> we drink for an hour and then play. Yep. And in the first hour. Let's shit on Taekwondo. <laughs> yeah. For the daily Taekwondo shitstorm. Yeah. Okay. I will say though, um, if you if you have not rolled with the higher the higher belt women in your academy, like if you're a white belt and you have let's say you avoid the women in your academy, like so one of the greatest things about Aries, I think, and I think this speaks to one of the missions that you've many times kind of um expressed, Alex. Is uh, you're really big on women in jujitsu. Mm-hmm. You want to improve the position of w- of women in jujitsu. Yep. Um, at Aries, I had this really cool moment where it was a Wednesday. It was like a Wednesday morning, six a.m. class. Right. We lined up. <clears throat> the highest belts in the room were purple belts. Mm. Three purple belts. All women. Nice. It's a beginner class. Nice. All, oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> All women. Yeah. If you have not rolled with with the women in your academy who are higher belts than you, I think it's it, it's extremely. I think I think it's 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 worth doing. Yeah. I yeah. learned it's worth doing for if, sure. Especially, yeah. well, but especially if if you're like me, who's like a, a really light guy. You know, like right. I'm like 135. Um. You can learn a lot. Yeah. You can learn a lot. Yeah. Because it's all about technique, yeah, right? So Kelsey will beat my ass every time, and we are the same weight, with the same weight. That is the thing about Kelsey is um, I was her coach when she was a white belt, and one thing about Kelsey is that she does not back down from any match. She true. rolled. My my favorite memory of Kelsey is she was rolling with a guy named David Lopez. David is one of those people that you would you would dodge as a white belt. Because he's I would dodge. That, yeah, he's yeah. that fucking big. Because uh, you're soft. Yeah. You're I definitely soft. have size yeah. fear yeah. as a white belt. Because you don't go to the 1130. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I have, you know, better than Cray. 
Kelsey, as a white belt, was rolling with my blue belt, David Lopez. David is a big man. Army, beard, giant motherfucker, over 200 pounds. Kelsey was um, never backed down from a single round for, with anybody. I was the smallest guy in the room next to Kelsey. This is the 6 a.m. Nava class back in the day, right? So Kelsey's rolling, and um, she obviously didn't sit back on a Delahiva this time. But she got David in an armbar, okay? And she had a fucking... Did he do this? He did. Not only did he do that, he stood up. Yeah. And he fucking oh. bring, brought his arm way up. And Kelsey is hanging on to his arm. And she's driving her fucking hand. He-Man. He-Man did. Yeah. And or uh, finished, fucking Excalibur. Finished the arm bar with this giant fucking gorilla, like, holding her like this. But she extended her entire body, grabbed the end of the lever, fucking yanked. Yeah. And he set her down gently because he was tapping. That's awesome. Yeah. I that is my awesome. favorite. I would have fucking whipped her on that the That is ground. my favorite Head memory first. of Kelsey. Yeah, I would have thrown her out the window. Fuck <laughs> that. Not a helicopter. That's back before the there was pads in the wall. I would have put her head. Th- I w- <laughs> she would have been popped. Her concert. head would have popped out into the fucking the physical therapy into office. F40, into F45. She would have popped, popped her head think, there. I don't think we had pads on the wall at that point. So, yeah, that's probably yeah. A, good, yeah, a good option. Um, but, like, hey, going way back to what... Uh, what he was talking about earlier about um, Steven. Ta- Taekwondo yeah, sucks. Steven. Taekwondo, Taekwondo sucks. I've never, I've never heard not. of her. Stop for it. Adults. It's not that for it's, adults. It's not that it sucks. It's just not lethal. Oh, here we go. Listen. Um, about about being in in <laughs> positions like so. He was talking about um. Watch some Taekwondo guys. Some fucking punch you me fucking cunts. I, 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 you cunts. Aries East Mesa, eleven thirty, Monday through Friday. <laughs> Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Yep. Steven uh, was right. talking about how he was in a sum, or put a girl in a submission and he was going slow and she waited and, and yeah 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 uh, it, against it, Celeste. I was gonna. Gumby, I was. Gumby I wanted to be, uh, um highlight how important it is to like to be able to be put in positions. Where you can kind of like, f- it, it, so being being the higher level person, being put in those positions and letting someone crank on something to the point where you're like, all right, I, I can okay, that hurts, that hurts, it hurts. That's where I need to tap mm. because it is important to know when you're in danger and need to tap, and when you're just in danger, bro. Yeah. Do you know where I tap? As soon as my hands get released in an armbar, I tap. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Tap, tap yeah. early, tap off. But I knowing, but, but learning, arm is extended. It, it's a, it's a really nuanced skill. Learning the difference between being in pain and being injured. Hundred percent, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and and it, it, and especially we were talking about that earlier with like the uh, the forbidden techniques, like heel hooks and, and knee bars and shit, where like that margin of error is small, mm, right? Yeah. Um. Or or even in reverse, right? Where you yeah. there is no margin, like right where you like you don't feel any pain, and then all of a sudden you're injured, right? Yeah. Um, but it's really important to learn where, like, where that limit is. Do you remember? Do you remember an Espen? I think it was like a Pans, like maybe 2017. Fuck that guy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Espen, you're a beautiful man. Um, <laughs> Espen is a guy. He's a black belt out of Norway, and he is Norwegia. Norway. I think it's. Oh, I think shit. they prefer Norwegia. Norwegia. <laughs> I would kidding. like to point out that jujitsu is. I don't know what the sport. That, that is what is no. A global martial, martial art. Yeah. Martial art. Martial art. Yep. Jiu-Jitsu is a global I've martial art, and that is what is Jiu-Jitsu. fucking beautiful about yeah. it. Anyways, go so, on. Um, so Espen is like the most soft-spoken, nicest guy you'll ever meet, and he is a fucking savage. 
and and he's 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 less afraid of heights than Josh Rodriguez because I took them both rock climbing, <laughs> and Josh Rodriguez was a little bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Josh, I don't think you're a bitch. I want you on the show, but he is um, afraid of heights. So uh, he's not afraid of heel hooks. Afraid he's afraid of heights. Of heights. <laughs> but um, but um, Espen broke a guy's ankle from a standing ankle lock. Yep. Yeah, and everyone and you know and everybody's saying, "Oh man, that was brutal." And in the sweetest Norwegian accent, he just said. We all have a choice. <laughs> that is fucking gangster, dude. That I is, was so fucking scared. So ever since then, as soon as my grip gets released, I just tap because everyone mm. has a choice. You make a choice. You make a choice if you're gonna hang on to that fucking arm bar. You make a choice if you're yep. gonna if you're gonna hold out on that ankle lock, knee bar, whatever. I've made a choice on ankle locks, and my shit popped. Yeah, I, I will say this about a straight ankle lock. You're you're hitting the toes. And and at the top of your foot, where there's a lot of bones, and there's going to be a lot of popping. That's true. Yeah. So yes, you can hear a pop in a straight ankle lock. You know what's three you know pops what? in an ankle lock? <laughs> yeah, but or you, in a heel hook. I'll give you three. <laughs> but you know, like uh, got four ligaments. So you know what's scary about uh, the ankle lock is um, it's Nogi, Nogi World's uh, purple belt guy had me an ankle lock, and I'm like, I'm good, I'm good, and my foot went like this. The arch of my foot went yeah. that way. I'm like, oh, that doesn't look good. Like, it literally started curling you over. Bitch. He was tearing my fucking foot up. Yeah. Like, not tap? the ankle, but the foot. I tapped. Yeah. Seven did. seconds left in the match. Uh, semifinal. Hey, bro. the damage is done, bro. Just fucking let it go. Bro, it hurt like a motherfucker. It scared me. You strike I mean, me as a man who has never had his his foot bent in half. Oh, I've had both of my ankles. I, I once had um, Matt Mamlin pop my ankle once, and he fucking freaked out. And I'm like... <laughs> it's, it's broken now. I mean, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do? But Matt was Matt was totally like it, it was really. And it, the funny thing it was it was right before, it was the week of a tournament. Yeah, and I was like, well, I can't do anything about it now. I have definitely trained with a purple foot. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, that's no different deal. than a purple I, belt. I, I honestly yeah. think like yeah. a purple foot ankle locks are honestly like a little bit different than tolds. I feel like tolds are a little less. Fucking gangster than ankle Okay, locks. so one last thing I want to cover. No, Taekwondo. Wait, hang no. on. How Does close are we to the record? How Ta- close Taekwondo, the record? Taekwondo. Oh, no, we, we passed the record. All right. Let's Taekwondo is bullshit. No. Yes. Oh, sorry. We're not doing katas, bro. So we're, we're um, y- y- I told you, you and I have talked about this. I want to talk about the Bud Light bullshit. I want to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you're letting any any representative of any sort of company, it doesn't fucking matter, dictate what what you're consuming. Get the fuck get, out of here. Thank you. Get the yep. fuck out of here. Thank you. Oh it's no. So, like, oh no. A gay guy or a transgender person. Or who, oh oh that's uh, the reason you're not drinking Bud Light. Get the fuck out of here. First off, you fucking dork. First off, I'm Mexican. We dig Bud Light. Yeah. Well, we dig it. We dig it. Yeah. And there's no transgender person that's going to take Bud Light away from my people. Right. Here's the thing. <laughs> but if that's a, if, if you're letting like any sort of representative like dictate what you consume, exactly. go, fuck yourself, go fuck yourself, you fucking coward. Listen, listen live your life, man. Yeah. Live your life. By the way, people that are drinking Bud Light are drinking, uh, that were drinking Bud Light are now switching to Coors Light. By the way, Coors Light had the fucking flag, the, the rainbow flag on their shit years ago. Mm-hmm. So- I- it's all, yeah. It's all. Listen, fucking- man. If you're drinking that shit, it's because you like you like the price. And you're broke. <laughs> you like your broke. Hey, you're hey, broke. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, you're I got, broke. It's okay. It's okay. I, I got, I got news for every single person listening right now. Every single corporation you listen to has a gay person 
and a racist. <laughs> Both of those things at the same time. One hundred percent of them. One hundred percent. I'm sorry. That's the reality. Fucking grow up. Including the RNC and DNC. Consume the products that you enjoy. Period. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And racist. Yes. That's a weird one. That's a weird one to me because Why? it's uh, well. So it's just weird because it's like Coors Light of of all brands makes this fucking hard left turn to be like, we love trans people. Bud Light, Bud Light. Bud Light, Light, sorry. Bud Light makes this hard left turn to be like, we love trans people. And then, which they had to have known. Yeah, dude, one that was gonna piss. Well, not only off. that, they were like, uh, "We let's let's shit on like the college kid, like the frat boys, and like those are the people who fucking drink your they beer, drink bro. your shit." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you drink your beer because it's cheap. I think we made Colin angry. No, I'm just saying it was express your. You look uh, like a PBR uh, kind of guy. Hey, pull the uh, shit to your. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't. Damn, it took it you wasn't three and so much, half hours. It wasn't so much, and he's still not doing it. <laughs> you should okay, look, at, look at Kelsey's face. <laughs> yes, it's Alex. Alex, look at Kelsey's face. Penis in your mouth. Right. <laughs> no, it, it it wasn't so much. Hang on, they, Kelsey has something to add, and I'm going to yield the floor to Colin because he started first. I will okay. wait patiently with your okay. mic in my face. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that they did a like the a marketing ad towards transgender people, right? They gave a transgender person a can. Yes, that's all they did. It wasn't it wasn't a marketing strategy. No. It was. We realize what you're doing. Yeah. Here's a can. Yeah. And that dude With is hey, that dude is sneaky hot. I'm just saying. She, he's sneaky hot. Uh, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead. Hit it. Okay. So my only point is that they do enough marketing that they know who's going to stop drinking and who is going to keep drinking. And they don't give a fuck that you stop drinking it. You don't matter to them. Wait, why are you so angry? Because I'm angry about this. Don't be angry. <laughs> it's it's shit beer. We're we're on your side. We're on your side here. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna boycott Bud Light, boycott it because it sucks. Bud Light is not good. Josh, that stays on. I, that I am stays on. I'm from Wisconsin. Bud Light's terrible. It's awful. We drink beer. Hey, bro. Hey, that's a good way to end this fucking podcast. Yeah. It's like, no. if you're going to boycott something, boycott it because it, it sucks. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my, 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 buddy, my buddy here locally, uh, you know, he's, he is a very successful guy, but he's very down to earth. Like, he goes to, like, you know, little pubs. And he went to Wisconsin, and uh, he goes to this place, and the lady says, what are you, what are you drinking? And he's a big microbrew guy. And he says, uh, well, I'll just have anything local. <laughs> She pulls out a fucking Miller Lite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's local, bitch. It's fucking no, local. You, you got to be specific, you gotta be specific, uh, specific in, in Wisconsin. Uh, one of my favorite breweries is Lakefront Brewery. Where's Milwaukee's that? Beast? Right on, right on the lake. It's on the lake. Thank you. They have a little stick. It. They take it from the Milwaukee River. They take out all the condoms and whatever <laughs> out of the water to make the beer. Take out all the condoms. <laughs> <laughs> but what they make in one year, and this is my favorite beer, and they make probably 12 different kinds of beer. If you say Yingling, I'm going to shoot you right now. No, no that's it's, Pennsylvania. It's Lakefront. Okay. Lakefront yeah. Brewery. They make 12 different kinds of beers. It's somewhere in like the they Midwest. they make in one year, I don't fucking know. Miller spills in one eight-hour shift. Holy shit. Like, if you want to, like, compare, like, what microbreweries make to what the big companies yeah. make, what... What this small microbrewery makes, and they make 12, at least 12 different kinds of beer. 
Miller spills in an eight-hour shift. That's fantastic. What they make in a year. That's so cool. If you're going to fucking boycott a company, boycott it because their fucking product sucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Clap. That's, that's it. That's it. All right. Uh, listen, we've been going for three and a half hours. Is that the record, though? Uh, that is a record. Count the minutes. Three hours. Count the minutes. Three hours, 39. <laughs> oh, he is adamant. Aries East Mesa. I've gone this far. 11 30. Monday through Friday. <clears throat> Learn the technique that's illegal. 100%. <laughs> Forbidden. And, and do it do it safely. But do it safely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Listen. If Don't you, roll with women. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, please go fuck yourself. <laughs> Excuse the fuck out Wait, of me. Wait, I got to do the outro. I got to do the outro. He needs to shut up then. Uh, no, but, uh, I agree. We all <laughs> need to shut up. Trust We've me. been saying that for years. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. If you love the There's podcast. There's 50% water in whiskey. <laughs> Can you just turn off his mic? Is that a thing? Can I can. You just, can Actually, you just turn I can. it off? Uh, I, like, I'm sorry to be like the voice of reason over here, but just say it. All right, everybody. If you love the podcast, please like and subscribe. Please uh, follow us on Instagram. Don't look at our uh, webpage because it sucks. And um, I want to thank all of our guests here today. I want to thank Colin. Thank you so much for being here, Colin. I want you to thank Tojo. I want to thank If you're going to boycott a company, boycott it because their product sucks. That's, that's the words to live by. <laughs> Steven, thank you so much for being here. And Kelsey, thank you so much for uh, chiming in. I am hammered. Um, we are drunk. All right, one more thing, one more thing. Thank you so much to everyone who has subscribed, who has followed, yes. who has yep. liked. Um the growth of the podcast has been incredible in the last two months, and we want to continue to grow it. Um, in like spite of Tojo. In spite of Tojo. Um, it's just one of those things that we're never going to stop. Hey, gonna stop. And hey, guys. Happy 50, guys. Happy, happy 50. 50. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Let's go. Cheers, boys.